Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Coming at you. Monday, January 29th, 5.02 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for watching and listening. We got a lot to talk about. This series is banging. We have four rounds down of the Monster Energy Supercross Series, eight different winners. We have not had a repeat winner in either class so far. This is great. This is awesome. Anaheim 2 Triple Crown delivered. Thank God it was dry. So we have a lot to talk about tonight on the show. Uh, thank you again for watching and listening. 702-586-7857. If you want to call in and uh, talk some Anaheim 2 or whatever else is on your mind, go ahead. We've got a, a couple of in-studio guests that are... Really great analysts and are deep, deep, deep in the sport. So I'm looking forward to talking to them about Anaheim 2 and everything else tonight. We got uh, an announcement of a new video that we're doing. Uh, We got Sphere Talk tonight. Lots of stuff going on. RJ Hampshire also. Uh, RJ got uh, uh, close the points gab up on his buddy Jordan and Levi Kitchen with a great race this week in Anaheim. RJ Hampshire will be on the show. Uh, it's a, it's Monday night. It's the Pulp MX show. So fucking Phil Nicoletti. He'll call in too. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, veteran Kyle Chisholm calling in as well. I haven't talked to Chiz for a while on this show, so I thought it'd be cool to catch up with the number 11 as well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, man, lots going on tonight. Uh, we're going to do, uh, I got an announcement of a big sale we're doing on merch as well. LCQ Challenge, I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, get a ticket, support the privateers. Uh, motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles. We do have the Race Tech rant, X-Brand Goggle Tearoffs, Motorsport.com, Tweet at Tits, coming up later. Uh, Race Tech on board with us, Renthal, Michelin, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, OGO Power Sports, Renegade Race Fuels, ORW, Pro Filter, Acherbys, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection. Thanks to the Works Connection guys again for giving away a start device last week. Pulpamex20 is the code to save with Works Connection. Those guys are great up there in NorCal uh, doing God's work, I tell you. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, WUSA. The guys at W creating wheels, uh, whether it is for a dirt bike, whether it is for a street bike, uh, TT stuff, vintage, all of it. They're all things wheels at WUSA, and you can save with them using the pulp code. Thank you to guys at W. They do a lot of wheels for the teams in the pits and do a great job at that. Get data. Wysco Piston, LiftedTrucksForSale.com, Factory Chassis Parts, MTX Braking, Ethica, Troll Training, all on board with us as well. And uh, and you people, along for the ride, 702-586-7857. Listen to me. All right, in studio here, a couple of, like I said, a couple of my friends from the industry. And uh, first up, he's from Racer X, he's from Kiefer Rank Testing, he's from Pulp MX. He may or may not be from some manufacturers. <sighs> The Chris Kiefer. What's up, buddy? Hi, Steve. How are you? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. A uh, lot to talk to you about. You dropped your kid mm. off with Mike Brown. <laughs> I did. We're going to talk about that. You did uh, a thing on factory bikes on Friday. I did. From the race. Yep. Uh, you're coming to the Sphere with me on Wednesday. I am. Mm. A lot of shit going on. We got a lot of stuff going on. Oh, and we're going to announce a new video. Huge. Huge announcement on a video. So, yeah. Buckle up, everybody. And I didn't hear from you about Kiefer After Dark, if you liked those or not. I did. 
Okay. The uh, three out of the four on here are really good. Okay, so we're gonna yeah we're gonna try hit to get the key for after dark. <laughs> There's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. And Tits is here, so I don't know if we're gonna be able to make it because it's a hard cutoff with him. That's this, a great this is, point. No, this is correct. Like, it's I, hard. I, I did not yeah. think about this. Oh boy. Yeah. Eight fifty nine. I'll be putting out sirens can and everything we, like can that. We get so. It's like the purge signal. Can listen more work the phones? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, uh, lots to get into for sure tonight on the show. So yeah. thank you for coming in. Thanks for having. Appreciate me. it. Uh, do you want to talk Sphere now or maybe later? I mean it's on the tip of my tongue, so let's just wait. We're going to do a rental reaction on Thursday oh. or maybe Wednesday night. I'm sure glad I opened my mouth to that. That was a dumb idea by myself. Yeah, so we're going to do that as well. Looking forward to do, doing the sphere with you, buddy. Can't wait. We're uh, having a date night. We are. Yes. Uh, also in studio, uh, he, this man was on the show uh, a couple months ago uh, talking about life as a practice bike guy for Ken Roxon. He's done it for, uh, I don't know, seven years or something, a long time. He was at Anaheim, too. He's been up in Mesquite with Kenny uh, while Kenny's been riding Supercross up there. Peyton Stevenson. What's up, man? How are you, Peyton? Steve, thanks for having me. How yeah. are you? Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Uh, we almost had Ken in. We were close. Uh, we were close. Almost. If, <laughs> Almost. If, if A2 goes better, we have him? Yeah, I think so. Because he had mentioned, he mentioned I may come in. He brought it up to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't even tell him I was coming in. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, I think I might go. Yeah. But then, yeah. Yeah, then Anaheim 2 happened. Yeah. Uh, he might be the fastest guy with no results. I mean, maybe Mookie, but Ken's been better than Mookie. So maybe there's some sort of sliding scale. But Roxa might be the fastest guy with not a lot of results to start the year. Yeah, so. he just, just some bad luck, and yep. you're right. Um, yeah. During the week, it's so good. Yep. And then you just got to put the puzzle pieces together, really. Yeah, you know? and, and it, it'll he happen. Will. Oh, yeah, it, it's happening. It's he just a, I wish it would have happened in Anaheim, too, so he'd be sitting here instead of Kiefer. I uh, know. We were yeah, been great. I would have no problem. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could have told Kenny about when you rode his bike last year, the oh, two yeah. bikes at Paris. Yeah. And then maybe, like, Chad, he could have just shit on you like Chad did that time. Yeah, exactly. Where you're, you're, I'm, I'm going 20 seconds a lot faster <laughs> Than you. <laughs> I forgot about that. No, that's what I remember that. Yes. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Kiefer, but I go 20 seconds. Yeah, exactly. So whatever you're saying is bullshit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> 20 uh, seconds. Yeah, whatever it was, right? That was a that was a big uh, 20 seconds lasted for a couple years. It after did. That. It was yeah. a big one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, uh, but yeah, Gary, uh, great guy up in Mesquite. Mm -hmm. uh, he built a Supercross track for yep. you. Uh, Kilroy's, Preston Kilroy's been riding it. This Allred amateur kid, mm -hmm. uh, heal up for him. He got hurt this weekend, but Cool people, man. Great, oh yeah, great people. yeah, yeah. Gary and his crew done a really good job. Yep. I think they, um, I think they really this is their first attempt at a supercross track. Yeah, and they they did a really yeah. really good job. I mean, for Ken, it's sort of easy. Like it doesn't like you yeah. know it's a good track. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But but for Ken, it's sort of easy. But that's fine. Everything it's it's legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like a fifty second lap time. Yeah, um, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean we're here so. for we're at five weeks. Six Have weeks. you been enjoying being up in the St. George and Mesquite? You know what. Like, I really enjoy St. George. You're Florida guy. So. I never thought I would say that. Yeah, yeah. But I really enjoy St. Yeah. George. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been nice to come up and ride, too. Gary's been hooking me up. I've been having... Yeah, dude. I've they do having... a full prep for you. You're the only guy out there. Mm -hmm. Full prep dude. job. I've been telling this guy for a long Jeez. time, dude. I still feel bad for Gary making a prep for, for tubby vet guy. Look, like, the kids are going to ride anyway, and they like to have you. So, yeah. I mean, we're just dude, asking. I am having so much fun yeah. on my on that track, prep. This on is my great bike. to hear. It's I great. love that. Dude, I, even I, I pulled it. in last week, uh, and the vet track looked phenomenal. Dude, yeah, no, I just rode the vet because the main one was too wet. Yeah, yeah. And when that vet is prepped, it's 
I've never rode that. It's yeah, good. Yeah. When it's prep, it's great. Oh, I drove right by it. it made me want to ride. I yeah. never want to ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks to thanks to Gary for letting me come up. And also, like I said, uh, like Ken's been up there uh, training and riding and all yep. that. So yep. that's great. Uh, thanks for coming in. I appreciate yep. it. Thanks so for having jump me. Jump in when you need to. We've got lots to talk about when, when it comes to Peyton. And we're going to talk a little bit. Kiefer was grilling you on some practice bike life before yeah, yeah. the show. We're going to maybe try to take that conversation yeah. into the show. Let's do it. So, yeah, I think it'll be great. Uh, and then maybe, too, uh, do you have a Truman story or two that we could make fun of? Or, uh, I don't know. Mm, if they're appropriate for air, I don't okay. know. <laughs> I'll think about it. All right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, lots to talk about. I love Triple Crowns. Look, we had a couple of mutters. So it was really not. I like Triple Crowns. And then after a couple of mutters, I really like this Triple Crown. Mm. It was a lot of racing. The Futures was great. Kitch and RJ put on a show the first two. That was great. And Coop gets the win. Does it, does it change it for you, Kiefer? I'll start with you. Does it okay. change it for you that Coop got the win without winning one? Like the, we, Sexton won, Anderson won, and um, uh, um, why, why am I drawing a blank now? Sexton, Tomac, Anderson, Tomac, Tomac. Sorry, Tomac yeah. won the last one. So uh, does it change it for you? Like, cause you win the race without winning a race, right? Honestly, it's par for the course for this year. I feel like mm-hmm. just for how many guys can win, and we got at least eight guys that can win a race. Yeah. Uh, so seeing that Coop wins with a two-two-five doesn't really surprise me. Um, honestly, when I saw Chase ride earlier in the day, and then obviously after seeing that first moto, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a whole kitchen yeah. chase thing again from yeah. the Triple Crown last year. Yep. Um, but, it, oh, man, we talked about this before the, the top of the show. It's matter if you get a start. Like, if you don't get a start, it's going to be very, very tough on you to try to get back to the top three. It's not like in the years past to like, oh, man, I got a eighth place start. I can work my way up to second. Yeah. Dude. 12 like, minutes. You got 12 minutes. And even I still feel like even in a full main, it's going to be tough to do. Yeah. Like what really surprised me was Anderson when he fell back. He worked his way up as far as he did. Yeah. Um, which was quite impressive to me. Um, but past that, it doesn't surprise me to see Coop win this and how he won it. He's always in the mix. He's always consistent. Yeah. This is Cooper. This is what he does. But does it? It doesn't diminish you a little bit because he didn't. No. Win. Okay. No. No. Okay. It doesn't diminish okay. it at all. all right. To me, it, it, honestly, yeah. it just makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Peyton, what about you? Like, yeah, I'm with Kiefer. I don't think. I mean, the field is so deep. Yeah. So you have to be. I mean, starts are always important. Yeah. But man, at these triple crowns, yeah. if you have a bad start, you're in trouble. I think if you're Tomac and Chase, who you know didn't win but won a main, I think you you're you're happy. Like you're you're okay. You're good. Yeah, I you think know? so. Um, especially for Chase because um. You know, coming in, it was no secret that yeah. it was. And this first dry race after, you know, A1's the outlier. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. It, if, if I told you, and you, you're at Sandbox every day yeah. with, with Chase, Kenny, Levi, uh-huh. uh, Tom Vial, McElrath, mm-hmm. Chiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, get everybody? Okay. If I, I so. told you, hey, Chase is going to podium Anaheim 1. <laughs> oh really that's what i would have said yeah yeah that, that's that's i mean but chase was on here last week and he was very open and honest yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah i, yeah, I listened yeah. yeah yeah he was not shy about it but so yeah i th- i mean they had to have done some major work mm-hmm. um to what i saw at yeah. a2 yeah it was uh yeah. it was a big difference than what i saw in the off season here's what i don't understand about this okay i want to go with what you guys are talking okay. about chase rode the bike a long time ago and he signed what do these guys think? Okay, I signed, I like the bike, and all of a sudden, now I don't like it all of a sudden. What the fuck happens? Like, I don't understand it. I think you ride it for 30 minutes, and you're excited, and you just ride it for 30 on your track that you know. But you still can feel your way around in those yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah, but dude, you're not going to be like, 
you're always going to be like, I can fix it. It's fine. It needs this. It's good. You're riding. Did you ride the sandbox? Do you know? Do you guys have to close it down one day? Where, uh, no, no, he didn't ride. Okay, down. so but you ride it at some place where you know, right? right? I feel like, anyways, and you're like all stoked, and they're throwing a bunch of money at you, and you're like, but I feel like you don't make that decision unless you're like, it's for sure better. It right now, I get yeah. on it, I'm better. I think he wanted off out of Honda, so it was just ah, that maybe. way, you know. I do appreciate that Chase actually speaks about what he's yes. changing, and if he's frustrated, yep. I like that. People oh, are like, yeah. oh, he's crying. Fuck that, man. I like it. Yep. Like, tell us if you're frustrated. Right. Let yeah. us know what's going he's, on. He's really good that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I put it on Twitter last week or a couple days ago. I love that. Uh, he's he's like, yeah, man, it wasn't going well, and we're, we're in a better spot, Great. and I went to 48s. And, yeah. Yeah. It, I, you know? Not to jump ahead, but even yeah. when I talked to, you know, the mechanics that did this factory bike walk around, they yeah. were open with it. Yeah. Carlos was open with yeah. it. Like, it's yeah. nice. Um, yeah. So I was, like, I talked to Jeremy Coker at the end of the night, and he was totally happy with Eli's first two, ri- first two mains because he – Rode up, right? And, but I'm like, eh, like, I don't know. He's like Tomac, like, the expectations are high. But I, seeing him take off, he didn't just win that third one, he was gone. It's OG. That was, yeah. I'm okay. I feel so much better about Tomac. You know? Do you guys? Does that matter? I see the third oh, moto. Payton like, Pay- doesn't think so. Oh, no, really? no, no. Go oh, ahead, Keith. Go, no, go ahead. No, no, no. I just look at the third okay. moto yep. and watch them rail bull berms again. And, yeah. like, you can see, you can feel that, that it's there, right? right? Yeah, right. Go ahead. I just kind of want to see a, 20 plus one well sure like, like you know sure. what I mean? but, but like a dry 20 plus one but i was starting to, i was starting to wonder about this panic button uh, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. B- until then yeah like, he did ride okay in those first two but he didn't he got passed by ken for sure he got passed by chase yep. you know what i mean guys that he yeah. shouldn't he should be the same as and kind of just was it he was near the back of the lead pack which is right. fine but not if you're like tomac right so he got the win in the last one and now i'm okay here's like, what i understand about us okay what the fuck are we supposed to do? Oh. These there's eight there's eight dudes, right? One guy wins, one guy's get eighth. What's wrong with the guy in the eighth? He can still win. But then we sit okay, there and well, talk should about we fold these. up the show? No, no, I'm right, just saying. Thanks, thanks for listening, everybody. No, but I don't understand like, oh, panic button, this guy's yeah. not winning. Like if you're top eight, you're okay. Not for Tomac. You're okay, you're gonna go into hey Eli, you're eighth, man. You you're good? I'm not saying like, he's gonna be like, Yeah, I'm okay, but I'm just saying yeah, yeah. I think in this today, age, time right now, eighth is okay because you know you can come back and it win the next week. It's not okay for ah. these dudes. Not for those dudes. The guys we're talking about. It's not. You you listen to listen, his interviews. Roxon didn't even come in tonight because he got. He got <laughs> okay, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, like, I, but you listen to the interviews and they asked him, I've, "Yeah, are you satisfied?" And he's like, yeah. "No," but he's like, "I'm okay." He's like, yeah. I, "I understand what's going on." Like yeah. he's okay. Yeah, I think he just needs to race, right? Like, it's one thing being injured. Yeah. And obviously the injury has something to do with it, but the timed miss racing is so big for yeah. him. Like, and it goes for anybody that misses that time. The more you can just be on the track healthy uh-huh. is always, you know, it helps so much. Yeah. Once you lose the racing, yep. it's hard you, to get that back. You just need more time. Yep. Uh, taking your calls over there in the corner. Hold on, he's on the phone. Uh, directing the uh, show here. I didn't. I forgot to get throw it to these guys, and you know things get. Tense when we don't do that. Uh, directing the show, holding things down for the YouTubers. Uh, he's a tuber. He's a tuber. <laughs> the Travis Marks. What's I don't Mark's know dog? why that's funny, but hi. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? All you? right. I'm. Yeah. How's PayPal? I won't say I'm tired. PayPal's good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, thanks for coming in, Marks. I don't get that joke. That's it's yeah. It's, it's an inside joke. It's inside joke. Okay. I won't say what I, I think want I to say, it. but um, also there in the corner working the uh, phones. 
uh, he chipped in there, he chimed in earlier, but uh, no doubt, uh, probably watching a golf video. Uh, the Tisajir Tits, what's up? Hi, Stephen. How are you? I'm really excited today. Really? I want to just really bring the emphasis oh, wow. up. Uh, Travis you? really showed me what's possible uh-huh. uh, oh. on Thursday, yeah. and so I want to take it up just one well, little Well, we were wondering if it was that chair, but... No, well, he did something to it, okay. and I'm all in. Okay. Uh, Thank you, Travis. Are you excited enough to stay after hours a little dude. bit? Am I? Uh, yeah. Oh, he is. Short show. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, I love I'll, short okay. shows. For the new people that are watching the show, yeah. and I, maybe I forgot. Okay. Why is it tits? Why is he tits? We don't have time. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Uh, Kiefer brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. All right. Dude, tell us about it. Well, Decal Works is the official sponsor of Pulp MX and Kiefer Ink Testing mm-hmm. and probably some of the best graphics I've ever laid on and taken off because nothing sucks more than taking off graphics yeah. and getting glue everywhere. So, Decal Works. It made me a purple sticker for my FMF muffler. That's nice. They yeah. do make muffler stickers. Yeah, Those good. things get burned yeah. off really yeah. quick. Peyton saw them. Yeah, yeah. looks Peyton good. Looks good. Uh, th- Pulp MX 24, the code to save with uh, Decal Works. Decal Works. Or Kiefer, you got a Kiefer code? I do. This is the part where you say it. Uh, key for 20. Okay, thank so, you. Uh, Pulp Max 24 or Key for 20 to save. Uh, Peyton Stevenson brought to you by the folks at Renthal. When Roxon went to HEP uh, Suzuki, there was really just one demand of the team, uh, and it's um, it's not no bullshit. It's Renthal products. It was Renthal Bar, wasn't it, Peyton? Bars and sprockets. Yep, and uh, he would ride with no other bar, and that was uh, had to help get the deal done. Thank you to the folks at Renthal. Uh, Reese and Dave and everybody from Renthal were there this weekend mm-hmm. from England. Nice guys. Paul, of course, was showing them around. Thanks to the folks at Renthal for coming on board, bringing you Peyton Stevenson, who uh, has to put on those rental bars. Uh, probably not much. Are, are there many like crashes to change a bar with Ken Roxon? Probably mm, not. Knock on wood, but no. No, no he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't got to do that. I, I can't even remember the last time, to be honest. Is he a 996 guy? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Rental.com, everybody made over in the UK. Thanks to those guys. Great product. And... And... Special bar of Chris Kiefer now. Yes. You've, you've gone. You've switched. I've gone. Rental. So just the pro taper guys are just such a mess. You're just like you had to do it because you were you like the pro taper. I do, and yeah. I still do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, just, they just they're they're reorganizing. Just, they're reorganizing, <laughs> and they're going to come back, and we're just going to give them some time. Okay, all right. But I I love rental bars. Yeah. Uh, yep. What's your bar band of choice? Right now it's six oh two. Oh, six oh two. What yeah. do I got? Uh, you're on a not you're on a. Uh, uh, okay, all right. We've already we've already no, no, spent too much time. No, no, Okay. Sorry. All right. Uh, so Renthal bringing you Peyton Stevenson. Decal Works bringing you Chris Kiefer. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Hampshire, Phil, Chiz coming on. Maybe Will Hahn. Maybe Travis Preston. we got some stuff going on. Tyler Porter from LiftedTrucksForSale.com is going to join us later in the show as well to talk a little bit about that company as well as uh, make fun of Randy Richardson. So looking forward to having uh, Tyler on as well. Uh, thank you to the folks at Maxima and ProFilter. Pulp 20 is the code to save with those two companies. Love those guys. And uh, thank you to the folks at uh, um, Maxima and ProFilter for all that they do. Pulp 20 is the code to save. Oil, uh, filters, uh, MPPL, all of that. Um, yeah, thank you uh, to the folks at um, uh, Maxima and ProFilter as well. So, um, yeah, looking forward to talking to RJ. We tried to get Kitch tonight. He's driving back to Florida. Uh, so he was like on a nonstop. Um, He's driving. Driving, yeah. I thought he hired his in-law to do I that. I don't know, man. That's what I was told, too. And then he decided to jump in. So, uh, you know, great job for Kitch, though. Uh, he got a Triple Crown win last year without winning. And this year he gets it done. Uh, his starts were... So he I wins mean, and then wants to drive back to Florida? Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Road trip. I don't know about all that, but... I just did it. It's not fun. Yeah. It is not fun. No, that is not fun. No. no that is not fun. Uh, nobody wants to do that. 
Uh, let's get some phone calls here on the show. Uh, Charlie's on too. What's up, Charlie? How are you, man? Good. How are you guys? Uh, good. What's going on? You want to talk to Shimoda? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, one other thing, too. I do want to give Travis a shout-out for winning his iRacing Rolex 24. Oh, so that was a reference to last oh, week. There we go. That's what's up. But, um, yeah, so to Shimoda, so have you guys noticed, like, how awful his starts are and, like, what is going on? Because I don't remember him being this bad no. before. He, and they've been better. he has to yep. consistently – yeah, if if he has to consistently, you know, come back from outside the top ten, this isn't going to be good, right? Like, <laughs> it's this, already not this, good. Have you? No, heard, yeah, yeah. Have you have you heard on like what's going on? Like, is it the bike? Is it him? And um, have, you know how how much? Because I feel like he'd be on the podium at least twice by now, if, uh, if not for his start. I have not heard, uh, Kiefer. You did a factory bike thing. Anything? Any word of that? Uh, from what they've told me, and of course they're not going to tell me much, but uh, just getting used to his bike uh, and race conditions, and then his starts have been off, so they need to figure yeah. out some starts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard, Charlie, for real on what it is, but it's not been good. No podiums, four races. And Ooh. and he yeah. even says, like, his starts have been off, but his speed's been good. He's been coming up through the pack, but just yeah. not enough time to do anything, right? Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily the bike, because Jet and Hunter last year, their starts were pretty dialed, I think. You okay. know? So, yeah. Maybe a little yeah. technique or something. I'm with you for sure. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, – we got a surprise caller. To this. Who, caller, who's this? Uh, is this Steve? Yes. Oh, big fan of the show. First-time caller, long-time listener. I'm, I really respect what you've done, especially okay. with the Alpine Stars jacket. Mm, thank you. Very, thank you. Very classy. Thank you. I admire your uh, your house with the high ceilings. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, – I know you're a huge fan of uh, kids and the amateur racing scene. Yeah, massive. Yep, yep. So since you have so much money, I'm just wondering if you could maybe help me out a little bit. Okay, what do you need? Yeah, so my son has a baseball team right here in uh, North Carolina. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. That's actually pretty good. Okay. They're looking for a sponsor, uh, a $250 sponsor. So I'm just wondering if maybe you could help the Pulp Empire, maybe give back a little bit. And also, oh. you know, maybe some advertising for yourself. Uh, if you would think of maybe uh, you have Chris Betts on the show. I know you're a baseball guy, with yeah. Blue Jays. So yeah, so maybe you could uh, donate two hundred and fifty dollars to my son's baseball team. Is this the Supercross TV guy? Uh, Daniel Blair? No, 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 no. The new guy, <laughs> the new the guy that stepped in this weekend. That new new, the new guy. Oh no, the new guy sucks. He doesn't even know how to work on a dirt bike. Why should? Why would he? Why would they pick him for that job? He used he to flag. I heard he used to be a flagger. <laughs> oh, do, is there any proof? There's no proof. Zero. No. Uh, no, he didn't ride bikes going up. He shouldn't be doing this show. He's garbage. Now, normally, uh, why can't – good job this weekend, mm-hmm. by the way. Normally, I would say zero chance I'm part with 250 bucks. But – but uh, I – Think of the kids. No. Think of the kids. Betts has seen your kid – whatever his name is, I forget. But his ki- <laughs> Betts has seen your kid throw and actually says he throws pretty well for his, his age. This is correct, right? Uh, I mean, we just need the money. It doesn't really matter. Okay. Like, I don't care about the arm. No, my, my point is, if, <laughs> even I, if I get in early with this kid, maybe I can, like, ride him to the majors. Whoa. You know, be his Ooh. backer all the way. Like an easy investor. Would that easy mean wonder. you get money like, like Betts does being an agent, though? Y- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no. Okay, oh, okay. All right. This is a one-way okay. one street. All right. Uh, uh, look, Pulp you have huge ceilings. Okay. You have huge ceilings. Yeah, we do. We do. You have... You have a beautiful new jacket. Jackson. Clearly, the money's rolling in. The jacket. Clearly. I'll tell you what, I will donate. No way. I will do this. 
if you just on the air for the listeners oh no <laughs> tell everybody how good i look in this jacket oh no yeah sounds gay yeah i, I really yeah, yeah i don't know really now this prospect is what mm-hmm. what i'm back out weege back out now yeah, <laughs> eh, eh, eh. yeah. this could end up costing me more money than it actually ends up making and i'm just doing you it want, for charitable purposes do you want the 250 right. don't worry kiefer ink will donate sorry right, let's just go over the top here oh kiefer ink will donate yeah do you want to go 125 each I'm down. For I actually house. know Kiefer doesn't make enough money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is seventy k after taxes. Seventy k. Yeah. Uh, let's go to line two here. Uh, who's who's this caller? Two. You, you think of this? Hello, Mr. Mathis. Yeah. How we doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. I, I'm a first time caller, first time listener. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- this gentleman on the phone just sounds like a great, great gentleman. Very, very nice gentleman. Well spoken. <laughs> And, uh, Thank you. I'd, I'd really, really love to donate to that baseball team. Grew up a little league guy myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Sounds like just a big, just a great, nice gentleman. And big Hawkeye guy, huh? Big Hawkeye. No, 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 no. Oh. Okay. What's that? What, what's a Hawkeye? Uh, okay. They're from Iowa. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, um, the guy on the phone just sounds like a great. Y- yeah. Okay. Just a great guy, and <laughs> like I said, very well spoken. So yeah. I'm okay. Sure kid is the same. I so, yeah. I, $250 from a local business, you know, uh, maybe a North Carolina business, <laughs> 10 in it, like that, 10 cycles maybe. Oh, 10 cycles. Oh. Oh, that would be yeah, great. Yeah. 10 cycles. Hmm. No, well, oh, I we knew somebody there. Absolutely love hey, to done it. I don't know if this caller knows, but do you know who actually owns 10 cycles? Just I don't know. I've been in there a few times. Mm-hmm. Great yep. customer service. Oh, yeah. So I would like to donate on their behalf. Just because it's such a great local company to the Charlotte area, this is wonderful. I mean, <laughs> I'm not surprised. You know, the great Justin Brayton actually owns that shop. He yeah. did a wonderful job on Race Day Live. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, the big TV uh, guys I'm, stick he's together. Hearted, right. unlike the rest of these people on this show. Right. The TV guys. Is this the union, Colin? They, they all love each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get, I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um. So, are, listen, Weege, are you trying to get? 250 from Kiefer Inc., 250 from Pulp, and 250 from this gentleman on the phone? <laughs> Where are we going with this? <clears throat> Kiefer Inc. cannot afford it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but but the other two businesses are doing just fine. There's so. this gentleman. He is Mr. Side is his name. He He's also – maybe you could try to get some money from he him. He sold some shirts. Yeah, he sold some merch. Well, I'm not asking for 800 so <laughs> probably okay. <laughs> uh, I'd wow. like to propose so, uh, something, so sir. Okay. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, caller. I, I, I'd yeah. like to propose something. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, heard about this jacket that you have, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'd like you to keep the $250 and actually step up to a collared shirt, please. Oh, mm. oh. And I'd be mm. happy to take care of your the, side, okay. if you will. Okay. So, so you, instead of the jacket, I'd like a collared Shirt, please. Okay, wow. it doesn't have to be all the way buttoned down, but at least a few buttons to it with okay. a collar on it. Mm. Okay, that's rough. Is that something we can make happen? Or? Uh, yeah, I can. Yep, I can certainly look into it. Um, you can look into it. Yeah, I can look into. I, I, I think I need to go shopping. I don't think I. I don't believe I own such a shirt. <laughs> I don't think there's. Yeah, anything in my closet. So hard, I was just mailed. Was just mailed to your house by somebody. That's all you did. That shirt jacket that somebody sent you. That's. Uh, yeah, but what does it matter? Um, so, are we going to do this? this is, de- are we going to do this deal, or what, what's uh, happening? I'm, I'm happy to have the support of Ten Cycles. Uh-huh. Um, I've really been put in a tough spot with this 
wanting to mention this beautiful jacket on the air. Um, well, now you don't but, have to because uh, the gentleman on the other line here is going to do it. We, we're, we're good. We're good. I mean, you know, I guess your heart is not as big as uh, the gentleman that owns 10 cycles, not the caller. Yeah. Uh, that's just a rando. Yeah. But uh, yeah. the ownership there is just known in the community yeah. as being charitable and helping out the kids. Yeah. And uh, you have to try to, you know, back people into a corner. Uh, and ha 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 dance for me for the money. And I'm just doing it for kids. For me. Uh, I don't know. I wonder if this, the gentleman on the line. Are you aware that that jacket that you're kind of, you know, overlooking and just going with the collar? That jacket got me a spot on this show called Race Day Live. Uh, I was asked after someone saw me in that jacket. I was asked to be on Race Day Live. So I don't know if you're aware of this collar. I have heard of the show. Great mm-hmm. show. Yeah, great show. Great this, sh- this year, that show has just seemed to really, really step up. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Level. right. It seems like. I, I mean, I've, I've paid attention to it a few times this year, and it seems like a great show, but yep. uh, it seems like they're wearing collared shirts on that show. So oh. I think if we stepped up to the collared, you put that $250 to good use. Okay. Online. Okay. Yep. Yeah. At a mall near you. <laughs> at a mall. Okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> then we can see, but it's a great show, and the gentleman on the phone's a great guy. Yeah, I can yeah. tell. Just no, this is just a few minutes on the, you know, that yeah, I've been on the line. Yeah, yeah, a great guy. The t- these these TV guys, you know, it's rough. Yeah, yeah it's rough. What, right this, now. Is what, this is what they do. Yeah. I appreciate Ten Cycles. All they do, you know, see them for all of your needs if you're in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. Multi line dealership, mm-hmm. and uh, the customer service is great. I've uh, purchased do- mo- multiple motorcycles there myself. Do they sell um, the tasers? Because that's the best e-bikes from what I remember. What I heard, the tasers are the best ones. Do they sell the tasers in tents? Well, when I was in there the last time, I was buying a specialized Levo. Oh. And I absolutely <laughs> love my Levo. No, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I- yes. Absolutely. It doesn't go dead during races. If you want to go race <laughs> yeah. the Levo, yeah. it will not go dead. Okay. The, the, the new Taser is much bigger battery. We don't have that problem anymore. But, yeah, I just thought oh, they sold the okay. best ones, which were the intense Tasers and gotcha. not the other brand. Okay. But I guess okay. I'm confused. I thought I heard at one point. From from a source somewhere that you had done a race, but it went dead. Or yeah, no, that that's, along those lines. No, that's, so if you need to borrow Levo, I'm happy to get it to you. <laughs> happy to cover your 250, and I'm happy to give you a bike. Wow, this caller, I mean, they're, from, this caller, awful nice gentleman on the phone right now. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, giving. You take notes. You should take notes, everybody. I, I, Kiefer Ring tried. I give him full credit. He can't afford it, but he wanted to. Kiefer Ring uh, wants <clears throat> to tell everybody that it's 70k after taxes is what he makes after a year. taxes. Yeah. After taxes. Yeah. No, you're fucked. No one can do that. That's now. exactly what I yeah, am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, okay. You know, um, this is great. The show, and I thought maybe with your huge ceilings, you would just, you know, hand the money over um, just out of the goodness of your heart. But instead, you try to put people in difficult, so, uh, potentially employee try, trying to split it decisions. with people. Uh, yep. I'm yep. happy to help out this kid. Uh, I, like I said, I, Bet said he looks like he has potential, but I'm going to need to cut a future earnings. That, that's that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. No deal. Not part of these negotiations. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well. Right, well, we know who we know who the nice one here is. The the fine folks behind Ten Cycles mm-hmm. in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina area. Okay. Again, multi line dealership. We got yeah. a Honda shop now, and uh, okay. all the Austrian brands and all oh. oh, those sweet specialized bikes. Are you guys uh, Are you guys going to be watching Race Day Live this weekend or Detroit? Absolutely. Well, yeah. well I'm going to yeah. go to Ten Cycles and actually watch it. They have it on there every mm. every Saturday to watch okay. the Supercross. Very, yeah, very giving I, to the community and to the sport of Supercross and motocross. So <laughs> I like uh, I like the Hubbard guy, 
And I remember they used to have the Arena Cross champion, shorter guy. I really liked him. One W? Good guy. He was great. great. Guy, yeah. He was great. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I remember, um, you know, a few other hosts. Uh, got Hollywood. He was really good, too. Mm, good. Did that sp- yeah. yeah, he yeah. was really good, too. But I, I, after that, honestly, I don't really remember who they've had or how it's been going. Yeah. I, don't. I, I did notice that uh, Anaheim won this year. They had a Mr. Wygant up there. Incredible. Just an oh, he was show. good. And yeah, Jason Thomas does a wonderful job. I'm great fr- job. Yeah. So, yeah, not the familiar. Show's just next level. The show's not, especially yeah. the last three weeks have been just <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just great. Right. So, if you look at the trajectory, they have Wygan on at uh, Anaheim one, and then like two weeks later, he was the TV guy. So honestly, if a guy can just get on that show, he was wearing a nice collared shirt. He got on there, mm-hmm. and then it just took off from there. He wore a collared shirt. He mm-hmm. got on the show. And then look at them now. I, so, uh, mm. I've got an invite. It's coming. I know that, and I can't wait. A lot of people send invites. Oh, okay. <laughs> people send invites. <laughs> yep. Well. Got to wear collared shirts. You guys yep. just wait this weekend then. Maybe something's going to happen. Oh. Yeah. Well, really? it already did. The, uh, I'm glad to hear that the Troutman Bulldogs travel 9U baseball team. We can now call them the 10 Cycles Bulldogs. Um, Nine U baseball travel team for our spring season. Just, I don't have a lot of money. I don't really do a lot of uh, mm-hmm. high profile work. I'm just, I just work in the mines. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah. Really have the yeah. money for it, yeah. uh, and I uh, work my uh, hands for a living. I, and uh, I have a, trying to do it right for my family. I have a, a friend of mine, Mister Nicoletti. I'll, he, he'll be happy to give you some money. I'll, get, I'll, I'll get a hold of him. Um, he's a very generous Dude. individual. No, he's a very generous individual. <laughs> so, and he's and he's and, he, and he, he's really like free with his money. Very happy, yeah. go lucky kind of guy. Yeah, real positive. Yeah, yeah. I, very I literally beat the shit out of him. Did, did you want to try Mister Nicoletti or no? He's been screwed so many times by the industry. I mean, yeah, how could he have any money to throw around? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, you're right. He's just been screwed over and over. Well, yep. gentlemen, uh, we have R.J. Hampshire coming up here. Uh, but no problem. Yeah, this is this has been really informative. I'm <laughs> glad that we could get a random caller uh, to give yep. some money to. Yeah, a big race day live guy too. Big fan of race day live. Big fan of race day live. I yeah. mean, ten cycles. This is just the kind of things they do. Yeah. So if you're in the market, you know they can make your dreams come true as well. Whether it's baseball or motorcycles, I highly recommend it. Look at the look at the heart behind that place. Giving back. Some people should take lessons and take notes. Not to keep licking on this ice cream cone. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, I did watch RDL. Yeah. And Mr. Uh, Brayton. Yeah. I commented on Twitter. Oh. It is nice coming from a motorcycle background, listening to someone that actually knows what the fuck is going on on the uh, track. I, I haven't seen any of it this year. None of it. I don't uh, know who that guy is. Yeah. So when a rider does make a maneuver or has a mistake, he can relay that to the viewer, which is kind of nice. Yep. Um, and uh, when the track breaks down, he can relay that as a rider, which is nice. So there's a lot of points that are um, very mm. well done by Mr. Brayton. Mm. So not for my I know if I ever see him in ten cycles, I didn't know he was the owner. But if I ever see him in there, mm-hmm. I go in there a lot. Yep, yep, yep. I'll, I'll let him know, Mr. Kiefer. That was your name, Mr. Kiefer. Yes, yes, right? sir. Yeah, thank okay. you. All right, yeah. Okay. All right, gentlemen. Thank you guys for calling. Really appreciate it. First time caller. Thank you. <laughs> Happy to donate. Yes, thanks. thanks, guys. All right, thanks, buddy. Thanks, thanks everyone at ten cycles. Thanks. Uh, all right, thank you. Thanks, thanks, caller. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, I don't think any of your advertisers got that much exposure besides these guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, surprise callers happen. It's really nice. We got it. We got two hundred fifty dollars for that gentleman's baseball team. You're really nice to these callers. Usually, you'll hang up on within twenty seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do a little bit. Uh, Anthony's on three. What's up, Anthony? You want to talk about JT? 
Yeah, well, first of all, Marsh and Tibbs, they're doing outstanding work, and I think it might be time to consider giving Talon the old boot, you know? Wow. No, mm. Tits does not want to work that hard, so that's not going to happen. We will settle for raises, though. Okay, all right. Okay, well. Compromise. So, yeah, we, we need to talk about JT over here just constantly shitting on people. I mean, it's getting out of hand. Like, you know, for a long time he was shitting on Mumford, and then, you know, shitting on Cooper Webb in the review pod and then now shitting on your jacket is just we this is, has to be stopped. I feel like he shit on Cooper Webb, did he? Nah. I didn't remember that. I didn't I didn't get that. You know? No, I mean he he, 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 he just shitting on everyone. He, he's very if he doesn't get his sleep, he doesn't get the right food. Yeah. There's a lot of problems. Recovery doesn't happen. Yeah. There's a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. So he can be that way. You know? Right. And I'm I'm not a JT hater. I I'd like to Think of myself as a JT realist, and okay, I, I just JT think it's realist. time to, to get a hold of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, uh, fair enough. I, I, I appreciate the call. Uh, I will pass that on to him. Um, I, I just think the, the JT realist people can. You should take a shot every time he couches his opinion, where he says, "I didn't like what Cooper Webb did. I don't have a problem with it. It's fine. Yeah, but I don't like what like he's a very." It's, take a shot every time, you know, JT couches his, his, his thoughts. So, uh, thanks. Well, sure. That's what I was going for. Thank you, caller. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. First guest of the night brought to you by the folks at a Cherubis. A Cherubis, the world leader in accessory dirt bike plastics. Whether you're simply needing a new fender or you want to personalize your bike, a Cherubis is there for you at a Thank you to those guys for coming on board and bringing you our first guest of the night. This gentleman closed up the points this weekend. He's eight back, uh, got a week off and then eight back. Rockstar Energy, Husqvarna's RJ Hampshire. What's up, man? How are you? Not much, man. How's it going? We had a couple of surprise callers, so I apologize for the, the, the delay, uh, RJ. Yeah, no worries. I was about to text. Like, hey. Yeah. No, I know. Listen, on? your time's valuable. I get it. Um, hey, one thing I want to ask you about, I didn't talk to you. I did a post-race interview with you, so I'm going to try to keep things a little different. But one of the things that I didn't ask you about, and the one side of the stadium was dry and slippery, and the other side was uh, wet, slippery, and got big holes in it. Was that a problem? Was that an issue at all? Because... That got to my attention a little bit from talking to some other riders. How weird was that for you, if at all? Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like uh, two separate tracks. One that we rode on press, mm -hmm. uh, which had a lot more time on it, and the opposite um, on the other side, which, yeah, I mean, it was it was tough. It was really tough. It felt like the track kind of uh, changed a bunch after the practice also, mm -hmm. um, going into the night show. And then, honestly, I just feel like it really didn't have much time to prep prep much like throughout the night yep. on how much racing there was going on and yep like how the prep was was kind of like a, a fluff job almost like as soon as you went over it it was right back to how it was yeah um yeah i mean it was I, tough really tough i think those guys they just don't have enough time like there's just yeah, not enough no, time definitely. to get to everything they need to right because i was shocked they left some of those ruts in that one rhythm alongside the uh in the right field especially uh, with the, the futures yeah. Yeah. And I was shocked. And I was shocked after that kind of three onto the table, and then you go on and off yep. for that like left-handed sweeper. They left that off yeah. with a massive kind of, I would say, yeah, kicker on top of it. Like right. we were jumping around that thing the last you know main event. Yeah, it was weird because it was dusty and dry on one half, and then the other half looked like an outdoor national. The the double before that section that we just talked about after the finish you make a you make a double then you have a single roller like guys forks coming in that thing look like an outdoor national oh yeah chattered yeah. your teeth were chattering coming into that thing and yeah. then you came into like yeah uh, that it was honestly like the outside rhythms um mm -hmm. were super soft and kind of 
you know, ruddy, and then you had the middle of the track where it was yeah. just like, yeah, hard pack and slick. Hey, something I was going to ask you about. So kind of from what I've been sniffing around a little bit, RJ, is and, and AC mentioned this on his pod, and I've kind of confirmed it. Like, they don't want any more than nine whoops, and they want no more Dragonbacks. They're trying – Feld is trying to keep you guys healthy, which, you know, when you look at the end of the year last year, I get it. Um, where do you stand on that kind of stuff? And it's, it's funny because on track walk uh, this weekend, like we were walking through it, and uh, we were with, I believe, Gilliam, my uh, – teammate yeah. for east coast and we were walking through the wolves and he's like ah oh, this set's pretty big like dude my first five years of of racing supercross we would go on track walk and i'd be like i i can't even hit these set of wolves like i don't even know what i'm gonna do in these like that's just the difference on they were so v'd out at the bottom they were, were almost built going backwards i'd say yeah you know three or four years ago and now uh they're all dozer whoops mm-hmm. which i mean i i'm not against them um, but they just get so much more chewed out now, which makes it kind of like a a different toughness, I'd say. And like they're still, I mean, they yeah. still get gnarly, yeah. But it's just different. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but I mean, I'd love to keep the injuries out of the sport. I don't know if nine whoops and no dragonbacks are the answer. But why is there a number like that? Makes I, it I don't know. I don't, I don't know who made up yeah. the number. <laughs> but then again, I do feel like RJ, you're one of the gnarlier, tougher guys, and so. You know, dragon backs and well, whoops. Well, you know, the whoops did scare you your first five years. I feel like you're, you know, you'll tackle anything type deal, right? So, yeah, there and is that's that. kind of. I mean, even like this weekend, like you could tell uh, blitzing. I mean, even a one, I blitzed the entire time. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a better blitzer than I am a jumper, I'd say. Uh, where that first main, I felt like I had more speed than everybody because mm-hmm. uh, I was still blitzing, and then right away at the start of the second main, like we were already jumping. So that kind of, I feel like makes us a lot closer i'd say also mm-hmm. uh which it closens the racing yep. and i mean better racing but yeah i mean definitely blitzing separates a bit more i was talking to kitchen after the race and he said i said hey man were you worried a bit about rj going rj on you like you know and he <laughs> said uh yeah a little bit but he goes i hope he remembers that i was really nice to him in the last turn in that in that <laughs> one and he goes i just hope he remembers that <laughs> <laughs> So there you go, RJ. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> Levi and I are good. Like, we're yeah. going to race each other hard. But, I right. mean, yeah, it's different when you're going for a win. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Are those third or fourth gear whoops on the track? Oh, man. If Nate listens to this, he's going to laugh because uh, I only hit whoops in third. I mean, unless it's, like, the gnarliest set of, you know, well, like, apparently we're not going to have these anymore. But if yeah. you're having 13, 14 set, like, whoops, and they're slick, I may hit fourth, but. I'm I'm a third third year guy no matter what. Uh, RJ Hampshire here on the show brought to you by folks at a Cherubies at CherubiesUSA dot com. Uh, thanks for those guys for supporting us. RJ, it's Peyton here. How are you? Good man. How are you? Uh, I'm hanging in there. Just you guys uh, just know each other from Florida, like just Florida life. Yeah, yeah. yeah right just, when I mean before RJ even turned pro, um, I was around him a lot. Years. Actually, oh. we kind of lived together to be honest. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a, yeah. it was just like a big old bachelor pad or whatever. But um, yeah, RJ was like. It was like 2011. He was riding like a 2000 Honda 450 or something crazy. So oh, oh. This is baseball RJ still? Uh, the end of the end baseball, of baseball RJ? I believe so, okay. yeah. Right. But yeah, he was still going super fast. Um, hey, they uh, they talk about how you've changed, um, how you've maybe calmed down a little bit. Has anything changed in Florida, like uh, for you and Alden? Um, or is it just like just getting a little older, getting a little wiser, two kids? Um, yeah. Just like that. Man, I mean, I I don't think anything necessarily changed on 
kind of how we prep or anything like that. It's also my bike is a lot better than what I've been on. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yep. um, and I feel I do feel like a lot of my mistakes come from overriding. Yep. Uh, and yeah, I mean my my bike, I'm stoked on it right now. So it's like I can do things a lot easier than what I could have, you know, earlier. Yep. Uh, and yeah, I mean the the ground does hurt a lot more these days. <laughs> so it's visible. Kind of like you can those. see it visibly. Like yeah, it's it's a different RJ than it used to be. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather have a weekend off now, RJ, or would you? Are you happy with the weekend off, or would you rather keep racing? What's your What's your uh, preference? I mean, I would have rather raced this fifth round that we have coming at Arizona, and then maybe had a bigger break, okay. which I don't understand really on why we have one weekend off and then it comes back like that. I th- it's uh, all stadium stuff, right? Like the Detroit like, could be rented, or who knows, right? Yeah, it's all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes it tough, but also, I mean, yeah. That's kind of a, a big deal right there, racing a 450 and racing a 250. Like, I'm racing right. almost half the, half the races. So uh comes into play, but also, yeah. I mean, I'm going to enjoy some weekends off for sure. necessarily not really having an off-season racing kind of nations and everything like that. Yep. Um, are there any plans for a 450 again, like Daytona last year? Oh, man, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> that was cool to watch. I'm it not was. Lie about that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been talked about, especially the last few weeks. Uh I mean, I mean, I definitely have a 450 here in Florida that's yep. probably being built this week. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. I, we talk about it a lot, but it's like, I, hey, look, dude, we'll, I think we'll yeah. That, if you're in this championship hunt, you got chill, Dak. They're yeah. gonna, they're gonna yeah. not let you do it. And two healthy 450 guys already. Yeah, don't want to put a third out there, maybe. Yeah. Hey, by the way, yeah. speaking of that, is Nate okay? Like, I've been meaning to text him. Like, <clears throat> Malcolm and Christian, like, it's not even funny anymore. They're crashing within five minutes of the start of the races. Like. Is Nate okay? How's he doing? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's. Yeah, I mean I gotta kind of be careful, but it's it's good with like the whole team vibes. Like everybody's okay, happy good. over there. Like, yep. and it, and it's awesome during the week and stuff. And it just we show up like even Malcolm this weekend in practice like he's really fast. Mm-hmm. And then uh, do just wrong place, wrong time. I'd say a lot of these kind of issues are. Yeah. Uh, goes down and yeah, Dude, I it's... mean you're far enough back in that you're not really gonna make up too much ground. No, it's it's not great. Um, hey, Triple Crown stuff. I don't know if I asked you, but, uh, yeah, what do you think about those Triple Crowns? I, I like them, but I could see as a rider, yeah, everyone tells me how stressful they are. Yeah, they are. And, and honestly, like, it it does make for some good racing, especially, like, the first and second main events. But by the time that third one comes around, um, unless something crazy happens, like, it's pretty, I'd say, relaxed. Um, unless you're, like, I feel like if I didn't have that flat tire, Mm-hmm. I possibly could have made a push there at Kitchen. Um, but once that happened, like, dude, I could have rolled around the last three laps and still ended up second overall, which yep. does take a little bit of a, away from it. Yep. Um, yeah, Levi backed it I, down, too. You know, Levi was like, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I'd say for the fans, I mean, dude, like that first and second main was, was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Uh, even good racing in the 450 class. So uh, tough to say. I mean, I would I'd definitely limit the ones that we do have. Yeah. Uh, did you find anything more about your flat tire? Anything you can tell us? Like any reason, anything they found or anything weird? Uh, yeah, it was something with the valve stem being okay. uh, a little bit crooked or something like that. Okay. And then, yep. uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of, uh, uh, we should have switched it, I guess, before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't get switched and then ran into an issue. I, like, I knew something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh and then, dude, when it shot me off in the whoops, I was like, all right, something for sure is up here. And then I felt the wobble going off one of the triples. 
Mm. And then I'm like, dude, I, this cannot happen again. Like, I have to finish this race right now. Yep. Uh, so it was just like managing where I could get on the gas, where I couldn't. And then, sure enough, man, I was a, I was a lap early when I thought the finish was checker was coming out. Mm-hmm. So I let up a lot two laps to go. Oh. And then white flag came out, and I, dude, I had the Suzuki guy right on me. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, this is not good. So that last lap, dude, I almost hit every single jump just because I didn't want to get past it. And <laughs> I mean, at that point, I didn't know how many points I actually did have, which I yeah. would have been fine. Yep. But still, I'm like, dude, I'm not. This isn't happening right now. Right. Yeah, eight points down. Uh, long series still to go. Uh, do you talk to Jordan much? Now that you guys are sort of in this, uh, you don't talk as much? or uh, No, I mean, we're we're fine. Okay. Like, we're, yep. I mean, we don't, like, hang out outside of it. Like, right. I mean, our wives do. Like, yeah. Our wives and babies hang out, but... Uh, <laughs> hey, don't I mean, forget, we play fantasy football together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's more beef than anything. <laughs> like, we're talking it's... more about that than anything. RJ, Jordan, and Thrasher. Oh, okay. All the same league. Yeah, yeah. So it, <laughs> yeah. It, the, 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 the crap talk gets deep. Oh, it gets yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, dude, it's it's fun. Like, even with Levi, like, we're going to race each other hard, but we're we're... I mean, we're pretty good friends outside right. of racing. Sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, sometimes that makes it tough, but also, like, we, I'm not going to really be bummed about something that happens unless it's stupid, which I don't think either of them kind of would. No, I agree. Yep. Uh, you're always vocal about your motorcycle, which I appreciate. Like, even when you didn't really like your bike, you were vocal about it, and now you're vocal about it the other way, what you do like. Uh, I'm sure you guys had options on frames earlier, um, you know, obviously late last year, but... Uh, can you touch on what has changed on your bike a little bit, if you can? Like, why is it so much better? Is it more suspension than chassis, or is it is it a combination of both, or where are we at? Um, yeah, I can I can go into a little bit. So uh, we did have a uh, option to go to the factory edition frame, uh, which I'm on the uh, standard edition right now, uh, and I, once we went to the factory edition, like, man, it, it has really good points to it like the turning on the factory edition is unreal like i loved it right away um but the standard edition i i've had for two years now and i spent a lot of time on it so i've been able to make that um you know suspension and uh clamps and everything much softer to fit with that stiffer frame uh and i just didn't i didn't feel like i had enough time to get that uh factory edition frame up to kind of where i was comfortable enough where i am with my standard frame um, so yeah, I just stuck with it. I mean, we definitely had big engine upgrades, um, but it was mainly just kind of, I'd say, softening things around that frame because uh, once we got it, it, it was a lot stiffer than you know what what we had before. And I guess I would say you feel that stiffness when the track goes to shit, when it's edgy and the whoops are cupped out, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I have so much more forgiveness now when it does does get crazy. I mean, I'm sure you guys seen the the step out from the weekend. Yeah. Uh, in practice, like it just it has a much bigger window, um, and that's where I felt like before. Like it was awesome whenever it was perfect, but as soon as it wasn't, it's whenever it, it bit you hard. Uh, I, was, I heard from Marv, and Marv was talking about you know not racing anymore, and yeah. do you miss racing? And he's like, no. Oh, he said that. Yeah. Really? Because it like, seemed like he was. Like, still wanted to race. He was letting... This yeah. is not from me. I heard oh, from a okay. third party okay, that he was it. saying this. Yeah. Uh, and they asked him why. And he's just like, look, uh, riding's a lot more fun now mm-hmm. for me. Like, I don't have to be on the stopwatch every flipping day. Um, if I want to go have fun, I can. And and I think of these guys, like you, RJ, like, 
when it's not so great, I see it in your face as like, I'm not having a great time. Is, and then when we started riding, all of us listening to the show, we all started riding because we love dirt bikes. Is dirt bikes still fun? I know it's your job and you make money and this is what you have to do, but do you still actually enjoy getting up, riding your dirt bike, setting times and all that shit? Do you still enjoy it? Yeah, I enjoy it a lot more whenever I'm comfortable with my bike. Yeah. Like these, like this last year and a half or so is the most fun I've had on a dirt bike, just because of how much I'm I'm gel with my bike and stuff. But whenever you're fighting it and you know you you don't you're honestly kind of scared and you don't really know what it's gonna do, mm-hmm. that's whenever it's like frustrating as hell. Where it's like, okay, you gotta go do you know 20 minutes or whatever, and it's like, all right, let's get this over with and get out of here. Yeah, yeah like two summers ago, R.J. Hampshire not having a good time. No, no, it was, was not at all. I was, yeah, that was dreadful to even be around me then. Yeah, like nationals, like, yeah, 230s in, in a hot temperature and you're mm. hating life. Like, yeah, no, it can't be can't be great. It's just a weird dynamic because you, you listen to guys, you know, they go to work 9 to 5 and jobs yeah. they don't really give a shit about. I'm making money. This is my job. Yeah. And then you have our sport where we all started riding because we love riding. Then mm. it turns into a job and it almost like jacks you up a little bit because now it almost hurts the enjoyment of what yeah. you used to love to do yep yeah no I, absolutely and i do feel like especially like uh you know you're at the baker's factory and that's like that's a grind man there's a lot of bicycle work a lot of all of that like i don't know what the sandbox is like peyton i'm sure his sandbox isn't quite nah, as not. structured <laughs> no yeah the guys go out different times do right, motos, right? right like like i remember and rj maybe you can you can refute this i've been around baker's factory back in the day and it's like they're done their motos and it's like, hey, hey, guys, 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 Jim, Jim. And, like, they're, you know, like, they're still kind of tired. And it didn't, Alden's like, Jim, now. It's, I was just like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, I had to cut one of my interviews short because they had to go to the gym with RV or Kenny or somebody back in the day. And I'm like, geez, man. Like, I spent a week there when we did this yeah, whole thing. And, right. And you can, you can see it. It's, right. And I was tired, and I was there fucking three days. Right, right. <laughs> RJ, RJ was your guy, wasn't he? Uh, I teamed up with, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you teamed up with RJ. Right. They all have a good time, I yeah, feel yeah, like. You right. know, it's just... Well, you got AP there. Yeah. Yelling it's definitely okay. it's definitely chilled out more since I've been here. I mean, dude, I've been here this month. I think I'm going on my fifth year uh, or so. Yeah. And I'd say, yeah, the first you know year or two with kind of anderson we had zacko marv like yeah yeah there were some there was it was it was cutthroat back then like but now that we have you know mookie and, and ap and on it like you can't be serious all the time with those two <laughs> that's, that's the complete opposite of what you had before um i mean yeah it's definitely still a grind but yeah I, just the vibes around here are much better like even the guys that are around our mechanics and everything like, yep it's a lot different atmosphere now than what it was you know four years ago yeah, especially back then, Zacho and Marv not happy, complaining probably all the time. I remember I asked about the vi- I asked about you, and they're like, "No, man, RJ just does it all. He doesn't. He never says anything. Shows up on time, does the work. Like <laughs> he, you know, Zacho's not happy, Marv's not happy, Coop wasn't happy. And yeah, it was funny to compared to what you were, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, no, it's much better now. Uh, RJ Hampshire here on the Pop Show, brought to you by the folks at Acherbys at Acherbys USA. Uh, AP Red Plate Man, and again, you train the guy, you're out of the guy. It's pretty awesome. It's a really cool story. He's a good dude. Uh, I'm really happy for him. Um, yeah, what's it? What's it like having this points leader there? Man, it's it's crazy. Like the change that happened within, I'd say the the month before Anaheim won. Yeah, because um, it was right before uh, he got on the new uh, or not the new this factory edition frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was riding with us here in Florida, and I mean, dude, there was 
like I was, I was pretty much beating them every day, like just smoking them. <laughs> okay, yeah. He goes out, goes out to California, gets on the new frame uh, or factory frame, comes home and just a new guy, like wow. okay. completely new from that moment. And uh, I was like, dang, like, man, he's really got a shot to go out here and, and do well. Like, we'll see how it is whenever, you know, it's mm-hmm. dry and, and, you know, we go racing. Anaheim won. I was like, dang, okay. Like, he's he's a real uh, real deal. And then, you know, we get two mudders or, I mean, everybody was probably saying the same thing. Like, yeah, I mean, it's mud, whatever. It's He rides good in it. And mm-hmm. then, dude, just last weekend, like, yeah, unreal. It's just like how he rides that bike, it, it's fitting him so well now. Like, he weights that rear and he uses his legs um, so much. Mm-hmm. It's a lot different riding style than all of us, you know, everybody else on a Austrian bike right now, mm-hmm. and man, it, it fits him really good. And I'm stoked for him. Like yeah. he's, yeah, him and I were really good friends, and uh, it's cool to see. Like, dude, yeah. always a good attitude, even whenever he was getting, you know, smoked. And now he's got the red plate and still the same guy. Yeah, I feel like, and and this, I'm partly to blame because I think I'm in this group too. I'm waiting for Tom, or waiting for Tomac, waiting for Webb, waiting for Roxon, you know. And like he did, he got on the box this weekend. Got a little help for it, but hey, got on the box this weekend, ran up front. This is the stuff you do when you're a red plate holder. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, yeah, you maybe we're discounting him a little bit, all of us. You no, know? I, I yeah. definitely think people are because I've I seen him, how much it changed in the mm-hmm. offseason and, and the speed he actually does have. Like, dude, I'm, tell, I'm not kidding you. And he came back from California, like, he smoked us all. Like, mm-hmm. there was no – like, Ma- Malcolm was the guy. Yeah, Malcolm was that. the guy, right, yeah. Yep, AP came back and immediately – that first day straight to the top where it was like, okay, like maybe we, maybe we all need to get on this factory frame. Well, then we all try it and we all have different kind of feel for it. And yeah, something, something's great on it, but it's also like, I don't really know it. So, uh, it just fit him perfect. And yeah, they got him comfortable. I don't think he's really changed much. Mm -hmm. Um, he can probably talk about that, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty much the same thing that he's got on since that day. I did talk to Coop a little while ago, RJ, and I was like, Hey man, you left, and they can. They, these guys got frame choices, fork size choices, and he's just like, no comment. <laughs> so yeah, I texted him. I texted him like, immediately once I got uh, the forty-eight clamps. I was like, hey, yo, Coop. Yo, dude. Thanks for yeah. yeah. Thanks for all the work you did. See ya. <laughs> like literally, is the reason he left the team and got sent home. And then the all of and but props to KTM for flexibility props to them you know i'm not saying it in a bad way they deserve some credit for being like well maybe we should be open-minded more you know yeah so uh i think that's all part of it part of the story for sure uh, rj before we let you go uh we do have our next guest on the line it's a, a one phil nicoletti on the line oh i want to talk to phil <laughs> he's right here this is good this is good okay so, hey so phil we're we're talking me and malcolm are talking before the night show like Somehow you get, now listen, hey, somehow we're like, you know, you get brought up and we're like, dude, the last person we want to mess with is Phil. Like, I'd rather take out Pike than take out Phil. Like, that's just how it is. Because Phil's crazy. Like, he will kill you. He ain't going to fight you, Phil. Like, he will kill you. When we brought up, I think it was Forkner or something where you were like ready to kill him after something happened a couple years ago. Yeah, in practice. In practice. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Something insane. I'm like, yeah, like, do not mess with Phil. And then I had to bring up. You know, I, he didn't jump a rhythm a couple – it was last year, I think, and I jumped the rhythm, and I hit him on accident. Like, dude, scared. I'm like, I apologize right away, everything. Second hey, second main comes. Second main comes. <laughs> I, I'm the first one to the corner. Phil goes around the outside of me into the lead, 
Dude, immediately I was just like, <laughs> oh, no. This, is, this cannot be happening right now. Okay. So once I realized it's Phil, I'm like, all right, let's just make it clean, make it make it quick. Let's get out of get here. Get in here. Get out. Okay. Get in, get out. <laughs> I ran it in on him a couple times and nothing. And then we get to the big rhythm where there's a quad. And I'm like, all right, Phil doesn't jump rhythms. Like, there's no way he could <laughs> Sure enough, hits the quad. I'm like, God, this is going to be bad. Dude, Phil doesn't I jump went. rhythms. Hey, so three laps I'm trying to get by yeah, him. He yeah. will not let me go. No, no. All right, so finally I make the pass. I'm like, all right, well, at least he'll ride the guy behind me just as hard. I watched the replay. Dude, he let Levi by the next corner. He <laughs> let Levi by the Fuck, next dude. corner, dude. Hey, oh, my gosh. That's fucked. Yeah, I was not I was not happy. Dude, I honestly, RJ, it came to the point where I'm like, "Fuck." I held him up enough to where like I did go to the outside after the finish the lap before, and I thought you were maybe close enough to where you could have came up the inside. And then you didn't, and then the next lap, I'm like, okay, I'll go to the outside one more time, dude, but if you can't get under there, fuck it. You're going to have to fucking smash me. And <laughs> sure, sure enough, you figured it out. Okay, I went out, and then you cut under. I'm like, okay, but then I didn't know Levi was fucking right there, and I didn't know going over the table three was quicker, because you were going on-off, too. Yeah. Right? Or no? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was well, mixing it up a little bit. Yeah, well, over three was faster. And then he just he came up the inside, and I was like, well, fuck. See you guys later. And you guys just left me. But I did hold you up a little bit. I'm not going to lie. No, hey, and, re- then, and then you let Shimoda buy in the last corner. I know. But, dude, okay, this is why I don't jump the jumps. Shimoda went on off on the quad. I went quad, and the fucker still passed me. Ow. <laughs> don't jump the like, rhythms I, anymore. I, yeah, I well that's what I'm just not I'm just not gonna do it. I did the quad, I risked my life on it, and I still got fucking passed. <laughs> and he didn't do it. So what the fuck am I doing out there, dude? Back to no you jumping, know? hey Phil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm over it. But I honestly RJ, I don't know how you and Kitchen were going that fucking fast. Like I dude, I'm so mad, dude. Like you guys literally put five they, seconds they on did. me in two laps, yeah. and I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I, I can't hang. My fastest lap time all day was that second lap. I did a 59, I don't know, six, and that was two and a half seconds faster than my qualifying time. And RJ and Kitchen were doing that the whole, the whole fucking race. And, like, I just went back to, like, you know, minute fives, 101s. I'm like, dude, I, I can't go any fucking fast. Phil, you're 40. You know? You're like Billy Linovich. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, you know? I know, but dude, just the way RJ and Kitchen just go about a track, it's just like, fuck, man. I well, here's end. my thing, Phil. You can't dissect what they're doing and try to implement it, or you just like, how do you do? You follow it around. Like, what do you do? Dude, they're just fucking wide, Clyde. RJ's on the gas. 100% of the time around the entire fucking track. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm not there. No. I'm not there. <laughs> Those days are I'm, over. I'm not, I'm not there. It's and crazy to think I, about, like, you feel like how good you are. And yeah. You look at RJ, right? And the difference between, you know, a second or right, whatever right. is such a, 
so much strength and stamina. Yeah. Like if you if Phil yeah. tried to ride like RJ, he'd be fucking tired in four laps probably. <laughs> I was tired. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, he, he RJ, did. For the RJ first blew me up. <laughs> well, I was thinking RJ. I was thinking that. Anaheim 2 Triple Crown. We all know what happened Anaheim 2 Triple Crown last year. Maybe Phil was like, yeah. That's what I was thinking about. Watch yeah. this. Yeah. You know, I mean, we all know you were yeah. not quite conscious in the third main, RJ. <laughs> And, and, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Fucking RJ. Yeah. No, no. You guys about died. You guys. Man, I didn't even know I was out there. You know you're out there and you still do that. They need a they need a fucking tent like football for these riders to go into to see if RJ comes out or not. I saw that tent. I saw that from behind last year. I'm like, one of these guys is dead. And then yeah. the flag waves and RJ keeps going and fills down. <laughs> yeah, I was oh, I was just like Yeah, because I couldn't yeah. see the backside of the landing. But I saw him hit in the air. So yeah, oh. that then that and then the following week, RJ I didn't jump the rhythm and then RJ smoked me, blew out my front wheel. Oh yeah, you know? that, was, that was your fault. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. my fault. Yeah, or it was vice versa. No, it was vice versa. You blew out my front wheel because you brought me a coffee to Anaheim too, and then you crossed on me. That's what it was. But <laughs> no, I for, I forgive you, Phil. Phil, what about the fact that Malcolm was not even in your class and RJ are talking about? You, they don't want to be behind you. <laughs> oh, Mookie's scared too. Mookie's scared. No, not just me. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, RJ's riding good. I just don't know how you hang on and go that fast, RJ. It's fuck, man. I can't. I can't do it. You know. And were you jumping the whoops behind me, or were you skimming them, too? Uh, I skimmed the first lap, and then the second lap, you got really sketchy. So yeah, I went to jumping after that. Fuck, oh, dude. God, the fucking dozer roots are dumb. You know? <laughs> I need them to bring back loader roots. So they're, so they're, they're not. I, we, I just asked RJ about this, Phil. It's nine whoops and they're dozer whoops from now on. That's it. Why? Why? Because they're trying to keep you guys I, safe. Well, okay, then they should fix certain rhythms a little bit quicker than normal. Dude, that third main, that uh, the off, yeah. that table on. The Phil, on uh, RJ off. just said this, yes. <laughs> Dude, I fucking died there in the third main. <laughs> I died. There should be a memorial in that it. part of the game. <laughs> no, no, I know they Across. didn't it, but they touched it after I fucking car wheeled and other people saw God. Then he went out there and fixed it for the 450 guys. Every time Phil you know? says he died, light a Jesus candle around the track yeah. to see how many candles yeah. are. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I'm telling you. No, RJ, how fucking gnarly was that section? Yeah, that's what I, just, I was just, just saying. I'm like, they <laughs> they needed to fix that, the the on landing, and then that single after it. Like, dude, oh, you couldn't even get off it. We were going all the way around it. Dude, I, I know. That, that tabletop was a fucking landmine. Literally, <laughs> yeah. a fucking landmine. People, I guess people don't understand that you guys talk about it. So explain that. So when you guys land on top of that tabletop, there's chuck holes everywhere on top of that table. And then it forms a knuckle. And you would think, watching you guys, you would want that knuckle on the end to kind of pop you over that single. But you don't want it. Dude, I, honestly, Keith, I don't even know what was on top of that fucking tabletop. But it wasn't good. <laughs> hey, right. this is really like, if you're listening to this, are you like, I would love to race Supercross one day. Like, no. You're like, I don't ever want to race Supercross in my life. Well, here's the thing. If you talk to some riders, they know exactly what was out there. Some riders are like, I don't know what the fuck it was on there. I'm just riding it. Fuck it. <laughs> but, like, there's no advertisement for being a professional Supercrosser on this call right now. Oh, my God. Nobody's like, yeah, yeah. man, that sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking died back there. I died. The rough 
Well, it, if anyone's yeah. seen that landing, like if you did a track walk and looked at that landing, you would not jump on that. It doesn't matter. No, <laughs> no, no, no. But we don't have a choice. Dude. We have to jump on there. What about the Dude, finish line landing? Hey. Oh, yeah. Peyton was saying the finish line landing. In practice? Yeah. There was a huge was hole nothing. in that thing. Yeah, yeah. That was nothing compared to that tabletop. No, oh, wow. Nothing. nothing. I would have landed on the, I would have jumped the finish line blindfolded. Instead of landing onto that tabletop. Wow. <laughs> I saw a couple guys on the finish line blow a hand off just because oh, the hitting the hole. Yeah. It, was it was it Freddie? Hey. Is that what happened to Freddie? Uh, <laughs> Freddie. Yeah. Freddie. We'll, get there. we'll get there later. The, the, the best part about it, Archie, I was sitting on the line and I radioed to my mechanic and I'm like, hey, tell, or I'm like, radio to Brandon, see like where they're fixing the track. And like, I couldn't see like the left side over by the tabletop or whatever, but mm-hmm. the where the quad was we we were going two three quad well whatever guy was on the skid steer working for no work <laughs> he was i know fixing, what you're gonna say <laughs> he was fixing the rhythm where you were to go double double and fixing that transition instead of fixing the transition to where you go double triple, triple. Quad. <laughs> dude i watched them yeah. fix that i was like hey go to the dang table like, table before you do anything else you're like thanks man yeah. thanks guys i'm like no one's going in that transition all fucking day you know it's like what I happened there for the side yeah, what I'm happened to the liaison that we used to have say hey yo we need to do this we don't have that guy anymore to talk uh, no, to him no it's we gone. should make it phil phil should be the liaison i i don't know but all i know is i went out there for that second time qualifying and thank fuck times were slower because i literally just wasted a bunch of pro six for no fucking reason yeah i got back to the semi and i'm like if you would have just if i would have just known practice was slower i wouldn't even went out there and wasted my fucking time you know because the track was fucked uh, I mean, dude, I'm not. It was, and there's RJ out there just sending it till fucking. Wow, that's what, uh, RJ only knows one way. He only knows one way. We know that. No, I will say the scariest thing I've ever done though is that third main having to ride that track with a rear flat. Dude, I mean, dude. Phil, you know how that track looks. <laughs> I, I know. I don't even know how you survived. I'm, I'm serious. There's no way you can ride that track with a flat tire. How many laps no you way. do that with? It was. It was oh. off the rim. The bead prop. Uh, came off. It was I off the rim. Ago. No way. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It was off the rim. Dude, my thing was wobbling off the triple. And I had to jump it. Like I said, that last <laughs> up, I had to jump it. Again. I had the Suzuki guy. Welcome to Supercross, everybody. And the best part about it was, okay, so I'm up there. I go up to watch the LCQs, right? And I don't know. Monster brings out all these fucking people, right? They just flood the fucking track. And they all, like, go over to the finish line. They're looking at the gap of the finish line. Meanwhile, they don't understand that finish line is the easiest part on the entire fucking track. <laughs> You know, <laughs> feels, feels like, hey, everybody, come over here. Right. Look at this tabletop. Yeah. See this Jesus candle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this Jesus yeah. candle right here. Yeah, look, look at this three onto this tabletop right here. Look at these death-defying ruts. Okay, like remember they, too. They just don't get remember it. too, guys. This is all for about seven hundred bucks. What you're doing? So, <laughs> so no, they up the price. I know. I'm kidding. Now. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. But, yeah. Oh, like I watch gosh, this date, yeah. these daytime qualifiers, Just, and I see these little, uh, like up the triple before the the finish line. There's like a square edge and yeah. these little ruts that you can't really make out, but you can look at the guy's suspension as they load, mm-hmm. and they're loading halfway up the jump and then unloading before they hit the takeoff. And I'm like, fuck that. Oh, <laughs> Phil, Phil, did you hit the uh, uh, hole off the triple? 
face that yes, in practice. Yep. Yes, I did. Full First lap. Air wheelie. And you want to know, yep, I don't know why I couldn't see it. It blended in with the face of the fucking triple, and I fucking hit that, and I started donkey kicking with my fucking <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck was <laughs> Phil, Phil needed fucking spurs on the back of his fucking boots. <laughs> he needed steak pegs. He needed steak pegs. Something. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, like, no, RJ's not fucking with you, dude. That kicker in his face, it was like right square dead in the middle. And like, I don't know, I couldn't see it. I'm sure other people couldn't see it either. And I fucking hit this thing and I'm like, oh, Jesus. You know? Yeah, I did the same thing. Oh, I did the same thing. Again, everybody, catch the fever, super costs. <laughs> uh, RJ. Survived. See you at Glendale. Yes, exactly. They, they survived. See you at Glendale. Hopefully they don't know one dies. Jeez. Uh, Thanks, RJ. Thanks for the time, man. Yeah, I appreciate no it. No problem. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you, man. That was great. Thank Bye. you, RJ. Yeah, he, unprompted, Phil, after the race and my post-race with him, he just started bringing up how he was like, oh, fuck, it was Phil. Oh, I was just, I didn't want to mess with him, you know? Our, RJ actually raced me really well. Like, he ran it in there, and there's only so much that I can do before I'm like, all right, RJ is going to fucking punt me here sooner or later. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just comes to a point, like, yeah, I, I am holding you up. So I did kind of go wide in the, after the finish line, and he, he got the hint and kind of squeezed up through. But, um, yeah, he, he, he and Levi, were, they were on one. Fuck. Uh, this is Phil Nicoletti brought to you by ORW, offroadwarehouse.com. Code Pulpamex is the ORW butt patch you see on uh, Phil, Dean, Dino. Uh, poor Dino, by the way. No, no main for Dino. Rough night. Um, ah, yeah, I don't understand that either. Fuck. Yeah, he crashed in the LCQ. He didn't get a good start in the LCQ, then he crashed, and that was it. So, um, Off-Road Warehouse, everybody, stocked by a knowledgeable staff, and they install everything they sell, ORW.com. So, Phil, let's let's go back a week, transmission gate. Um, you did get in a little bit of trouble, but also there, like people people got together to try to make this better, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I uh, yeah. made some good headway on uh tuesday afternoon and stuff um yamaha did their did their part and yeah i think um yeah we should have some um hopefully some fixes here soon and see kind of uh where we're at right. okay you know? so, yeah, yeah, so it worked out okay the squeaky yeah. wheel got some grease a little bit uh, yeah we got slapped on the wrist a little bit but um yeah it kind of it it did help some things and um, yeah, yeah they 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 they're doing their part so yeah it worked it worked out it worked out really good so. good uh, yeah good good I to understand hear. like you speak your mind right and something happened right it's yep. going to get out anyway mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. what what do they say how is that going to be fixed what are they going to do what are we doing uh i don't know if i can really say um but i think i got um approval to maybe kind of look at some other options to maybe make something um okay. to at least you know because obviously we're you know the load that we're putting on transmissions is ridiculous you know what i mean it's obvious that we hit whoops in fourth gear so yep. um but yeah they're uh yeah they're they're working on it um they came together and uh decided to uh make some changes and kind of help good. us out well, with some stuff it's good. Where they're, yeah yeah, yeah, it's no, good. it's good. It, you know, just now, now it's understanding the the timetable to try and get something like that yeah. done. You know, um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it works out awesome. So I'm 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 happy with it. Um, yeah, might have had to ruffle some feathers a little bit, but um, 
yeah, everyone kind of got on board and um, joined the cause, so it was good. Uh, Phil Nicoletti on the show. Um, you were third overall going to the last one. I'm sure you're aware of this. Uh, I was. Yep. Brandon had mentioned it, like, hey, you're third. I said, I don't want to fucking hear it, you know? <laughs> okay. Uh, I just want to want to go ride. And, um, yeah, we, uh, we stumbled. We di- yep. Yeah, we destroyed myself on that uh table table six that we were just talking about so right, right. i don't even know how how it really happened because i was even trying to be conservative and it bit me but yep. um yeah I, I didn't have a really good start the second one i went to the same gate i did for moto two um and i lined up next to kitchen which i'm like okay okay yeah you know obviously there's there's certain bikes you kind of don't really want to line up to sometimes you mm-hmm. know whether it's green or another blue bike you know and you definitely don't want to be sandwiched by them you yeah, know like yeah. i can handle one or the other but when you got them both on side it's kind of like all right on the side of you it's kind of like all right you really have to be on your game mm-hmm. you know um so i lined up next to the kitchen and then the rut next to me was kind of jacked and then smitty happened to pull in there and i'm like well fuck here we go <laughs> you know um and they're both really and smitty's a really good starter and kitchen's not uh, he's kind of 50 50 but uh, i had a good jump I had a little wheel spin when i got out to the dirt um Levi and Jordan both got a little arm on me, and mm-hmm. then that was it. So yeah. I was kind of riding around in, I don't know, maybe tense until I uh, hit the deck and it right. came over. Yeah, yeah. So, and the Shimoda uh, got you for third. Like, why can't, anything, yeah. why can't anything good happen to you, Phil? Uh, I mean, I got to take – there was a lot of good. I mean – Okay. I just want you to get third. My, I want you to get a third He had overall. third the last lap. It I was, know, or third in a moto, you know, third in a main. Yeah, I, I want yeah, you to get yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean I – mean, yeah, a third and a triple count does me no good anyway, you know? Really? Um, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it is. I guess it does because it is 12 minutes, so it is a long – it is a, or 12 laps. It is a long time. But um, I want the overall of a third more than mm-hmm. anything. Of but, course, yeah. Um, being able to go 7-4-18 is not going to fucking do it. So, um yeah, I don't know why the triple crowns. I always bomb the third moto. Like, do you really? Oh, I've never noticed. Yeah, really? For real? Yeah. Yeah, the it's always one. been, you know, <laughs> Dallas has been shitty, St. Louis in 20. Yeah, like all my ones are 22. I had a really good finish going into the third one, grenaded everyone. Uh, last year, A2, grenaded that one yeah, too. That's you know, true. so, um, yeah, it is what it is. But I, I do enjoy the triple crowns, you know, so. What about fitness? Um, is it is it more tiring for these than it is a regular main? And for some reason, I get more tired in the first one than I do in the second and third one because we sit around. Dude, all right, that's. Can I go on a rant a little bit? Yeah, race tech rant. Everybody. Yeah, here we go. Okay, the fucking amount of time we have to spend at the stadium to fucking do nothing is mind blowing. We have to be there at an eight a.m. track walk, and we don't race until five thirty at night. Like what? And we don't ride. It's two and a half hours in between each practice. This weekend we... was weird. That we, Peyton was mentioning that too. I don't know if it was a futures thing. The amount of time between the first and set of, second set of practices was was different from usual, and I don't know why. It's like two and a half hours. It seemed like Dude. forever. Uh, I, yeah, it was, was forever. Was it a futures hey, thing for, or what? Oh, yeah. First of all, I've, I've said this no, for years. No. There's no need for three practices. You guys have this track down. No problem in two practices. No need for three. I mean. Three is okay. I don't mind the free practice. For me, it's nice because I'm a beginner. All right, I need the free practice just to warm up. All right, but there's no reason for it to be dragged out this fucking long. The track's already blown out anyway. They can't fucking 
Mm. You know, they're not keeping up with track work during the day. You know, I mean, time practice is an absolute fucking war zone out there. So what's the difference, Mm -hmm. you know? And they're fixing the wrong transitions anyway. So just (laughs) pack it all in one and send us out there, you know? Let me sleep in, you know, during the day. I don't have to wake up at 6 a.m. on a Supercross waiting to race at 5.30 at night. Why does it take all fucking day? I'm waiting you're not racing next weekend then. Yeah, boy. It's an early Track walk, 6 a.m. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Do you sleep yeah, like shit the night am. before a race, Phil? Um, I do, depending if I have a glass of wine, I might sleep a little bit better, but um I it's kinda it all, I guess it all really depends, you know. Um but going to the West Coast I actually sleep somewhat decent because 'cause I'm pretty tired. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, all right, Phil, we got a David on four to uh, to talk to you. David, go ahead. What's your question for Phil? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Phil, love seeing those blue lights on the front of your bike on on Saturday night, man, we're, we're just pumps for you. But okay. So my question is, uh, so, uh, I've cracked open my recent issue of racer X and I see one picture of a Philip Nicoletti and a wiener costume. So did, did Coy, did Coy, did Coy force you to wear that? Or is that just your sense of humor or did you get paid to do that? You got to explain. Uh, yeah. I was the only, yeah, I mean, I guess. I was a low man on the totem pole at JGR, so whatever I had to do for wiener stencil, you know, uh, just riding around like a dickhead out there. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, that thing was actually really hard to ride in because it wasn't light. It was made out of two-by-fours. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't my finest moments. you think that would have got me a lifetime sponsorship at wiener stencil, but no. Uh, no, they clipped. They clipped me too. So yeah, it. apparently the 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 the, root, the word I heard from J Bone was like, yeah, they were like, hey, Barsha Pike, can you put this on? They're like, no, nope. like just nope. And they're like, well, Phil, yeah, you got to put this a, on. We got a guy. Yeah, we got yeah, a guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, fuck. All right. And guess who had a personal deal with Wiener Sizzle? Weston. Yeah. So he should have been walking around with the Wiener head on. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, I, I love it. You know? Coy Gibbs. The Coy Gibbs uh, uh, stories are just classic like the one with weeds driving in him with the rental car with the two people that they didn't know i just i yeah. bet you just had some great times with them and i know there was other times that it wasn't so hey thanks a lot uh, yeah. thank Keep you man it up, buddy thank yeah, you we thanks, love you buddy. uh yeah Appreciate coy it. we miss coy there's no doubt we miss coy a lot uh yeah classic guy uh all right nash gentlemen what's up yeah. nash what's up buddy <laughs> positive thinking positive thinking hey Right there. Told <laughs> last week we we knew he's gonna rise up like a Phoenix out of the ash, running in with RJ. RJ shaking his boots as previously heard on the call. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing but quality right there. Okay. The 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 million dollar question I have though, Phil, is did you give any insight to the poor kid from New Zealand? Like, hey future guys, here's what to look out for, because obviously the track was intense, as commented before. Yeah, did, did it, yeah, no. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't talk to uh, the New Zealand kid. I don't know who he is. I mean, I know he's Townley's guy and whatnot. Um, but I mean, we had uh, uh, Mark Finnis on our team, and uh, he got done with his practice and even his futures race. And he's like, "That was the gnarliest track I've ever ridden in my life." You know, <laughs> and I'm just like, "Well, get used to it, little buddy." Is he not doing <laughs> east? Is he not doing east? Uh, or, no, no. He, he's going to just do the futures races, and oh. then I believe he's racing all the outdoors. Okay, all right. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, what was no. was there tra- was there traction to what 
what was going on and in, in, in terms of the combination of the dirt, the wet and the dry and all. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it, it seems like it was accelerated, though. Is that what you guys thought, Phil? Is that what you thought? Um, I mean, it was and it wasn't. I mean, it was kind of, yeah, the, the middle part of the stadium was uh, quite hard pack. And it's always hard. The I don't know. What like industry seating, Steve and uh, Kiefer? What 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 is that on the baseballs? Is that like what line is that? Um, that should be third base, third baseline. Right? Okay, first so base? like the, the first base, yeah, Sorry. the third baseline. Like that side never gets sun in that stadium. Yeah. So that mm. that side over there is always tacky and wet, regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, so it doesn't matter how they build the track. But you think after all these years, like the dirt that's the most moist would go out into the sun and then vice versa, you know, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just typical Anaheim and obviously it's super cross. It just, uh, that's the way it goes. I thought it was gonna be a lot wetter than it was just because how much rain we got. It was crazy that I saw dust on press day. I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. That's straight yeah, away right across the mechanics area. It was dusty immediately. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it was just, very hey, dusty. The opportunity presents itself and Phil, you're right there. He's You're right, right there. there. Listen, take a little brief. A little. What are you doing for the vacation week? What are we doing for a little relaxation? A little reboot? What do we tell the fans? Uh, we want to know. Um, uh, I think I'm actually going to go to Detroit. To be honest. Oh wow! Uh, Jesus. Phil. Yeah, yeah. Go up there. <laughs> like and, sponsor stuff or what? Um. Oh. Yeah, I, feel, oh. I don't know. I kind of feel like bad. I can. What do you mean? You want no, to enjoy I feel the like city. I can go out there. Like we, ha- our, our bikes are really good this year, you know. And I feel like I've, I've already went racing. I've went through all different maps. I've went through different stuff. Like I feel like with Jamar and Cody and Jet, like I don't know. I feel like I can help them with certain things to maybe change a little bit, give a little bit of insight on on this or that. Um, and plus, it is it is a three p.m. race. I'm on a flight back at seven thirty, so I get home at okay. nine thirty at night. So um, I don't know. I feel like I can go and help those guys a little bit so oh, okay um, well, good why not well, so he will make a 6 a.m. Yeah. track walk yeah he will be 6 a.m. track hmm. walk yep. no i might hey, skip after, track hey, walk so after, after the show after the show maybe you might want to go out and enjoy the city real nice town you might want to go out there and enjoy <laughs> it, 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 actually people talk shit on detroit it's actually getting quite nice it is the know? casinos down there are kind of cool mgm is nice yeah it's it's not bad yeah like i mean it, there's a whole foods there now not far from the stadium like it's it got so shitty that all the rich people went in there and bought it all up, and they're fixing it up. So Detroit, low-key, is actually not as bad as what it was years it's ago. It's just the so. pits that are miserable. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's going to be yeah. cold. Well, I mean, if it's going to be. Well, hey, cheers, right, boys. Thank, Thank you, him, Phil. Thanks, cheers, Nash. Cheers, Thanks, Nash. ORW bringing you Phil Nicoletti. Phil, before we let you go there, though, uh, East preview. Let's talk a little East preview here. Uh, Forkner and McAdoo and – you know, Deegan and Bennett and Pierce Brown and Vial. Hymas. Hymas. Enzo. And how is Enzo? Are we st- we're not 100%? Mm, yeah, Asty. he said something. You said he had something with his shoulder or something. Yeah, I thought his shoulders are, he, didn't, thought, he didn't have surgery on his shoulder. I thought he had another surgery or something a little while back. Yeah, like 10, 8, eight, eight weeks ago, 10 weeks ago on his, yeah. on his hand, not, not, not okay, his shoulder. Okay, sorry, but okay, eight, 10 weeks ago, whatever. He had, he had some more uh, Yeah, I mean, he's still doing okay. I think, you know, he's still struggling a little bit with it. But, okay. uh, yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to the uh, East Coast guys going. So, um, What do you – are you you're, and you're just antsy. You're on the antsy train like everyone else? I Yeah, I mean, I told you. I mean, yep. obviously just from World Supercross and stuff. Like, I even said it last week. I mean, 
I'm glad Honda's got Anstey to be able to get it on the box and stuff because, you know, I think Hymas will be really, you know, he will yeah. be good in time, but he's no Anstey at the moment. But, um, yeah, I think Anstey's going to be the, I don't know, if, I, I think he's going to be good. So we'll see. But mm-hmm. uh, if he gets fifth this weekend, I still think it's okay. You know, it's the first round. So okay. everyone's just going to get through the first one and then see where they're at. Mitch, so. Mitch told me he's never seen Forkner look this good. Now, really? I mean, that could be just, you know, media talk. But Mitch doesn't say that kind of Not stuff. Not really. No. No. So he's very excited well, about Forkner. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, listen, I'm not a – Forkner personality is not really my forte, whatever, but I really do hope that kid does well because he is a phenomenal talent and he deserves to do good. I mean, he's won a lot of races um, and he's been through fucking hell and back. And Mm -hmm. the fact that he keeps coming back shows that he's not a pussy, you know? Um, So I I, I actually give him a lot of credit for for what he's doing. He's always had the speed, though. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Yeah. He always has the speed, but to be able to have the willpower to be get knocked down, go through all through those dark places like people don't understand when you know for sure um, when you, yeah when you're at the stadium it's cool it's high it's life everyone's great and this mm-hmm. and that but when you're at your house and you're you know you get in a dark spot and there's no one else around like it's tough so mm-hmm. uh, for him to battle through that sort of shit and then still want to come back and be competitive like I, I give that I give that some respect you know? uh, who's the best finisher on the club team next week uh Oh boy, putting him on the spot here. Yeah. I was just going to ask him no, how those guys well, are looking. I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm going to have to go with Jamar, um, just because experience and stuff like that. Um, but Cody is riding very well, you know, um, you know. But everyone needs to be able to apply what they do on Tuesday or Wednesday on Saturday. So. Um, Cody and J-Mart are really good practicers. Um, obviously, J-Mart can win races and stuff. Um, I'm going to have to go. Uh, yeah, J. Mark Cody, Jet. So is Reynolds racing? <clears throat> yeah. Yep. yep he is. is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it seems, uh, can J. Mark make it, a podium? Is he? Is he got podium speed? Like things break right and all that? Like is it going that well for him? Uh I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. he would. I mean, J. Mark still puts in a shit ton of time. I don't think he would go racing if he didn't think he was. I mean, sure. J. Mark wax. You know, still beats me during the week. You know, on certain days, um, you know, if we ride a track with bigger whoops, I have a better advantage. But, um, but if they're only going to be doing nine whoops and no dragons back, it's going to be J. Mart will be a contender. You know? How do we so, feel about that? How do I feel about those safety I mean, changes. I might go on another rant here, but oh okay. So we're uh, yeah. So we're going to do that. No loader. So we do. We do dozer whoops that get just as gnarly as loader whoops because they don't hold up and they can't pack them as good. Um, but yet they leave the track and they don't prep the quad or they leave the on on off super fucking gnarly. Like I don't know. I just have a real hard time with the, whoever makes those calls, whether that's Feld, AMA, or Dirtworks. I wish we did have a proper liaison to figure out wh- who fixes what and where at what time, you know. Um, but I do disagree with only nine whoops and no dragons back. Like, them taking the dragons back out of A1 was the fucking dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life, you know. I mean, that's the easiest dragons back I've yeah. ever seen in my 18 years of fucking Supercross. Like, yeah, it was, what? was pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. And the whoops, too, have just been, I don't know, janky. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just, yeah. I just, I feel like loader whoops. You can pack them way better than you can pack them than dozer whoops because of the way you initially thing. build them, right? 
the way you initially build yeah. them, they just last longer all day. They're yeah. more round, they, they too. Might, yeah, right. they're more round, and there's a way to do loader roofs where they're not so fucking V'd out, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I, I think they can change the way they do that because, um, like, I was listening to what RJ said, like, when they, you know, five, eight years ago, they used to be so V'd out to where, like, you either hit them or you went around them because there was no rolling them, right, you know? Right. Um, so I think they can go back to that and kind of find a blend to where, like, you, you don't die if you duck a whoop, you know? So there's a way to fix it. What do you? We're going to talk more about this later, but before we let you go here on the show, brought to you by ORW, Phil Nicoletti, before we let you go, Jet getting booed in opening ceremonies and then cheering when he's down in the whoops. Uh, life comes at you fast, huh, Phil? I mean, like I don't – it's not for me, and they're going to cheer him soon. Uh, but that is quite a switch for the 18. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't agree with – some of that stuff. No, I mean, yeah. yeah. Did did the uh, San Diego thing get blown out of proportion? One hundred percent. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, you kidding me? Yep. Like, you can't grab somebody's helmet without all these people becoming all <laughs> pussified. You know, like, dude, what what are we fucking coming to at the moment? Well, you know? I think it was more Jason's post that really did it. You know, Jason. Yeah, talk, I, Jason really I, did I, that I, well. <laughs> I and oh no, and Jason did it right. He has every right to do yep. that, which I'm in agreement with. That you know, should Jet have done the PR side of it a little bit different? Um, I don't know who whose call that was to go that way with that sort of stuff. I mean, Jet should have been like, "Yeah, I fucked up. I grabbed him. You know, yep. Jason put me in my place. We'll move on to A two. Done deal. Right. You know, but yep. um, yeah, I mean, there comes a consequence with everything. But to get booed, like, what the fuck? You know, yeah, yeah. like. Well, or even like cheered when you crashed. When you when he crashed, they, dude, they cheered. Yeah, I don't know. People yeah. are fucking pathetic with certain shit. So, um, but yeah, it's been a little bit of a rough go. You know, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, I I mean, I mean, I even texted Jed. I said, dude, just keep your head up. You know, I mean, just, just every great has went through the same sort of fucking thing and yep. been booed. You know, like it just everything comes full circle. So yeah, um, he'll be fine. Don't worry about it. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, all right, before we let you go. Uh, we're gonna check out. We're gonna check on futures because I'm a big amateur guy. Everybody knows mm. that. Uh, Will Hans on the yeah. phone. What do you think of the Ghostbusters Whoa. stuff, uh, Philip? What do you think of the Ghostbusters? <laughs> Dude, as I'm walking in, fucking is Will on right yeah, now? Yeah, Will is on. Dude, Wilbur, <laughs> Wilbur was telling me about this fucking story about he had this fucking ghost app on his phone and he's fucking tracking him around in his house. Was that at uh, Tommy's house or your house? You were saying. <laughs> Oh, you're you're breaking up, Wilbur. We can't hear you. No, we still can't no. hear you. Hold on. Pay pay your cell phone bill, dude. Is that yeah. better? Yeah, that's better. Okay, so no, I was at Tom's house uh, years ago, and like it just reminded me for a reason being Ghostbuster. It's hilarious, right? Like we spent a lot of time there alone, and uh, Tom moved in there, and then he was out in California most of the time, and I was still an amateur, just a young kid, so. Uh, I spent a lot of time there, and, and weirdly, I got this Ghost Tracker app when like apps were coming out and stuff. So, uh, long story short, I, I'm on this app, and it's like being in like, of course, in my room. I lived up in the attic, right? And I'm like in this room, and I'm just like ding, 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 ding. And I move towards the door, and like I hear something move, and I'm like, dude, fuck this. I'm like, I'm deleting the app. He's not bothering me. Whatever it is, I'm like, I don't really believe in this stuff anyway. I'm like, I, no, I'm like, I'm not bugging him. He don't bug me. But still to this day, that house has some shit going on that I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so he got an app. So, you, Will, you could have been a Ghostbuster like you were this weekend. Yeah, no, it's right in my element, dude. Um, 
<laughs> hey, awesome. actually, Will, uh, Will, <laughs> Phil, before we let you go, this guy on four can – he's a heavy equipment operator. Uh, what's up, guy? Hey, man. How you guys doing tonight? Good. Tell Phil uh, why dozer whoops don't hold up. Because dozers don't put out any ground pressure. The PSI pound per square inch isn't even close to that of a rubber-tired loader. There you um, go. I've built well, several motocross packs. I've been doing this mm-hmm. shit for years, and mm-hmm. there you go. All right, so we yeah, need- oh, that's a yeah valid point. Well, that's bring the loader whoops back, and then we won't have whoops breaking down as bad. There we go, loader whoop team. That's it. You got we it. Need- Thanks, guy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. All right, Wilbur. Uh, or sorry, I mean, all right, Philip. We're gonna go get to Will here on the phone. Talk futures because we're big yeah. futures guys. But um, thank you for your time as always. It was great stuff with right. RJ. Sounds good. Job, Thanks, Phil. fellas. I appreciate it. See you, Wilbur. See you, Phil. Uh, that's Phil Nicolette, Everybody, brought to you by ORW. What's up, Wilbur? How are you, man? Not too shabby. How about you, boys? How Stay hot there. did that Ghostbusters thing get? I'm not gonna lie to you. It would have been great the previous two rounds to have that on. Yeah. Uh, overall, this, we're we're hot on Saturday. It's a hot day. Were you I nude swear. underneath it? Mm. Nude? No. Antiquated? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Plus, swamp ass. <laughs> I mean, I had swamp ass from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., yes, if you're asking. Oh, nice. Barsha driving it out was just, I mean, all of it was. It was I'll, I'll be honest. Like, you don't have to be even a fan of the movie to like to, for that to be as cool as it was. It was like, all it cool. Was, it was yep. super cool, dude. Yep, really good. Always Troy Lee stuff. You know, they're, they're on it, right? It was cool. Always do it right. Yeah. And it was just, it was honestly, the whole thing was, I mean, at first thing when you talk about it, you're kind of like, eh, whatever. But, like, it was really, really cool. Mechanics had like proton packs on and stuff. Yeah. It was, did you know they were doing it? Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. had no idea. I didn't see anything beforehand. Or oh anything. yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked. To, I did an interview with Troy that's coming out. And oh, okay. He told me what months ago. It wasn't like I didn't have any inside info other than talking to Troy, and Troy right. told me about it. Yeah. But uh, Wilbur, so Cole Davies, uh, kid from Kiwi, uh, kid from New Zealand, Kiwi kid. Uh, that was a, maybe the best race of the night. Him and uh, Towers it was fantastic to watch. Uh, yeah, and Daniel Blair gave me a lot of info on him. As far as you know, never done Loretta's. This is kind of a uh, a little bit of a four-race deal to see if the kid's any good. And, uh, yeah, he is. Despite, you know, working with you, he's he's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of those things, right? So this probably about this time last year, right after Anaheim 2, or after the Futures race last year, uh, Ben had called me, Townley. And obviously Townley and Josh Coppins have molded this kid into who they are, you know, and uh, or who he is. So uh, Ben had called me and said, hey, you know, I'm working with this kid. He was at Futures, and I obviously watched and texted him a good job right away because I thought when he got fourth last year out of nowhere was I – mean, that's that's awesome, right? Like, obviously, I don't have a lot of access to tracks in New Zealand and everything, but uh, long story short, um, next thing you know, yeah, we ended up working together and starting pretty quickly, basically from Iron Man on. Um, we started working together kind of low-key and staying under the radar, and no one really knew and just kind of – stuck his nose down and obviously with all the fundamentals that he had yeah. from those guys and so a little bit of fitness in and here we are so like new supercross its own its own thing uh uh how did he get so good at supercross like did josh and ben get him early was there supercross down there yeah. like you know so so i know ben has like probably the only two scale track in new zealand and then i, I believe cole has one that's probably not quite the scale but um, he spent a lot of time with Ben and a lot of time at Ben's track and uh, clearly working on technique and, and etiquette on the bike and mm-hmm. how to ride, I would say, correctly. Um, he rides very, very correctly, very mature. Yeah. Um, and I've just been, I mean, I can't take credit for any of that, to be quite honest with you. I've just pretty much added fitness and little things here and there and then yeah. obviously just the day in and day out with Ryder and PV and Colt. He was, he raced last year. Yeah. 
and yeah. he's on a Yamaha, and he was like yep. fifth. He's always yeah. fourth, fifth, you know, in that area. So he was he was decent last year too. Yeah. Uh, so the gas gas thing, like Coppins was helping him on the Yamaha. Obviously, Josh has been a long time Yamaha team down there. Did gas gas steal him? Did 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 gas gas offer him more help in America? Like, how did the no. switch to gas gas come about? So kind of working with myself and, you know, Daniel was at Ironman and we had this talk and it was kind of a, honestly, Daniel took a big chance with my word and telling him that like, I, oh, okay. I think we can do this. Yep. Yep. Uh, Daniel gave me an opportunity for my word and watching Cole at Ironman saying like, let's, let's give it a shot. And, um, okay. you know, obviously he watched Cole before and knew he was a good rider. You don't really have to, I mean, you didn't have to watch him much to figure that out, but it was to me just a, Kind of the perfect storm, the perfect time. Uh, Josh was totally cool with if he can get more support here, then then awesome, you know. Uh, and then that also allowed him to ride with us very easily, right? Mm -hmm. So okay. um, at KTM or anything like that, it was made it very easy to have access to be with my guys all the time. Um, and, and then obviously the gear switch and like that just made sense. It yeah. was just kind of one of those things. Is he an A or B kit? Uh, right now, I mean, he's pretty much whatever. I mean, he does not really either. Um, he's just Supercross Futures he, kid. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing. I mean, technically, I, he's an A-rider. Um, if, if he was born here and everything like that and raced here the last couple right. of years, he's an A-rider, in my opinion. So, yeah, he's, he's, he'll be riding A if we went to race any other races. And so this is just a, for 2024, just the, the Futures Combine thing for him? <laughs> he's going to stay in America the whole time, or? Yeah, the plan is, like, yeah, he, he yeah. Um, you know, they've made the move out here, and he's with me, and, and definitely um, spending a lot of time with myself and my guys, and he's all in. Is this the reason, is this kid the reason you're not working with McNabb? Is is, this, is that who I have to blame for this? Not necessarily, no. Okay. I mean, I can be straight up and just tell everybody on the air the same reason I told told those guys. It's it By no means was that not something I didn't want to do. I, I absolutely <laughs> did, but I told myself when I started doing this I wouldn't, I don't want to say this to, like that bad, but like copy and paste, or just be like, "Yeah, here's a program." Like, if I can't be involved, I I, I can't take a check. I yeah. just I don't think it's fair. How many guys you taking care of? Uh, five right now, um, pretty much. Like, and basically that would be Colt. Um, uh, sorry, Colt. Cole, and then I also still help out Liam uh, Olaf for advice and stuff like that, and helping with a little bit of programs and stuff here and there. You broke up, but Pierce Brown, Colt. This kid. Yep, Ryder. And then um, I also help Liam Olaf here and there. Right, yeah. Ryder, D, and Villapoto split up. Uh, they, this RV couldn't have the time and, you know, all of that. So Ryder, D is... Uh, RV, RV's still... I want to make that clear, too. RV's oh. still involved. You know, like well, yeah, no, I don't mean they're enemies, but yeah. Just yeah, RV's. yeah. And, right. and, and it wasn't like a thing for me where I'm like, RV can't be there. You know? Like, obviously, yeah. the more the better. And clearly, he's got plenty of advice that he can give that we should all listen to. Yeah. Um... Quickly, Will, before we let you go, I just want to get that update on the kid. Good job with that. He seems like a good kid. Is he a good kid? He's a nice guy? He doesn't speak much? Yeah, yeah, super humble. He's been very quiet, obviously, as you guys saw from the podium interviews yeah. and everything like that. Like he's, you know, he's definitely shy, and he'll warm up for sure. But, uh, yeah, he just wants to work and wants to ride. I know you're not working with Barsha, but you're around the team. Any, any, any reason for the, for the sort of average to poor Triple Crown? For Bam Bam? I mean, as far as I know, I mean, he was on the ground a decent bit. I okay. don't think it was one of those nights to just you'd rather forget, I think, and yeah. not really anything directly to blame. Very unlike the 51, to not be a factor it's in totally. any, any one of the three races, you know? So, yeah. No, totally. And you know that, like, when he's getting up, he's trying as hard as he can, right? To yeah. go back to the front. So it's like, right. I think it was just, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of 450 because I was back and forth so much, mm -hmm. but 
I, I know that he's on the ground a fair bit and, and not his fault necessarily. Anything else for Wilbur? Yeah. Oh. So I'm in this amateur shit right now. Yeah, you're deep. So how do you feel like it's it's frustrating and hard for me to keep Aiden on Supercross and then also these big amateur races that are important to the manufacturers? Like, it's tough, dude, like, to split time between the both to get them ready. Like, trying to get Aiden ready for Daytona versus, oh, I got to go to Freestone. Like, it's it, it's very hard to do to make these kids hop on one thing back and forth. And we saw a lot of crashes, you know, over the weekend with these kids. So, uh where do you stand on all this? Like, it's it's hard for me to understand and wrap my head around it. Like, because both are important. When you talk to guys, like, you need to ride Supercross, but, hey, you need to be a free zone. You need to fucking do good. Like, where are we at? This is always tough for me because the reality is, especially the way the SMX is going, clearly you got to be good at both disciplines, right? But uh, I think, I mean, how I kind of went with my career and then how I was kind of raised was, I mean, we focus on Supercross. That's what that's what was the plan. Um, I mean, obviously, clearly, I suffered outdoors because of that. Um, but you know, I also got rides because of my Supercross abilities, right. never because of outdoors. Um, and I just be just being blunt, being honest. I, I know they never hired me because of what I was doing in motocross. Um, so I, I think for me, it's shifting. Definitely, the primary focus is going to be into Supercross. I mean, I, I think you know, being my tournament star as well. I mean. It's, Supercross was very important. So, I mean, even when you're hiring a kid, if you're not going to be able to do Supercross, there wasn't a whole there lot of go. interest. I mean, I, so, I mean, to be just to be honest, I, I feel like it's shifting that way. Obviously, you have to be good at both because Loretta's does matter. Um, I mean, but I feel like if you win these future races and you stand out, I mean, what better what better stage to do it on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, well, what kind of bike was he on? <clears throat> Obviously, it wasn't like a full factory bike, but was it just a stalker kind of with suspension or what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, just straight up an Orange Brigade bike. I mean, it okay. is a, um, you know, he is an, a, technically an elite rider for these four months, so it does have a factory service engine. Oh, okay. um, Ziggy did the suspension over at Factory Connection, um, and FC West out here, they took care of him, but it was just the, the normal 48 kit stuff that they would, uh, any amateur that the, the Orange Brigade has. Nice. Cool. All right. Uh, thanks, Wilbur. Thanks for checking in with the kid. Great, great race this weekend. It's good to see um, and, uh, yeah, congrats for this kid. And, and you looked really good in the Ghostbusters outfit, buddy. It felt right. It honestly felt right. <laughs> Sounds gay. Uh, thanks, Wilbur. Thanks, buddy. See ya. All right, have a good night, guys. See you, guys. Yeah. That's uh, Will Hahn, everybody. Before we go to commercial break, factory chassis parts. Kiefer, you've ridden a lot with the FCP stuff on yeah. these mounts. Uh, yeah. Which bike do you like them on? Uh, the two that I've tried that I liked them on the most was the current Yamaha YZ450F mm-hmm. and then also Honda Sierra 450. 450s? Okay. Uh, Because 450s, more power, more flex, that kind of stuff? No, I'm just looking for bikes that are a little bit borderline rigid that could use some help and some flex. So My bike's not rigid. It's great. uh, The Yamaha's a little bit stiffer than the 22, (laughs) and I would like a little bit more compliancy if we're talking testing terms. Mm -hmm. And then the Honda, of course... uh, can use a little bit more friendly flex in some areas. Pulpomex-chassis to get the code to save at FCP. Dylan Ferrandez, Chris Kiefer, Josh Starling. Uh, Starling's having a terrible year. What's going on? It, it's a whole thing. <laughs> how does he have this shock it's, bombs? Dude, it's a whole thing. I understand. We don't have enough time. I, I don't, don't understand <laughs> how you have five fucking shocks. <laughs> I don't know either, man. I talked to him today. I still don't really know. But he's not having a good time. No. Uh, FCP, uh, Pulpamex dash chassis to save. CNC machine parts are the high-quality aluminum and titanium. Easy to install. Drastic improvements right out of the way. Chris Kiefer, Yamaha 450, Honda 450. If you've got one of those bikes, Pulpamex dash chassis. 
2023, uh, 2024 Yamaha YZ250 uh, mounts are in now as well. Thank you to FCP for coming on the show. All right, Kyle Chisholm still coming up, and uh, much more here. We're gonna maybe have a special call in, Kiefer. Uh, maybe yeah. we haven't heard yeah. from the gentleman, but maybe he's supposed to call in. Okay, uh, Peyton Stevenson, Chris Kiefer, myself, uh, Steve Mathis. We're gonna have uh, Tyler Porter on later as well. We've got lots more show left. I want to break down the two fifty East with these two guys. I want to talk more about uh, the Anaheim two. And uh, Sphere. everything that happens. Sphere talk, announcement of a video. <laughs> I got a special sale to announce and more. Come right back after these commercial break, everybody. Thanks for listening. Crap. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's time to elevate your life. At LiftedTrucksForSale.com, we put you in the driver's seat of your dream truck today. LiftedTrucksForSale.com is your one-stop shop for brand-new custom trucks from every major manufacturer. Full factory warranty, available financing, and a hassle-free ownership experience. What are you waiting for? Visit LiftedTrucksForSale.com today. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. 
Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Established in 1989, Eric Phipps had the idea to manufacture factory-styled products for the everyday rider. Working out of his garage, Eric quickly gained a reputation for producing quality products and having great customer service. In just a few short years, the factory team started calling looking for products as well. And as the saying goes, the rest is history. history. Fast forward to 2024 and they are on their 35th year of producing high quality products while still providing exceptional customer service. While they are no longer working out of a small garage, they are still producing the finest products available. Teams like HRC Honda, Star Racing Yamaha, HEP Suzuki, Phoenix Honda, Barrex Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, Solitaire Yamaha, and countless privateers still rely on the same quality products that are available to you too. Products like their Pro Launch Star Device, radiator braces, skid plates, clutch perches, and tons more continue to be a staple in the pro pits and amateur scene as well. Check all they have to offer for your ride at worksconnection.com. Use the code PULPMX20 to save 20% off your order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. I'm Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Stargate Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Diallo, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrangis, and I choose OGO. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. 
For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Factory Chassis Parts, established in 2018, is the home of the original high-performance FCP racing engine mount kit, designed to improve traction, handling, cornering, and feel. Used by top-level racers and race teams worldwide, including Phoenix Honda, Justin Starling, the F&H MXGP Kawasaki team, Rock River Yamaha, and many more. CNC machined parts out of high-quality aluminum and titanium. They are easy to install and bring drastic improvements right away. Stop by fcpracing.com to learn more and order today. With over 80 years experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2024 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. 
The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's time to elevate your life. At LiftedTrucksForSale.com, we put you in the driver's seat of your dream truck today. LiftedTrucksForSale.com is your one-stop shop for brand new custom trucks from every major manufacturer. Full factory warranty, available financing, and a hassle-free ownership experience. What are you waiting for? Visit LiftedTrucksForSale.com today. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. 
The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Established in 1989, Eric Phipps had the idea to manufacture factory-styled products for the everyday rider. Working out of his garage, Eric quickly gained a reputation for producing quality products and having great customer service. In just a few short years, the factory team started calling looking for products as well. And as the saying goes, the rest is history. history. Fast forward to 2024 and they are on their 35th year of producing high quality products while still providing exceptional customer service. While they are no longer working out of a small garage, they are still producing the finest products available. Teams like HRC Honda, Star Racing Yamaha, HEP Suzuki, Phoenix Honda, Barrex Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, Solitaire Yamaha, and countless privateers still rely on the same quality products that are available to you too. Products like their Pro Launch Start Device, radiator braces, skid plates, clutch perches, and tons more continue to be a staple in the pro pits and amateur scene as well. Check all they have to offer for your ride at worksconnection.com. Use the code PULPMX20 to save 20% off your order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. I'm Cooper Webb, and I choose OGF. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Stargate Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGF. 
And I choose Ojo. And I choose Ojo. I'm Tom Bial, I choose Ojo. And I choose Ojo. And I choose Ojo. I'm Jiren Ferrandis, and I choose Ojo. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount. Factory Chassis Parts, established in 2018, is the home of the original high-performance FCP racing engine mount kit, designed to improve traction, handling, cornering, and feel. Used by top-level racers and race teams worldwide, including Phoenix Honda, Justin Starling, the FNH MXGP Kawasaki team, Rock River Yamaha, and many more. CNC machine parts out of high-quality aluminum and titanium. They are easy to install and bring drastic improvements right away. Stop by FCPRacing.com to learn more and order today. With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or wiseco.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, Go to GutsRacing.com 
your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2024 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing, Decal Works, Peyton Stevenson. What's up, buddy? How are oh, you? Steve, how are you? Great uh, dinner conversation we had. My belly's nice and full. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what a conversation. What a conversation. Ooh. It's always, and, it's always uh, the best. Chris Kiefer as well in studio. Uh, com. Job of the week this week. Uh, this is the first and only job board built specifically, built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. If you're a company looking for great people, uh, this is the place to do it as well. Job of the week this week. Um, wow, a, a Ken Roxon's looking for a practice bike. Oh, shit. Damn. Wow, that's awkward. That's unnoticed. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. Mm. Oh, boy, Peyton. <laughs> uh, job of the week this week. Uh, Dunlop, looking for a regional sales manager. It's a full-time position. Uh, responsible for managing sell-in and sell-out. Dunlop motorcycle tires within a signed region. Dunlop, great company, obviously. Been around a long time. And, uh, yeah, you increase your product knowledge amongst the dealer personnel, grow the Dunlop Pro Dealer Network, and ultimately increase Dunlop's share of the market within the region. Full-time job. Uh, please check it out. This is for Pennsylvania, but it probably encompasses a few, a few states. Uh, check out DunlopMotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Job of the week. Thank you to those guys. Speaking of rubber. Oh. And speaking of uh, After Dark, Dunlop, all right. Michelin. Oh, some guy named Randy told me to ride about some Starcross sixes. You guys familiar? Mm, yeah, barely. I know Daniel Blair was looking for a ramp and a stand. Starcross uh, sixes were out in Anaheim with Ricky Brabeck doing a prelip. Nice. Really, Brabeck? Well, not Star. Sorry. Yeah, not uh, just Michelin. Michelin. Right. Sorry, my bad. Well, if you want to win a car like Ricky Brabeck, get a Michelin. It's that simple, everybody. Starcross sixes, mountain bike tires, gold wing tires, sport bike tires, cruiser tires. They got it all, and they're great. If it's black and round, Michelin makes it, and it's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> Michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle to learn yeah, more information. Yeah. Love the folks at Michelin. Thank you to those guys as well. Kyle Chisholm coming up here right away. Um, let's go to um, we got our X brands. We got uh, – well, this could be a question for you, Kiefer. Matt, what's up, man? Matt, you Matt. there? Hey, how's it going? Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, what's your uh, question? 
Um, I'm curious. Uh, what happened to Showy Helmets? They're still what about there. showy helmets, Kiefer? <clears throat> uh, what do you mean? They're still available. They're being sold. There's new colorways. Like what they, do you, what it do is you a rider. They're like maybe not, they don't uh, pay the riders. Yeah, like they don't pay enough money to get riders. Maybe they're more focused on road rate. There's a lot of reasons why you don't see them like in Supercross and Motocross, you know. Um, but they're still there for sure. They're making. Yeah, uh, no, I, I know. I just uh, remember back in the day when yeah. K Dub and Josh Grant was repping the brand heavily and Barsha, and I just didn't know why Mookie, they fell what off. About Mookie? And, you know, brands like 60 and is Fly Mookie, have innovated so much. I show? thought Mookie was showy. Yeah, Mookie is. Mookie yeah. is, he is. You're right. Yeah. I, uh, I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm googling this right now. Remember when Showy had the? Uh, we well, have one in here that I, it was my favorite. That one right there, your old helmet with the flat front. Yeah, like that <laughs> was. I loved that helmet back in the day. I loved Showy forever uh, as a kid. I thought yeah, it was they were always super cool. Uh, yeah, Mookie's wearing them on their website right now. Um, they do have for for a long time. Showy didn't have any like extra technology for protection mips yeah or you know the rion that the fly guys use and i always i firmly believe you can't build a helmet nowadays with just a, a styrofoam liner and a, sh- and, a, and, a and a shell not good right. enough anymore exactly. we know too much and for a long time showy didn't have any secondary <clears throat> protection system now they got meds now they got meds so i don't know what meds is it's their own thing right yep is it like mips yes is mips mad because mebs is around i don't know <laughs> But, gotcha. but yeah. yeah, I was just curious. All right. No, that's cool. Thanks for calling, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Thank no you. No worries. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. You can try calling that person. Have tits call him. Okay, we're not going to do it yet. Okay. Is he ready? Uh, no. No, I just. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, hey, Wisco Piston. Thank you to the Wisco guys for coming on the show for every 80 years. Wisco has uh, been experiencing manufacturing power sports pistons right in the USA. Two-stroke, four-stroke pistons. Honda HRC guys have been using... Um, um, Weisco, pull that curtain shut, please. Uh, please use Weisco to great success with the Lawrence Brothers and Chase Sexton last year and more. Uh, they got the Garage Buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, and more. USA Macer, USA made Racer Elite connecting rods as well. Uh, Pulp 23 is the code to save with Weisco. So you're in the market for a piston, for a Garage Buddy rebuild kit, for some CV4 stuff as well. Uh, whether it's a Racer Elite sign line of pistons or just your generic ones, Weisco.com to find the products on your machine. And uh, Pulp 23 is the code to save. All right, let's get him on here. He's a veteran racer. He's in his 33rd year of racing Supercross. Kyle Chisholm, what's up, Chiz? How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. How about you guys? We're good. 33 years. Congratulations, Chiz. Wow. Yeah, going on 34. So I'm in this group text with these guys. Someone puts up a video of 2006 St. Louis. Chiz is like, I race that. (laughs) <laughs> I was there. I was there. Oh, uh, but hey, Chiz, thanks for joining us. Peyton Stevenson here, of course, as well. Chris Kiefer. Um, look, I don't want to. I got a lot of questions for you. I want to talk some sandbox stuff too with, with Peyton and Kenny and all the yeah. gang you ride with. But not the start you wanted. Uh, not going that well for you. Um, I crashes too. You hurt your elbow now. San Francisco. You went into the wall. Um, <laughs> you're, you're old enough to, you know, have know that it's going to come around. But is there any? Is there any rhyme or reason that you figured out on why this year started started so slow for you? Well, I mean, honestly, so you're like talking some smack right off the bat, but honestly, I feel like I'm riding pretty good. Like, okay. I'm better yep. than last year. Like, A1 um, rode pretty well. Obviously, the field's stacked right now, so it's, it's, it's hard. There's a lot of fast guys. Mm-hmm. But, like, A1, whole shot of the LCQ, got second. You know, obviously, Justin Hill is mm-hmm. a good rider. Got second to him. Like, I rode pretty well. Main event, just kind of – I rode – like – 
it's hard. I got what 18th at A1, but it's like, well, look at everybody that's in front of me. Like maybe, you know, like I think Drake finished right in front of me. So like guys like that, but mm-hmm. he's still a fast young kid, you know, whatever. So like I thought A1 for A1 was not bad. Okay. But then we had two, we had two mud races in a row. Yeah. And honestly, I usually like the mud. I usually do pretty good, but I could not get off the, off the start. Every, every one of those four motos or whatever, five, whatever they were, you yeah. know, like heat race, LCQ, I spun so bad on the, on the metal. I don't know why. Um, I tried, you know, sitting up more or whatever, mm-hmm. but every start I spun. So my starts are terrible. Obviously in the mud, that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. But even, uh, like San Fran heat race, I, I didn't crash. I just stalled. I couldn't see and stalled my bike in the first turn. And I was like half the track behind and I caught up to 10. Yeah. You rode well. You know, Cause I had you, I had you in fantasy and you were on it. I thought yeah. for sure you were yeah. getting through the LCQ. Yep. That's something I rode good. And then same thing happened in LCQ. I couldn't see anything. And I was like, I have not stolen the bike this time. I'm not letting off. I can't see where I'm going. And had a little clutch issue, but yeah, I crashed into the wall. So yeah, just, and then same at um, San Diego, the heat race. I was in right around, I don't know, probably around 10th or top 10. And Vince Freezy was right in front of me, got squirrely in the wall. So it was, it was muddy. It was just racing. And I clipped his back wheel and went down. So just some weird things. And honestly, like, I said, I feel like my riding and stuff is actually pretty good. So then this weekend, fast forward, like I triple crown the field pretty stacked still. You know, we have a lot of fast guys. And I qualified, you know, right out of, mm-hmm. which is not normal for me, you know, having a fast, one fast lap. So um, I was pumped with that just to not have to do the LCQ at a triple crown beginning of the year with so many guys healthy. Um, rode really, I thought, really good for me the first moto. Uh, ends up 14th. Yeah, you were, you were 11th, I think, at one point. 11th or 12th. Yeah, yeah riding well. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Barsha and Mookie caught up to me there towards the end. But even, like, the first half of the race, like, I kind of stayed within sight of, like, that pack of, like, it was, like, Hunter Hunter Lawrence and Ferrandis and Justin Cooper. Like, they weren't they weren't too far. And, like, looking at my lap times, I like, my best lap was kind of, like, obviously you have the top, top guys. And then there was, like, that next group of, like, the – I don't know, 8th to 12th, 13th area. And then it was like me. And then like the guys behind me, like Shane and Freeze and those kind of guys, they were like a half a second slower than me. So like I kind of was like, that's where I feel like I can be where I should be, like right around that. Right now, everybody healthy. Mm-hmm. A good moto for me is that 12 to 15, you know, range, I think. So, yeah, I rode really good. And then that second main event, uh, obviously just a racing thing, but I tried to tuck inside after that first set of whoops off the start and chase clean me you know not on purpose but yeah, ran into me yep. took me down it was just a racing thing and uh yeah kind of banged my elbow up it's swollen and stuff but nothing nothing broke right. it's okay okay so just, yeah, you like, like the way you're um, riding then maybe i'm off a little bit yeah 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 i think okay. riding is good like i actually feel pretty good riding it's just it's hard right now there's a lot i mean look mm-hmm. look at dino this weekend like yeah i would say he's riding probably especially like in the world supercross races you know the, the last couple months he's riding probably the best I've seen him ride in the last few years, you know, whatever, like he's riding really well. And then mm-hmm. he didn't even make, you know, make it this weekend. You know, whatever. not that he wasn't fast enough to obviously, yeah, but you know what I mean? Yep. Just, yep. It's a lot of fast guys right now. So yeah. okay. I mean, you look at 14th, it's Christian Craig, right? And like 13th, Barsha, 12th, Prado, yeah. Lawrence, Stewart, like, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. No, that's, yeah. Um, that's being, what I mean, my first moto 14th, like I was honestly pretty pumped with that. You know, it was, it was, right. it was good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, 14, 12, 14 is your spot. Um, and you're capable of that. After know? first practice, he was 14th, I believe too. Right. Chiz? Yeah. 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 14th after P1. And yeah, we, but we're all so freaking close, man. That, that's not, like, they're just, it's, there's always the fast guys, whatever, but there's just a lot. The depth of it is, is just a lot this year. And, and everybody's healthy. That's, that's a big yeah. reason why. 
You happy with the KYB stuff? Uh, happy with the bike so far? Yeah, it's been good. Um, <laughs> it was tough because, like, you know, obviously Kenny's still on the show and stuff, and mm-hmm. we had the whole year, and we've talked about this, you know, before, but we had the whole year to kind of, like, go through the year and develop it, and mm-hmm. we got really comfortable, you know, so comfortable that Peyton, you know, Kenny's like, all oh, the bike, you know, obviously besides the little stuff, he's like, the bike's great, leave it alone, you know, I just want to ride. Yep. So, yeah, we got it working really good. Um, and with the World Supercross stuff going so late into the off season, we and we just stuck with our Showa stuff for all that because um, it was, you know, last year's stuff. So we really didn't have a lot of time to do a lot of the KYB Supercross testing. Um, but honestly, I haven't changed anything on my bike since A1. We did a lot of changes during mm-hmm. the day at A1, yep. but I haven't changed anything um, aside from clickers and, you know, tag yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, since then. So we have a few more things that we want to try. Um, just kind of getting around to, to doing it. I kind of, I honestly, Kiefer, I mean, you could probably get this too. I feel like I'm in a pretty good place with the bike. So like I told Matt, you know, our suspension guy, I'm like, look, let's leave it alone. Let me spend a few weeks on it to like really get in tune with it. Cause I feel like sometimes if you just keep changing, 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 you're like, yeah, that's better. Yeah, that's better. But you don't really know you don't have a really good comparison because we don't, it's like we have a base to go back to. So I'm like, this feels pretty good. Let's leave it alone. You know, as long as it stays feeling good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I haven't changed anything for basically the whole month, you know, since a one, but I think we actually just talked earlier today and we have a little plan to try a few things that, you know, now that I have a good base, it's like, okay, now I have a really good feel for this. Let's throw a couple things at it and see if it's better. Mm-hmm. If it's not better, we go back to base, where, you know, whatever. So where do you think yeah. you could be better? Like, what would you want Okay, my bike, I want a little bit more here. Cornering, hold up, whoops, where do you want your bike to be better? It's just a little bit of everything. Obviously, the Supercross is tough because you want it to be soft enough. So, like, like this weekend, the track was gnarly, a lot of bumps and ruts and holes. So you want it to work kind of, like, outdoorsy, right? Like, yeah. to be able to be comfortable. When you land off the triple into the corner, there's braking bumps down it, and it's bumpy, and there's acceleration bumps. And traditional Supercross suspension doesn't work that good in that kind of stuff, right? But then you need it to still be stiff for the steep jumps and steep transitions and big whoops. So I feel like we're in a pretty good place, like I said, overall. I would like, for me, I, what we want to work on is maybe getting it to be a little firmer, like on deeper stuff, like big transitions or big whoops, um, like big G outs, like just be a little firmer on like a deeper, like where you need that hold up without sacrificing that initial softness and plushness where it works good on the bumps. So, you know, sometimes like, okay, I can make it stiffer. So it works on that area, but then it's going to take away from the rougher, bumpier, you know, more outdoor flat sections of the track, where if you set it up for that, then it's too soft for the bigger stuff, you know, the big steep jumps. So yeah, you're just always trying to find that balance and trying to make it as stiff as you can, but also as soft as you can for, you know, both of those kind of areas. Do you, when you go to the sandbox and you're riding, because I would assume you like you probably ride one or two tracks during the week for practice, right? Nothing more. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys ever ride them when it's just jacked, or do you ride them fresh every day? Um, we have a pretty good schedule. We, have, we actually have a lot of guys riding down at, at Moto Sandbox this year, so sometimes we even have to split. They have two Supercross tracks there, and sometimes if everybody's there like on a given week, like all the pro Supercross guys, we'll have to split. Like one group is on one track, and one group's on the other track, just to try to keep it somewhat consistent but um so with that being said there's been a lot of guys so the track gets tore up you know pretty good um but i obviously 
on a 450 in Supercross, that's one of the biggest things I learned going back on the 250, is you know, on a 450, we never get a fresh track, like ever, right? First practice, first heat race, the 250s have already ridden before us, you know? So yep. the track's always somewhat, you know, beat up or run it up or whatever. So, yeah, like when you're testing or practicing, you might, you know, have the hero track where the track's smooth and perfect and good traction and it's fun to ride, but it's when it comes to testing and like really setting your bike up to race, it's really, you know, useless to, to ride a smooth track. So, um, our schedule typically is we'll start the week on a fresh track. Um, and then throughout the week, they'll just touch up stuff here and there. Um, you know, touch up the whoops that they need to get redone, uh, touch up, you know, corners, berms, you know, stuff here and there, but try to try to start the week fresh and then just kind of let it develop through the week. Interesting. Wisco bringing you Kyle Chisholm on the show. Peyton, yeah. uh, you've been with Kenny a long time, factory Honda guy, and you know, now over at the AGP Suzuki guys. Just when you Chiz rolls up, you just, just know just that day you're like, okay, Chiz is going to do the moto. It's going to come in. They're going to talk suspension <laughs> with Kenny, and then he's going to go out and do the motos again. And You know what I mean? Like just a consistent force there at Sandbox is Kyle Chisholm. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Uh, I think Chiz is like the um, – He's like the moto dad for the Supercross riders. Um, okay. I try to think, like, all the time you'll see somebody out there talking to Chiz. Yeah. It, you know, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It could be Chase. <laughs> it could be Hardy Munoz. Um, yeah. Any of those guys. And yeah. McElrath. McElrath. Yeah, yeah. And Chiz is just trying to help everyone. Yeah. And, um, you know, they all just, like, flock to him. It's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Chiz, uh, he shows up and he does his motos. Yeah. and. Uh, it's really helped Kenny, hasn't it? Having <clears throat> Kyle on the team, like Kyle, For you sure. signed a multi-year deal with those guys. I think Dustin and everybody at AGP knew what you could offer, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's really helped. Anytime you can have um, a test guy, yeah, it helps just because you're. It, it eliminates so much that a guy has to go through. Yep. You know, um, at Honda you had you had Canard. Yeah. And then you know if Trey didn't like it or whatnot, it never made it to the riders. Okay. And Chiz pretty much does the same thing, right? Yeah. Like. You know, if Chiz's like, oh, Ken's not going to like that at all. So yeah, yeah. don't even waste your time. Right. Don't waste Ken's time. Don't waste <laughs> anybody's time. Just we don't want it. Yeah. But, you know, then Chiz also knows, like, okay, Kenny really needs to try this. Yeah. Um, and it goes back to when we tried KYB stuff. The the WSX, like the crate, was, like, literally floating out who knows where, right? <laughs> yeah. So when we did test KYB, the logistics of getting it to the next race yep. was going to be the hardest part. So... You know, he really wanted to stick with Shoah, but logistics, it was still going to be a night where they would make it happen if he loved it. Yeah, yeah. But it was just going to be so hard because, like I said, the crate. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, where are the crates? They're like, we don't know. They're just out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard. Like, you know, Kenny, like he, like, we got the bike working really good. He loved it and obviously did really good on it. So it's like, you don't want to change from that. You know, like, yeah. if you don't have to, it's like something that he can eliminate. So like this year, and I I've been there, you know, on my, on my Yamaha days. Like I said, the bike didn't change for quite a few years. I was able to kind of keep a good setup, and it it helped me a lot. To it helps the rider just focus predominantly on just riding, like on yourself. You know, you're not like, oh, I need to fix this on the bike, or is this better? You're going into race like, oh, I think we made it better, but yeah. let's see if it's better. Where you can just go there, and like my bike is what it is. I'm just focused on me and I can go do what I need to do to, you know, to do good. And I think that's been a big thing for Kenny to just focus on him and yeah, then it could help. I will say like, and I hope pipes isn't listening to this, but <laughs> I was very skeptical. I thought he should have stayed with firepower. Uh, Peyton took him to a win in Paris on a firepower <laughs> Honda. He looked great. <laughs> and when he signed with HEP, I know it was Suzuki days from back in the day. I get it. 
I'm like, this is not really going to work. It's not a factory team. It's an older bike. And truthfully, there were some clutch problems early on, and there was some stuff going on with the bike. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I know Kenny well. I've had plenty of off-the-record conversations with him, including a few times the last few weeks. He lives the bike. He feels good on it. Uh, the team is working well. Brooks is doing a good job. I did not think uh, this HEP Ken Roxon thing would work out like as good as it has. And I think Kyle deserves some credit for that. For sure. Brooks deserves credit for that. I didn't have it working this well. I Dude, really didn't. I rode Kenny's bike. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Ken absolutely <laughs> loves his motorcycle. He does. He like, does. Not yeah. even for the media, like in no. private. He, he loves for his sure. motorcycle. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, and, and yeah. Ken, uh, Kiefer, you liked it? Yeah. Honestly, we I, we rode the Hondas last year, right? Yeah. And then I got on Ken's bike after. Uh, was that after SM, our After test? LA Coliseum. Yeah, oh, it was, was after, after. Yeah. And I couldn't believe how friendly it was. I mean, I, I kind of knew the way you watch Kenny ride, but mm. like how free the bike is. It wasn't rigid, like a lot of comfort, but yet just yeah. was easy to ride. And I was expecting to have a rigid feeling motorcycle and that wasn't the case. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's got some parts I, I in got, there that really make it feel free. Like what you're talking about. It's it's unbelievable how free on D cell the engine is. He it's loved, like yep. a two stroke for sure. Like when I first came into the corner, I almost blew the corner cause I was like, Holy shit. There's yeah. no engine braking at all. Yep. Yeah, that's one of the like what Steve was saying about the clutch things, or whatever. That's something that we kind of tested and figured out, um, and got. I think <laughs> Peyton, I don't you, I remember that was probably midway through Supercross last year, maybe yep. a third of the way through Supercross. It was uh, change and, right before Tampa. Is remember, it just a Tampa. slipper? Is it just yep. a slipper? Um, sort of. Ish. Yeah, it's an ish. That's ish. what I got out of pipes. Oh, that's what you got out of yeah. pipes. Yeah. Ish. It's an ish. <laughs> I don't. Keeper, is it not just a slipper or not? Sli- I got- Honestly, I've re- I've tested slippers yeah. and it doesn't feel like a slipper okay you don't hear the little it's, you don't hear the thing come no, out and it's all. freer than that okay so yeah it's, uh, re- it's really good yeah it's really good that friday before tampa last it's year really good I, <laughs> i'm getting list more to go take photos when the clutch comes out of that bike mm, yeah. i make, sure, make sure i covered up at the race oh, if you're in florida yeah um that yeah. that friday before tampa last year yeah uh yeah. we yeah. we watched the sunset yeah, he told me. Friday. He told we had me, a race Saturday morning. He told me at the race, I'm really tired because I was testing yesterday till 7. And that's kind of when we, honestly, we found everything. Yeah, yeah. Or for most of the yeah. part. Right, right, part. right, yeah. right. No, this thing's well, we working a, really well. We had a, yeah. Go ahead. Like, we had a lot of those days. I, I don't remember. I don't even remember when it was because we had so many of those days. But I remember the team was down, might have been around Daytona time, like after Tampa. It was 8.30, like literally 8.30 <laughs> at night, and the sun was down, and we were still on the track you know, riding, testing stuff. So yeah. we, had, we had a lot of long days. Yeah. Was Brooks uh, there with uh, Mountain Dews yeah, at 8.30? He was freaking out because Ken told him he was oh. going to go hit the finish line, but we couldn't see anything. And Larry's like, no, 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 don't do that. we got to race tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that That's honestly the thing, though. Like, obviously, I do my part, right? Like, everybody has their part. Like, I mean, Kenny has to – at the end of the day, Kenny, like, for that side of it, like, he's got to go do his job at the end of the day. But, like, it honestly is everybody. Like, Larry does a great job. Dustin and Aaron do a great job at their part of it. Mechanics do a great job. And, and uh, obviously Peyton's job during the week is, is super important and what I get to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is really a te- – like, the team is really fun. Matt. Uh, we have, I, yeah. I, yeah, Matt, obviously doing his thing. Like, the team really works well together. I think that's been a big thing is the whole group really works well mm-hmm. together and is everybody it, does their job. Is it a lot like there. when Seven Deuce Deuce and A-Ray and you were on the team? Is it a lot like that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it is and it isn't. Like, honestly, like, the fun part of it, like, the family feel, yeah. like, on, that is what, like, Dustin and Aaron and their family kind of do bring to it is, like, you do, like, enjoy being there and they make it fun. You know, there's not – not everybody works really hard. You can tell 
they we want to do really good we're serious but it's still fun like there's not mm-hmm. any pressure and that and that in that sense that was the seven deuce deuce and the a ray you know time um but aside the difference now is yep. it's just at a whole nother level right like just professionalism and like the systems and the process of just the way everything yeah. is run is way more like a, it's a top level team where before it was a new kind of, it was a fun thing, but it wasn't necessarily a top level program where now it, it really is, especially Larry coming on board last year and just everything in the last couple of years, it's, it's really stepped up you well, know, to be a, a comp- competing team. If A2 yeah. had gone better, we were hoping to have Kenny in studio here, but you know, <laughs> damn it. A2 didn't work out that well, you know, Dude, last, last moto, I, uh, he went down right in front of me in the first corner. Then he gets up and passes me like the next little lap late or whatever it was. And then like half a lap after that, he's off the track. <laughs> I pass him again. Not, you know, obviously he's off the track. And then he gets back on the track. And we're like side by side on the triple. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Let's go. Like, you got to be, you, you yeah. can't be back here with me. You got to be up front. Yeah, no, so, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Weisco, Pulp 23 is the code to say with Weisco, bringing you uh, Kyle Chisholm from the. Uh, HEP Suzuki team, thank you uh, for everybody listening. 702-586-7857. You got a call. Got a question for Chiz. Go ahead. Uh, I do? Oh, no. I thought you did. No, no. Okay. I was just thinking, like, me and Chiz have uh, had these just, like, off-air conversations yeah. about testing and Mapping. riding. Just a lot of shit, right? And then before he was even going to Suzuki, he was thinking about doing his own thing on Yamaha mm-hmm. and the Suzuki. And we've actually had – I was expecting him to be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to go to Suzuki. And But he had a lot of praise towards the bike. And that was me and him were just talking. Yeah. So, and I was asking him, "Hey, what bike is better?" And he's like, "Honestly, they're 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 different, but there's a lot of similarities in areas, and they're both good in their own areas." Uh, so I just thought that was really yeah. unique. Yeah, listen, I make fun of Suzuki too. Kickstart, we get it, you know, all that stuff. But I mean, yeah, they're good bikes. Mm. They're they're they're, they're it, working well. It, it, yep. Yeah, and the, the one benefit of not changing very much stuff is you kind of know what it needs and doesn't need, and you're not trying to like figure it out in the dark, right? So I think yeah, the team is just collectively like got a good base setup you know whatever and we even changed uh i don't know if i don't know if i'd say quite a few things but we actually changed a few things you know going into this year chassis wise Mm -hmm. from last year because like last year i did like the initial like chassis setup and like okay everybody just ran it like kenny didn't even really have an option he loved the bike when he got on it and we just ran it and then this year um i had a short window in the off season between wsx and and when we started uh, this season and I went out and did some more chassis stuff, made a couple little changes. The team went back to Florida, gave it to Kenny, and he just rode it. And he's like, yeah, the bike's great, and we're on it again. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we did even made some changes, you know, since Chris, like since you last time you rode it, uh, made a few little chassis stuff. And then from there, obviously, suspension setting is always, you know, you're always kind of working on that. But, yeah, kind of a little yeah. bit different base chassis setup this year, and, and it's still, I think, working even better. So, and part of, my, part of my thinking for thinking Kenny was making a mistake was, Fucking factory Honda's got every possible part you could possibly want to change your bike, and Ken's still not happy. And it's like, <laughs> how's he going to go to HEP where they're like, hey, man, here's the 22 clamps, and here's a 25 clamp, and that's all we got. Sometimes, like, you know? I was curious to see if yeah. the, the frame change that we rode at Washougal that, that Jet is on yeah. and Hunter now, I wonder if he had if he ever tested that because I feel like that would have been something he really would have liked the bracing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Did you ever ever do that? Did you guys do any bracing at the end? Yes. At the end, yeah. Did yep. he like that way? Um, I no. We I think he tried it for a couple rounds and then we ended up going back. Hmm. Okay. Um, so you're like you had to swap out a frame. You're like, thanks, Ken. Yeah. 
I, I just can't, feel I like remember because some of the things <laughs> that he was complaining about back then yeah. was some of the rigid feeling, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Some, yeah. When they did that, it got rid of that, right? Yeah. Some most of it, and then I just didn't. I know, know he wanted that BFRC shock, and they couldn't give it to him because they didn't have any. Kenny didn't pick it, so they had Chase's. Yes, like you know, the Chase was on it, and then they couldn't give it to him, and he was ha- not happy about that. Ken was like a kind of a quick test, and yeah. it was quite a bit before Chase and Ken. Just okay. kind of said yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And then Chase picked it, and then Ken wanted to revisit it, and then, I don't know, it got yeah, kind of political. Got a little weird, right? And, and, Honda, and I mean, the Honda side is like, hey, we couldn't get it. We don't have it. Right. It's expensive. Yeah. yeah. You know? so they had to order it quite a bit. Of, I, I know, do know he out. doesn't like to be called possum. He doesn't like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you got into that. Because I, I called know, him a possum. I know what you're talking about, and it was going into outdoors, right? Yes. And, dude, I'm telling you, I always tell this story. The we were riding at um, I think it was Paula, or no Elsinore. All the star guys were there, and um, even the amateur kids. I'm running a pit board, and I'm like, oh shit! The amateur kids are catching Ken, oh. uh, Elsinore. Really? <laughs> and I'm like, this isn't gonna be good. And he shows up to the first race, and yeah, and he and he won, right? Right. Yeah. 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 And then you you guys telling me well, I was like playing possum. possum. Yeah. yeah. No, it was like it. all 100% true. The Honda guys were like, "Oh man!" Yeah, cause, I mean, he after the race, he's like, "I don't, I don't even know how I won this race." Nobody That's what did. He was saying nobody did, and we're like, "Okay, Kenny, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, okay, Kenny." When the star Yamaha guys, the amateur kids are catching you, you're like, "Uh oh, we get, we're, we got some problems here." <laughs> yeah, but no, he he yeah. turned it around. Uh, Chiz, one thing I don't want to turn this into a total Ken interview because you're on the phone and and, uh, and you're great and all that. I get that, but one thing about Ken, well, I, I guess, <laughs> fuck you, Chiz. Well, okay, okay, never mind. I won't ask him. Ken. I won't ask him. No, hey, hey, honestly, I don't mind it because, like I said. I, I love getting to help like a guy like that. Like back to like Mathis, what you're saying about Kenny, like you can't believe that he ended up going this route, you know, with the team. Yeah. I, I was talking to him quite a bit during the whole time because my decision kind of hinged, like my decision to go to the team kind of hinged on Kenny's decision. If he was going to go to the team, because, you know, I did want to kind of help with testing and bike stuff, but I think I've told you this before, maybe off air or whatever. I didn't really want to be a test guy for like a, you know, a 15th place guy like yeah, me, yeah. I, want to, I want to help a guy like Kenny, a guy that can win. So, like, when he does win or whatever, like, you're like, okay, cool, I was a part of that win, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, that's yeah. that would be really cool. So, yeah, when when he was making that decision, I'm out there testing the Suzuki, and he's in Paris smoking, you know, not smoking, but beating Tomac on his Honda. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's and he's supposed to fly there. And, t- and I'm, I'm there testing the bike, getting it set up for him to come test. And he's winning on a Honda in Paris. I'm like, there's no way he's going to come after that performance, going to not do the Honda thing. And I talked to him, and he's like, dude, I'm really leaning towards the Honda thing unless I, unless the bike is just amazing. And I'm like, ah. Like how, <laughs> even if the bike is amazing, mm-hmm. he just won, right? Like, yeah. you, know, you know how it is. Like, yeah. no matter how, like, you just won, so you've got to feel like that's amazing too. And he calls me after the first day, and he's like, I was like, so what'd you change? Like, what'd you think? He's like, I didn't change anything. I did two motos, and the bike's awesome. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to do this or whatever. You know, wow. I'm thinking of doing. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to do this. And I was like, Holy crap! Like that's awesome. That's really you know, cool. So, yeah. So yeah, just, he, I, I was right there with you, like in that boat. So, it, so yeah. Talking about Kenny, it is cool. It, it is still cool for me because, like I said, I get to kind of be a little part, a, a piece of that puzzle, you know, to help him, you know, have good success. And I think, like, and again, when he's complaining about the honda on and off the record to me not happy and i'm rolling my eyes a little bit like seriously i'm rolling my eyes i'm just like come on man you know these are the smartest dudes in the world you got all of japan behind you like you know i'm, I'm like okay well all right whatever roll my eyes and then uh he, he tells me one time if they get the bike right 
I don't. I'm not going to switch. I'm not going to. I'm not going. I like when I, when it's right. I'm not a finicky guy. It's just not right. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, Chad, or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yeah. what's happened? He's got the bike and he hasn't changed it. Yeah, he was yeah. right. And I didn't honestly. I didn't really believe him all the time because I've been around a lot of guys and. Yeah. He was telling me, I'm telling you, if I'm, I'm not a finicky tester. I'm not a, a whiner. If the bike's good, I don't come in and say it needs changes. Right. And he, it's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, he did that at RCH. I yeah. wasn't with him that year, yeah. but we were in the same shop together. Yeah. So when Kyle Bentley and the guys would come test, you know, I watched them test. Yeah. And then, um, and so in 16, when he won the outdoor title, like he just, yeah. you know, he, he had a setting in his outdoor bike yeah. that he loved. And he went out there, and he won 20 motos that year. Right. And, and, and the uh, other ones, he, he, he DNF'd and won with the fork, and yep. there was another problem. He had, a, he had that pressure release on yeah. the handlebar. Right. And uh, But, yeah, he, he never changed his bike yeah. that whole year. And, I mean, he had he was like a he was a different Ken. Yeah. And like I said, I didn't work for him, but I was just across the shop, yeah, yeah. so I saw everything. Well, yeah, like he, he, yeah, he proved me wrong again. So, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, that, and that's what I got to say about the Showa thing, like him sticking with the Showa is it's he's comfortable with it he, he knows what the bike's going to do so like as a racer if you are that comfortable and confident in what you have like you don't want to even search for something that could be better because even if it is better a lot of times familiarity is better than something that might be better mm-hmm. you know in, in the in the shorter term at least so yeah, yeah. like you said just going and riding and know what the bike's going to do you know yeah that's where i think it comes like we say honda they have all these resources but sometimes is it too much Maybe, you know, yeah. You know, like yeah. sometimes the riders search and search and search, and then you say, oh, shit, A1's here. What are we going to do? Like yeah. they don't have a setting that they are comfortable going racing on because they've tried so much stuff. But and the, Go ahead, Chase. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was saying, and, and the other <laughs> side of that is like a team that has a test guy or whatever that can maybe run through a lot of stuff or spend some time developing something. That can let a guy like Ken just focus on his riding and then be like, hey, man, we have this thing that might be better. Here, try this. But he didn't have to spend all the time going through it all, confusing himself, and then he gets like unfamiliar with his base setup. You know, trying to go through this, and he's just going circles. So if you can just be like, let him be comfortable, and then be like, hey man, let me try this thing really quick today. He can spend five minutes on it, and be like, mm-hmm. oh that's better, oh that's worse, and then move on and go back to his training routine and whatever. Right. So that that you know, I know Honda has Trey. You know, other guys, you know, have have their people, but it, that is the beneficial thing to the teams having somebody like that for their top guys. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, nice to, when you have a rider that kind of knows what he wants, right? Like, I need more front and traction, or I want, you know, my ass in a little bit lower. Then you have a test guy uh, that gets on, let's say, that guy's bike and says, okay, I know what he's looking for. And then they help him. Uh, with the test guy, it's a lot easier for the racer. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the test rider is a very important piece to the race team puzzle. Yes. Yeah. No. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, I've got a call for Chiz and uh, Peyton Uh-oh. from uh, Preston. What's up, Preston? What's your question for Chiz and Peyton? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Just was curious. I guess they talked about Ken's bike with ease of starting. I guess, uh, in the race or when it tips. And I was curious if that clutch has anything to do with it when the bike does tip, if it helps us stay running. Yeah, is that a running thing? Jizz? A little bit? No. No, I mean, I guess you can answer too, Peyton. But, no, it's not like an automatic clutch or, like, where it stays running. Um, nothing like that. So you still got to work it like a normal manual clutch. Yeah, can't, uh, the, the neutral is fixed a little bit to help to help it stay out of neutral, but that's a, one of the reasons why it's tough to start, right? right? You can't start in gear. Right, right. It's really, really tough to start. So the guys yeah. have to find neutral, which always isn't easy. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. On, okay. on Ken's bike, Thanks, there's, a, Thank there's you. a hot start on there, too. Yeah, on the bar. yeah, you guys put a hot start on there, mm-hmm. which, I mean, those went out in 04, but <laughs> there's a hot Chiz, start. Chiz, do you have one? Uh, I did for some time. Right now, I don't have one on there. Yeah. Honestly. Hot start, Kiefer. Um, They're back. It's crazy. Where's the decompression <laughs> release right there? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> See, remember the old, yeah. Hey, I got <clears throat> to get it to the top. Okay, I'm going to hold this. I got to let this go. Now I'm yeah. hot. I got to pull a hot start out. Fuck me. It was the move. You, you'd hold that decompression release, kick it through six times, <sighs> flush it out a little bit, and then it would start. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See these these kids like Jet. You know they don't they don't even understand that. Right? <laughs> Guys, we we had to deal with all that stuff. I did like Jet doing that, kicking, pretending to kick the bike. That was great. I loved it. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Chiz. Thanks for calling. I know it's late where you are. I appreciate the time. Uh, always good to catch up with you. And uh, Detroit this weekend. Uh, bring a jacket. Um, and uh, you know, well, we'll see you this weekend. Should be should be fun. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. All right. And Peyton, I'll see you next week, right? You'll be back? Yes, we will be back. I'll actually be back uh, Thursday night. So Yeah, Mesquite, okay. the you know, <clears throat> days of Mesquite. Uh, it was great for three weeks. I think we got some rain coming, so, yeah, yeah. we're going to head back a little early. Hey, honestly, I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did. So that, if, that was if a good, he's, that's a good thing. Yeah. If, I think if he's getting better results, like he's been fast. I'm not saying that. He, he's been really fast, but he hasn't had great results. He's sticking in Mesquite, but it's the results if you ask me. No, if it's fucking yeah. raining, where is he going to ride? Well, it, it could yeah. rain in Florida. I mean, I think you got more options. Rain though. is yeah, we do have more options. Yeah, and, and okay. you got to think. Yeah, it could just absolutely dump in Florida. Next day, you should you're almost you're almost okay, right? Yeah. Here I, in Mesquite, yeah, if it dumps, I, I, dude, you can't get in the parking lot. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really sucks for me. Uh, I'm, I don't have an excuse to go up and ride anymore. So yeah, well, yeah, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna miss you're stealing my training partner. You're gonna miss him. Yeah, yeah. We worked <laughs> on intensity back. last week. It didn't seem to work. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Chiz. As always, thank All you, buddy. Right. See you, Chiz. Okay, thank you guys. Thanks, man. See Appreciate ya. it. That's uh, that's Kyle Chiz, and brought to you by the folks at Weisco. Thank you to Weisco uh, for coming on board. Pulp Twenty Three is the code to save. Peyton Stevenson and um, Chris Kiefer here in studio. Uh, okay, I do want to get into a couple of promotion stuff. LCQ Challenge. We're doing that race again in uh, Denver on Friday. We're going to keep track of the points all year long. We have a raffle. The first race is a YZ450F, and then we have 19 other prizes. So thank you to those guys that donated prizes. Companies like Works Connection, companies like Decal Works, all of those guys doing that. Appreciate that. Buy a ticket on pulpamex.com. Support the privateers right now. Josh Cartwright's leading uh, right now, and and, and Justin, Justin Cooper's in the mix, and so is Chiz. So um, yeah, um, thanks to that. And Did you say Justin Cooper? <laughs> Justin Cooper's in. Got a, he's in the race right now. Yeah, oh. yeah, based mm. on one LCQ ride. Uh, so thanks to the folks of, uh, for supporting that and keep doing it. The uh, the raffle uh, is on pulpamex.com, Like I said, uh, appreciate that. Also, uh, seven o'clock hour is brought to you by the folks at Renegade Race Fuels. Thank you to Renegade for coming on board. The coolest part of, of Renegade coming back on uh, this year is that Pulpamex twenty four is the code to save. Pulpamex is a twenty four. Pulpamex twenty four the code to save. They'll ship right to you. Um, the, you work your tail off every week. You put your heart and soul into your bike, and you deserve the best products. They engineer the best products for racers because they are racers too uh, renegade is excited to be the race gas company to ship directly to your door go to renegaderacefuel.com select the products enter the pulpamex 24 code and within a few days you'll have the world's best race fuel at your door Kiefer, you've tested the renegade you're a fan of it uh yeah, so good, good sx stuff. sx4 sx4 plus sx4 yeah yep. pulpamex 24 gets right uh right to you if you're uh just fy if you're a pump replacement kind of guy mm-hmm. and you just want to get a better fuel mx4 is their fuel is a little like cheaper, cheaper and just uh, like a step up. It's from, a nice pump from, replacement. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So thanks to the folks at Renegade for bringing that on. Also, um, I got a special deal here coming on um, for Ogio. 
we did a very small run of OGO carry-on uh, bags uh, right now, and they're Pulp Mex embroidered. They look super sweet. It's two-wheeled roller bag, fits right in. Um, and, um, yeah, thanks to those guys for all that they do for us at OGO. And they made me this special run. If you buy it starting now, Monday, January 29th, uh, you will uh, get a free shirt and a free pair of socks. I'll throw it in. It's part of the deal. So if you buy the bag, uh, free shirt, free socks. Thank you to those guys. Um, for How many do you have left? Uh, I think I got 10 left. Okay. Yeah, 10 left. Hey, uh, we did talk earlier about uh, Jet Lawrence and the reception he got from the fans. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did want to get into this a little bit more with the show with you guys. But somehow, this 125 Supercross champion also wanted to weigh in on this, Kiefer. Yes, yes he did. Uh, it's a friend of the show. He's from Yamaha. Travis Preston, what's, what's going on, TP? How are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. How's everything at Yamaha? Everything's great. I mean, oh. you saw how we did last weekend, right? Yeah, I did. Yes, I did. You know, that was awesome. Uh, yeah. f uh, great job on that. Also, uh, Aiden Kiefer, back east. How much will he improve without his dad around? A lot. I finally think his career is going to take <laughs> off now. And, and But, you know, props to Chris to finally listening and doing mm -hmm. what needs to be done to help his kid go to the next level. So yeah. I'm actually very, very happy for Chris. Good job, Chris. Yeah, thank finally, you. Finally going to help him. A lot of fucking work. So. <laughs> finally going to help him. Uh, a real racer like Mike Brown, huh, TP? We'll get in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a guy that has heart, that knows how to race. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a yeah. guy that can ride ruts. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Fantastic. I yeah. like how uh, Steve, I think, only gets happy when he calls you to talk oh, shit on me. It's, That's it's, <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, but no, th thanks, Travis, for calling. Uh, I did want to talk. We talked about Jet Lawrence with Phil a little bit. And, and like, look, man, life comes at you fast. He, he's the hot thing. He wins Anaheim 1. A lot of people loved it. Uh, he's a champion. And obviously, we've all seen, you know, the social media stuff from Jason and everything else. And, dude, the fans cheered Travis when he crashed in the whoops. And that's a little much for me. Even the booing's a little much for me. But, yeah, you tell us what you think. Tell us what you wanted to talk about. Yeah, well, it's, it, I guess for me, it's hard to watch on TV because it feels like I'm watching the Jet Lawrence Supercross series. Yeah, because you know they talk about him so much. They're panning to him, you know, in the pits or walking to the starting line. So I think it's tough as a spectator. But you know, maybe somebody in his camp should kind of tell him, like, hey, you know, Feld is thirsty for a story, so they're pushing this maybe a little too hard. Mm -hmm. And maybe we should just be humble. Like, let's just kid has tons of talent. He's going to be around for a while. He's going to win races. So let's just be humble. You win five in a row, be like, ah, I got lucky. You know, everyone else was riding really good. I just got good starts. So, yeah. you know, I hope I can win another one. You know, I just feel like uh, people are – he's starting to rub people it, the wrong way. Well, he is. And so uh, in my talking to fans slash industry people, <clears throat> this isn't my opinion, but this is out there. You know, he said he's going for 72 wins, right? He, that was the thing he said which is a little much. He showed off some of his cars and things that he bought. Uh, you know, that for our uh, crowd, that's not always popular. And then, of course, he did the, the, the thing with Jason. where And then Jason put it out like, you know, Jet himself actually never contacted him, right? It was only all the people around Jet. And then you have the Feld thing over here too, Travis. And your point is well made. Uh, show him picking his gate. Uh, they're all in on the Jet Lawrence experience. Uh, and I think his camp is encouraging it. And this isn't coming from me because I don't care. 
I've seen James Stewart, Ricky Carmichael, Jeremy McGrath. So uh, Jet Lawrence is nothing different than those guys to me. He's on that level, but he's not different to me than those guys. But I'm saying I understand, Travis, some of these people with all this stuff that I just said. I get it. Yeah, I mean, yep. it, it makes sense. And, you know, the kid is young. So, obviously, he's still learning some things, especially how to handle all this hype and all the media. So, I mean, I, I think I'm more blaming people in his camp. People mm-hmm. in his camp just need to maybe handle it a little bit better. And, it, and, and, and if they think that's the right way to go, um, you know, right. that's their deal. But I, I don't think so that's, that's the right way to go. If you're in their camp, do you go to Feld? Do you go to Mike Mewey, Dave Prater, and say, hey, man, just a little less talk about us? Is that what you do? Like, how do you, how do you control that? Feld, Feld stands to profit from making Jet transcend the sport. Correct. That's why I mean, they're doing it, this. You know, it, it's almost for me just watching at, at home. It's all. It, it's like dark side on a first date. They seem so thirsty for a story. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a really good analogy. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would. I would go to Feld and be like, "Hey guys, let's slow down. He's going to be in this series for a long time. We want to." manage the fans and you know have a good experience for everybody let's just slow down a little bit now on the flip side some of the people i talk to like the vip programs two thousand dollars and that is a lot of money however other star yamaha is two thousand dollars also i believe like it's the same price so don't get on the lawrence's thing for trying to do something with different this vip thing that's that's not fair because the other programs are as much so yeah yeah, that's fine because that's that's all stuff that we don't see you know that's all kind of behind the scenes stuff but yeah as far as the TV stuff goes, man, it's a lot. I just think uh, we're having a little bit of Taylor Swift syndrome with Jet. That's <laughs> yeah. what I feel yeah. like. Yeah. That's uh, a good one, yeah. Like, I, there's a lot of Jet, and I said this on show last year. I go, great. He's always been nice to me when I've talked to him. Yeah. Uh, nice kid. Uh, dad, like his dad. Um, but it's the media slash TV that is saturating him which makes me not want to like him because i just get sick of hearing about it like that's it and i think most of the booze come from that versus the jason thing or the 72 win thing like oh i don't i think that i don't think so i think i think it's it is being forced on people the tv show and then when you add in the jason lawrence thing because jason lawrence isn't some massive popularity rider he's just a popular he's an average popularity guy you know so he's not like, you know, uh, Deegan or somebody else. So I just think when you add all of it, it cause, so I'm not saying it's Anderson Army. Right. If it was somebody hugely popular, it would be his army going after Jet. Jason doesn't have an army. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I just feel like if it was AP and he did that to AP, there might be like the, ooh, that's, that's why, because AP is so popular. No, but I'm saying it's such a small popularity rider that it still made people angry at Jet because of the TV stuff. Like even the slightest thing that he did right. gets people because because you have the TV stuff. Yeah, you know, like it, you know, again, if it's Brian, if it's Hayden Deegan, he does it too. Then Deegan Army is going to come down on him. We're comparing it, and maybe I don't remember, and you will because you're good at this. I know there was booing at Ricky at U.S. Open because yeah. I was there, right. and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, but then. It didn't leak into that much of the Supercross series, did it? It, it did out west. It did out west. Uh, Jeremy's house, right? SoCal guy. So absolutely, he heard a share of booze uh, on the West Coast when he was taking down McGrath. Was it as bad as the U.S. Open? No, because it was a confined arena. Right. But absolutely, okay. it took See, Ricky a few years. Yeah. This is the problem that I have, though. You, you guys are talking about Ricky getting booed and, and Jeremy getting booed. I think maybe maybe all those guys could have handled it a little bit better, too. 
Right. I think when you're starting to get booed, you need to change what you're doing and maybe sit down and think, hey, okay, maybe mm-hmm. they're never going to boo AP no matter how much you win. Well, let me ask you this, TP. Because <laughs> that's not his character. He's going to be a humble as asked the whole time. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. So you knew you were a crowd favorite because of your interviews, right? The post-race interviews that you did. Did you feel that as you started doing these? Did you kind of like, okay, I'm going to keep doing that because people like it? No, because I never knew when I was going to win. You know, it was always a crapshoot. So, hmm. you know, and, and I feel that's how, that's how these guys need to act. Like you need to go in thinking you're going to win and believing you're going to win every race, but don't perceive that to, you know, the media or to the fans, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just feel like AP has a good attitude. Eli has a good way of approaching it. E- even Jason Anderson. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, listen, um, going on the TV program, the Lawrences have their own preseason press conferences. They didn't this year, but the previous two years they did. They sell donuts in the pits, right, for for a couple of years now. They're, they're last year and this year they're selling donuts in the pits. They're, they, the, the camp around them have done a very good job of marketing them. So when you do all that, guess what? Shit happens. Shit happens. Yeah. You want no booze? You want no haters, quote-unquote? Be Eli Tomac. Post four times a year on social. Talk about how great everything is, and you're grinding away, and you'll get them in Detroit. Yeah. Like, that's just be that. So you can't have it both ways. If the Lawrence camp is upset, and they probably should be. I mean, god damn, the people were cheering when he hit the deck. That sucks. Yeah. They should also understand this comes with the game they have chosen to play. Here's the thing, too. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, and maybe I can read between the lines a little bit. When you're cheering, which you heard, I wasn't there when he crashed. Yeah. Uh, I think some of that is not, oh, yeah, he's on the ground. He might be hurt. He crashed. Ha, ha, ha. Yay. Well, he wasn't hurt. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm talking about the yeah, people in yeah. the stands. I think it's like, oh, my God, we, w- we might have a race now because he's not going to win. No. No? No. It's, oh. it's the kid hit the deck. Okay. And he's, and he's up, so he's not seriously hurt, so now we're cheering. Like, no hate comments, but if he slides out, I'm like, hell yeah, we're going to have a race. Because if he doesn't, yeah. I'm fucked. I'm watching the Well, he wasn't more. winning that one. But, but like, most of the time, if yeah. he's up front, yeah. that's game. Yeah, TP, interesting, yeah. Um, I, I, I have a question for you guys. Yes. Have you guys done the rest, race tech rant yet? No. No. My um, race tech rant is actually going to be about Peyton, but go ahead. Oh, crap. Yeah. Because I, I wouldn't mind to be about Chris. Is, is, oh. is, do we have time for that? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's move. He's always yeah, got time absolutely. for that. Absolutely. Yeah, we got time for that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Race tech rant, racetech.com. Go ahead, Travis. Yeah, I just feel like I've been wanting. So, Chris, uh, I'm going to talk for maybe two or three minutes uninterrupted. <laughs> Don't don't jump in. Okay. okay, I'll let you know when when I'm done, and right. then you can respond. Copy. Okay. Yes. So it's just been bothering me lately how I, I've been listening to your shows and saying how the uh, new YZ is not as good as the old YZ. And then I start seeing the shootouts, and then talking to other riders, and seeing you know the results from this weekend, and it seems that everybody else thinks that it's a better bike on top of that your bikes are highly modified gilly tuned you know machines Mm -hmm. so when do we remember the stock setting so i just feel like in the future when we comment about the yz we need to have a disclaimer saying Mm -hmm. i'm the only one in the media who believes this (laughs) but Okay. Right on the bottom. Right on the bottom. Yeah. 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 On the bottom. Yeah. yeah. I think there needs to be a disclaimer everywhere. Yeah. Okay. On the website on the shirts. <laughs> on the shirts. 
let me know. know. Let me just let me know when you're done, and I'll talk. Uh, that's it. I'm done. Uh, for one, Travis, my friend, he he doesn't he doesn't come around much, so he sees what he wants to see. Uh, I speak what it's an opinion. It's not a fact, and I say this on my shows. I go, here's what I think. If you want to believe Jody, if you want to go to Don, do whatever that makes you happy. But here's what I feel. Uh, I also am not blind to the fact, yes, I do have a nice bike to race. But I also, Travis forgets, I buy my own bike uh, per year. I always buy one bike per year. And normally, those are not ghillie-tuned. If anything, it's an Enzo spec. It's pretty much stock. And I do go back and forth on both bikes. So... My opinion is I preferred the more planted feel of a 22YZ, but I also understand where the new bike is better. Travis is very, very, it's like when I used to go to Yamaha and talk to an engineer. If you said their product was somewhat bad, they would look like you. You're a piece of shit. I don't like you. I want another test rider. This is Travis. He's very close to this. It's his baby. This is what he's developed. So with any negativity, very, very, uh, I feel like Travis should be more humble. You know? No, 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 no. See, this, this is where you're wrong because <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm the YZ's harshest critic because I know what it needs to do better. He does because I yeah. ride the damn thing so much. Yep. So, you know, if if, if you want to pick the Cowie, okay, there, there's some positive things to the Cowie, okay, but. Old YZ to new YZ, I just can't wrap my brain around it. Me neither. I can't either. Yep. Nope. Love it. Dude, 22 uh, YZ was great. It was a great motorcycle. Okay, going in a straight line. But, I mean, we're we're not desert racers. We We have corners. Yeah. Travis, did you or did you not ride my old bike and you thought it was really good? Yeah, okay, but we, we've discussed this. So, yes, your old bike was really good, but the difference between your old bike and your new bike is I feel just as stable on your new bike, maybe a little bit less on the straightaway, but I make up for it in the corners because I can stand mm-hmm. in a rut on your new bike. I never could stand in a uh, rut I on can't, the old bike. You can't. Couldn't do Listen, it. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and argue, my friend. I love Travis, and he's not completely wrong. The, the bike is great. Like, I, I've, I'm going to pick a 450 to purchase, and I've said this in many of my shows that he doesn't listen to. Uh, I will buy a Yamaha first thing, because it's easiest to hop on and ride and enjoy. It's a great bike. Great bike. But if you were going to ask me, Kiefer, are you going to buy a brand new 22 or a brand new 24? I'm like, huh, I'd go brand, buy a brand new that, 22. That's crazy talk. That's alcohol talk. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, Steve. Yeah. I mean, if you, you Cowie, whatever, yeah. but I mean, 22, no. Yeah. No, no. No. I'm having such a great time riding my 24, Travis, at Mesquite and, and Glen Helen. I'm loving it. Shredding. Shredding. Thank you, Peyton. Um, okay, Travis. 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 Yes. I love you. Uh, <laughs> I love you too. Travis, thanks for the calling. Uh, seriously, I appreciate it because at one point, Travis, you know, talking about the podium speeches, everyone loved you. You got into it with Stu. People were sided with you a lot on that incident with Stu back in the day. Like, you kind of you have lived the crowd's fickleness, you know? So. Um, yeah, I think it. Uh, I think you're well versed to, to speak about this and, and good stuff. Good points, man. Thank you. Well, yeah. Th- thanks for giving me a call. All right. Thanks, Travis. See ya. See you guys. All right. See, ya. that's Travis Preston, everybody. Wow, we got a lot of star-studded callers today. Um, 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, great to have Travis's opinion on it. <laughs> it's, this is the shit we talk about in the in the living room. Yeah, for two hours. Yeah, yeah. And he's mad. He does get mad. He gets fired yeah. up. Yeah, he does. Uh, all right. Hey, so I um, got another caller calling in unexpectedly. Oh, but it? I don't know if too many. I don't know if either one of you are aware of. Look, the the the, the Joe Schmoda thing. It's not working out well, right? We just talked about earlier. No podiums. It's not working out great. Uh, are either one of you aware of the Schmoda Realist? Uh, no. Don't know exactly who it is. I've heard you talk about him. Yeah, I'm saying, have you heard me talk about him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've heard yep. me talk about him, the Schmoda Realist. Yep. Um, and um, so he's a gentleman who's kind of like, he's not he's not a hater. He, we had changed the name. We called him Schmoda Hater for a while, but he didn't like that name. He wanted to be called Schmoda Realist because he, he has nothing against Joe personally. He has nothing against Joe you know, professionally. He just doesn't necessarily believe in Joe's championship potential race wins sure okay but from start to finish he's not a believer and it is the, the gentleman has a point later on in the series joe gets better but he's been talked about for a title guy for two years now three years actually three years this year 23 and 22 hey schmoder could win right uh and he hasn't and he's Probably not going to win this out this this indoor title. He's probably too far back already. First year at Factory Honda, and so I've bring this up on our pods across the network. The Schmoda hater. I had to change his name to the Schmoda realist when he when he once did that. Uh, but he's actually on the line. We have the Schmoda realist calling in. So, um, but he had to disguise his voice. <laughs> Do so, I know who this person? That'll be good. You know who this person is. <clears throat> okay. He's in the industry. Yep. Uh, and, and but he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't right. want to be outed. Yep. So um, do I know him? You know him too, probably, Kay. probably. Right. Uh, and this gentleman, just the Schmoda realist, <laughs> wanted to call in and just, you know. So let's 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 get him on here. Uh, the gentleman, like I said, he's disguised his voice. But is this the Schmoda realist? Hello, hello, <laughs> hello. Realist. This is so good. So you are you? Well, and I, first off, Steve, thank you for calling me the realist because i do not want to be the hater right that is um yeah that is, that is un uncalled for when um simply this has come about from me just simply taking the stance that i do not think shimoda is a title contender right right nothing that, personally that, that yeah, nothing, all, nothing personal yeah 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 um yes but i believe or go ahead do you feel like another year of vindication here Say it again, you broke up. Do you feel like you have another year of vindication, like you are vindicated again? Oh, uh, I mean, I don't know, I guess. But, I mean, simply, I, I, I disagree with a lot of people within this industry, I guess, that he that do believe he is a title contender. And I just think he is currently missing some things that it takes to be a title contender. It's That's it. Um you know, I, I think he's a great writer. I think he's a great story. I think um, he's highly marketable. Um, you know, but when you're with, when you're in the cool group too, and you know, you have the agent everyone likes, and you're you're easy to to like and and be a fan of. You're a great writer. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make you a title contender. Um, and and yeah, I just I I don't see it. I don't see the title contender part. Race winner every once in a while, sure, sure. Steady top five guy, sure. Just not a title contender for me. Ever. Do, you, do you feel like when he's out of this thing, he's going to win some races? That's what we've seen. When 
when everyone's like, oh, it's a bad season or whatever, he pulls it off. Yeah, that's that I think is just a result of one of his weaknesses, which I believe is pressure mm -hmm. and consistency. Um, I believe the pressure is even greater in his new at being the sole focus of the team, I think that makes it tougher. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's it's a lot easier to ride uh, nerves free and carefree when you're 30 points out of the lead. Right. And you're right. kind of being hired to be the guy in the points lead. I think it's much easier to ride your best when when there is no title pressure. I have to say, I didn't always agree with you, Shmoda Realist. I I you know I kind of pushed back at times, and but I mean, people want to say his bike broke at San Francisco, and it did. But guess what happened before that? He fell and he was in 14th before his bike broke. So, like, I'm kind of coming around, Schmoda Realist. I really am. Yeah. You know? It, yeah. You're making some points. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's poised to take the next level. But I just don't know if I see him. Um, I personally feel it's tough to say, but it is my opinion. I, I personally feel he lacks a bit of grit. And, and, and that's something that uh, I feel is a requirement to be a champion. And I mm -hmm. kind of feel he lacks a little bit of that. Any comments to the Shimoda realist here? With these uh, gentlemen? Oh, man. I, I, I'm a little bit of a, and if it's the person that I think it is, um, I have a little bit of an argument. I feel like, uh, yes, we are seeing a, a bad spell, but I think he is a title contender. Um, when? Maybe. But, but when? When has he been? When, when, no, he hasn't when been has he, yet. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying I think he can be. You're saying he will not be ever. Well, yeah, and I, and I should take back ever. Ever is a strong word, but I don't feel he has been in the title talk ever yet in his career, but all of the media have been putting him in it for over two years now. Mm -hmm. Myself included. Myself included, everybody. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> no, he's not. He I like Joe, been, but he's he not wrong. He should have been the SMX champion. Do you guys agree? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he choked a little bit there, right? I feel like. <laughs> Listen, the Smota Realist has got a point here, and I keep saying this on my shows. It's been two years of this Smota hater turned Smota Realist saying these things, and I'm like, ah, and then I'm like, holy shit. Like, Smota Realist has got a point here because if – I were you worried, Smota Realist – about this year? Like, were you worried or no? No. <laughs> okay. Would give an indication that I want him to fail, and I don't. Yeah. So, uh, I, and I, I don't, no, I wouldn't worry about that. And I don't want to be right. I'm, trust me, it's fine to be right. I, I'd rather be right than wrong, of course. Mm -hmm. But I just think that, and, and honestly, maybe it, it is the title talk that is adding the pressure when I just, especially in Supercross, I think outdoors, is more he's closer to the title talk outdoors than he is indoors mm -hmm. for me. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just don't think it's fair to even put him in that conversation just yet, especially with to his credit. Am I right? One. Okay. Uh, yeah. How many wins? One or two, Steve? Uh, Supercross wins. Yeah. Or two. Uh, two. 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 Yeah, I think two. Two. I don't know. Uh, Marks, how many wins does Sparta have? Stand by. Okay. I think two. I think so, too. Yeah. But, uh, and then two outdoors? One outdoor? Iron Man. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. It's, uh, it's got to be tough. Uh, oh. 
Shimoda Realist, have you discussed this? And I don't know for sure if you know him. I don't know if you're in the orbit of Lars Lindstrom. Have, have you discussed this? Or no, I am. I'm not in the orbit of Lars Lindstrom. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because I, I, I've, I've mentioned you to Lars. We have a guy, Shimoda Hater. I used. To, this was before you were Shimoda Realist, and he thought it was pretty funny. But yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Um. Anything else for the Shimoda Realist? I'm glad we got this out there. Yeah. And now people know it's not me. Like, I was saying it on our shows because he knows a lot of us. We have a lot of mutual friends. Uh, one Supercross win, according to Travis Marks. Okay. And people thought it was still me. And I'm glad to, you know. I think if uh, if he's going to do it, Phoenix is going to be a good race for him because it fits his riding style, but how smooth I he is. I think the point of the Schmoda Realist, and my point, he's already contender. out of this thing. Right, I understand It's not that. race wins. I understand that. But it takes a race win to get going, right? <laughs> okay, sure, it does do that. <laughs> sure, which we know he can do. I'm not disputing he can win races, but it's a lot easier to win races when you're 30 points off the lead. Yeah, yep. Um, well, I'm glad we got this out there. And I, honestly, and I like Joe. He's a real friendly guy. Uh, all the Honda guys I are like great. I like Joe, too. Yep. Uh, but I'm starting to come around to the Shimoda Realist. I really am. I thought it was going to be different this year. I did. I thought Honda, Lawrence Bikes looked awesome. Uh, Soul Focus, uh, not buried in a team. Uh, I, I'm like, I was on board. Is the Shimoda Realist. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I think that is a, a even a, a larger compliment to the Lawrences for how they made that bike look the last couple of years. Yeah. I, I don't think he has improved his motorcycle going from green to red. So, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I guess, yeah, uh, I don't know what to say. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Shimoda Realist, for calling in. Does the Shimoda Realist and the Mandarin hang out? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The Mandarin, no one knows who the Mandarin is either. Hmm. So, yeah. I'm not is sure. the Mandarin out here east with me? Yeah. Yeah, he's deep, deep in the woods. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, well, have a good show, guys. All right, thank you, Shimoda Realist. Thank you. Appreciate it. Fantastic. Great to have him call in. Is that the first time you ever had a disguised caller? I think so. It's pretty has, good. Has to be. It was good. That was really good. I don't know what, what the Shimoda Realist is using, but I, I would like to use that also. Um, good stuff from the Shimoda Realist. Should do that again. Uh, I got a tweet saying that the Realist is JT money all day. No, you could, clear that you, up. you could hear JT's how he talks. That's not how he talks. That's the, okay. There's a lot of that on, on YouTube, too. Which That is JT? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. First of all, it's 918 in Idaho. JT is fast asleep. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what he wants you to do. Fast think. asleep. Got some explaining to do. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Um, hey, so, uh, all right. Race Tech Rant. Let's do that. What's I, the number to call in? 702? 586-7857-Y. 586. Oh, boy. Lots what is, of colors tonight. Five, yeah, what are, what are we doing? 586 what? 7857? 7857. Thank you. What, what's, what's the... What uh, are we doing? Nothing. I'm just getting someone else wants to call in. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have like 18 million. <laughs> I got a lot of topics to talk. I got to talk about the sphere. No, we can talk about that on the rental reaction. Let's save that. No, we got to talk about the expectations for the sphere. Let's talk about this video. Okay. They have video too. All right. Race Tech rant. Uh-oh. Racetech.com. Pulpamex24. <clears throat> code to save. Uh, this is directed towards Peyton tonight. Oh, shit. Um, 
But it's not your fault, but it is your fault. Oh, no. Uh, okay, Racetech Rant. Please use those guys. Great company. Have you tested anything Racetech lately? You not yet. Anything? Not, not yet. a lot. Okay. Uh, Pulpmax24 is code to save. Thank you to those guys. They do motor work. They do suspension work. Get your bike working right for your weight and or speed. Racetech.com. Thank you to those guys. Um, okay, Peyton. Okay, I'm ready. <sighs> okay. Um, I wrenched for 11 years. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two factory teams. Two top privateer riders in the Supercross series. I have one national win in the mud. Kelly Smith, 2000. Shout out. Mm-hmm. And a Summercross win with McGrath race, so sort of counts. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am a massive fan of the sport. I looked at guys like J-Bone and Goose and even Williamson, friends of mine. And they just won so many races. And I also used to think, like, what would that be like if that was me? I'd have Oakley ads like J-Bone and bonus money. And I'd be a superstar. Skip. I see Skip all the time. Skip went every weekend with just winning. Yeah. You motherfucker. You. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. You have worked as a pro mechanic at the races four times. Oh, twice in the 450 main event. No. Yeah. Okay. And I'm counting. I'm I'm counting. Okay, let's do that. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Twice. Twice. You have one 450 Supercross win. Correct. You're a one for two. Yes. You also won Paris. That's right. Same year. Same year. And then you lost Paris this year. You are... My point is you're two for four. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because I count Paris as a pretty big deal. Okay, so yes, four total. You've <clears throat> got two fucking win. Like, it's ridiculous. I worked 11 years and got one win in the mud. Yeah. You show up <laughs> and you win Anaheim one yeah. as a mechanic for Ken yeah. Roxon. Uh-huh. Paris. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit, man. It's fucking bullshit. It's funny you say that because I was texting uh, Alex Peanut. Oh, yeah. Uh, texting him yesterday. You know, yeah. Time, congratulations. I said, hey, we're tied in 450 wins. Oh, yeah. And he goes, yeah, but I got a lot more starts than you. Like saying, yeah. you know, like yeah. you, you did yeah. it in two or one, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, at one point, you were two for two. At one yeah. point, I was you, two for you, two. You were never losing as a mechanic. When I was in Oakland, I had people walking up to me <laughs> because you were talking about it. And they said, hey, there's no pressure. You go three for three tonight. Oh, I, I was. Did I do that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I just, I'm, look, congratulations, <laughs> but fuck off. You know, like, I just, like, it sucks. Obviously. I, I, I would, I would, do you know how much I would have, where I would have my <laughs> plaque for a 450 Supercross win in this studio and how much I would talk about it? Like, uh, you know, I would just, every show I would start off with, here's my plaque. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I guess I don't look back on it as much as I should. It was like, it happened so quick, you know? Like, I know I talked about it when I called in uh, last time, but like, it was just that weird thing with COVID and, you know, Lars calls and he's like, hey, dude, I need you to get the track right now. And I'm like, for what? And he's like, you're in. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, he talked to Brandon Wilson and uh, I think it was Bill Savino. And they're like, yep, yep, bring him in. We're going to yeah, do this. Yeah. And I, by the time I got my credential, we had 30 minutes. We went out for press day. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, it, 
it just happened so fast. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it yeah, was uh, just there we go. I remember like going to um after the race going to um tech or I mean um impound. Yeah. And beside me is Carlos. Yeah. And then I can't remember who got third. But yeah, I'm just sitting there, right? And you know, Carlos is like, Oh, good job, good job and I'm like, damn, this is for real. <laughs> like it it was it was awesome and it was I don't know, it just happened so fast. Yeah. Like I had no time for eleven years. <laughs> I had no time to prepare for it and it eleven. It's like you won the lottery. Pretty eleven much. years. Eleven, uh. Timmy. I mean Timmy was a potential race winner. <laughs> uh, on on his day, he qualified quickest four times. Yeah. Uh in two thousand three, like he got a lot of podiums. We got on the box, I think, four, five times in Supercross in 03. No. Four or five times. So it's podiums. Fuck you. Race I'm, Tech Rant. Peyton I mean, Stevenson. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just sitting there. I can see it in your eyes. Just I, cocky. I thought it was just... Cocky. Yeah, it was just easy. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> okay, that's enough. It's, it's, <laughs> that's it's enough. so easy. <laughs> that's enough. I showed up and we won. What else do you want me to do? Race Tech Rant of the Night. Peyton Stevenson. <laughs> And his goddamn 450 Supercross win. It sucked because I was calling Jordan so much, too. And, oh, yeah. And he's like, he's happy, you know, for me. Yeah. But at the same time, he's like, same thing, that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, yeah. like is it in the world of mechanics, <clears throat> is being on the practice squad, that's what I call them, look down upon if you're not a race mechanic? Or is it, like we talked about before the show, I feel like it's the best of both worlds. You don't have to travel. I feel like you right. get paid a good amount, yep. and you get to stay home and work on bikes. Do you know how many people have to top factory mechanics have saying, hey, when you're done with your job, can you let me know? Because that's what I want to do. Right. Like, more, I mean, I probably count five guys. I, I talked to AP's practice guy. Yep. Same thing. He's like, dude, I love it. Yeah. I mean, he was a factory guy. He was a race guy, you know, at JGR. Yeah. And um, I, see him, I see him. I see him. Wes Hunter. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, And... I mean, I see him often, and yeah, he loves it. Yeah. Um, to me, I, I I don't love it because you're working on water trucks and the track and boats and does that like <sighs> you know put together this playset. I mean, that kind of stuff. The water truck stuff, that stuff really doesn't exist anymore because nobody owns their own facility anymore. Yeah, true, right? Right, like Alden okay. has his guys that work yeah. there, and we have our guys that work there. Yeah. Um, back like Mike McQuillan days with Chad. Yeah. And it's just Chad's. Maybe place. that's my that's my impression, right, Mike? was doing everything <laughs> yeah. for sure and he lived like on the property yes, yes. so he was fixing water trucks or he was you go karts go karts right um so that doesn't really exist anymore uh-huh um i did do a, quite a bit of stuff um like when when your rider's injured you do a lot for them yeah. right like yep. washing bolts or whatever because you're still getting paid so you want to justify something yeah yeah um but like ever since ken had kids and now i have kids Really, it's just a lot of just straight bike stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, do you get, the practice guys get bonuses when your riders win? Um, everyone's structured different. Okay. Um, mine would just be more or less like a championship. Okay. Um, you know, like Christmas bonus and stuff like that. You know, your guys saying thanks and um, and whatnot. But I think there are some guys that um, probably get a little bit of race win bonus. And how much contact do you have between race team and you? You you guys talking a lot? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That was uh that was a hard transition a little bit from Honda to Suzuki, but if you could have like Suzuki now they they do really good job. Like I talk to Larry all the time. Um, obviously Ken just got a new mechanic, so we're kind of building a new relationship as well. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I talked to those guys. Yeah, and Hardo used to work for AP at Star. He's been around a long time. He, he worked 1110 mods, for God's sake. Right. If you can survive 1110 mods like <laughs> Billy Hardo, you, you're good. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I talk to those guys all the time, and, and they're always trying to help me, and I'm trying to help them. And, uh, yeah, it's it's good. Like you said, you can you can kind of go to the race if you want, or you can stay home. Hmm. And Just, yeah, t- he flew private this weekend, though. You know? uh, well, Did you really? Yeah, yeah. you know, God, that's what happens. That's yeah. awesome. Practice guys. Practice guys. Fuck. Private, private. <laughs> and fuck you. 11 years. <laughs> 11 years. I don't know what to tell you, Steve. I just don't know. What, I don't know. <sighs> you guys what to you got to race that grant? I uh, don't. You don't? No. Okay. Uh, let's get some phone calls here. Um, lines are full. Lines are jammed. Uh, Sean on five. Oh, he's gone. Uh, Eddie, what's up? Is this Eddie Larratt? This is he. What up, Eddie? How are you? What's happening, guys? What's up, bud? Good, good. How are you guys? Good. Hi, Edward. Good. Hey, hey so, uh, hey, Chris. So, my, uh, my, it's not really a rant. It's a more of a question for you and Chris. Okay. So my question is about our buddy Dark. Mm, when yeah. does Dark when does Dark get his own identity and become Jamie and not Steve Mathis's and Chris Seifer's protege? Mm. Good question. Good I mean question. What, like when does that transition cuz I mean I don't He's got to get his wings and fly. Like, yeah, he's yeah, got to get his I mean, wings and fly. Did. Didn't ah. he fly? Didn't he fly the other day in, in Chris's spare bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, I mean, I'll go ahead, Steve. I, I, to me, you know, I don't want to go on and on about how he changed his life, and I don't want to go on and on about how we yeah. got him jobs, and I don't want to go on and on about how we, we he, everything he has is, deserves <laughs> to us, and I don't want to go on and on about <laughs> us. But I think truly for Dark to break away, yes, he can't. Yeah. Live at Kiefer's for three weeks with Heather yeah. serving him dinner, lunch, and, and uh, breakfast. And, you know, he can't want to come on the show. He has to just cut us out of his life. Mm. That's how he breaks away. And he's, he's our friend, so he's not going to do that. But right. if he wants yeah. to get his wings and fly, I think he has to clip Chris and I, and he doesn't want to do that. So I don't know if it ever happened. But, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that, like, I mean, I wouldn't want to do that. Like, say, you know, I, I work with Chris over at Keeper and Racer X, whatever, and yep. Aiden, and like, hey, if you want to, you know, which I've already kind of established myself in the industry, but hey, if you want to do your own testing outlet, you can't no longer talk to Chris. Like, you have to go do your own thing. It's like, well, no, he's my buddy. He helped me get to where I am. But at some point in his time, like, you know, Jamie's got his, his job at Vital. You know, you see him on all these. I watch all these post-race conferences because mm-hmm. I love looking at these guys' facial expressions and stuff when they're up there talking. And, and Jamie's asking like pretty knowledgeable questions. Yeah. He doesn't sound like a fool up there. Like I was just curious. Like I don't know at what point. I, think I want to say does I mean Dark Side will always be Dark Side, but at what point does Dark Side become Jamie Guida from Vital MX? No, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah, look no. at Peyton says no so. either. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, I think we look at Dark Side was created from the Pulp Show, right? He was a listener. He came here. Uh, yeah, everyone knows Dark Side. I mean, he had he had like when you have Dark Side on. tattooed on your stomach, you're Dark Side <laughs> for the rest of your freaking life, man. Like this is who you are, and you have to embrace it. Right. I think little right. by little he is breaking away, uh, but there are things that you know, just like just like you said, we've helped him. Uh, right. sow some oats over the the trip here in California. And yeah. It's been a, a year dry right. spell. Dipped so the dog. He dipped the dog, and we've had a hand in that. I think when he has right. his own uh, 
little bit like he, he got a chick maybe without Heather and I help and just just right. you know just does things like doing it on your own. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He just has to he has to get away from us like in the mafia when right. you're a, a mafia boss and you get a young whippersnapper in to to get into the mob and yeah. you tell him, "Hey, you got to kill that guy to get in the in our mob gang and he kills the guy and now right. he's he's always underneath you. Uh-huh. He's your protege. Right. He, he's underneath, he's in mob. Dark's in our mob. You know, he, he's gotten in there and now we are, you know, in his little we're in the mafia and he's underneath us. <laughs> he's our uh what do you call that? Um I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a mob guy. <laughs> I'm not either, but I've seen plenty yeah. of mob movies. Yeah, I don't spend much time in the mob, Steve, so I can't help you out. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just saying, he, you know, he's, unfortunately yeah. for him, that, that's it. He's in. He's got. Here's another thing, too. All the, all these darkites that I call them, mm-hmm. there's this little, these little darkites that are out yeah. there. You guys are dicks. Yeah, yeah. The, the guys that tell him that I'm an asshole. Yeah, you're an yeah, ass. Yeah, you guys yeah. need to fucking lay off of Jamie. Like, look, no. Travis called in. Do you see the shit that I get? This is what happens yeah. amongst friends. Like, yeah. we give him shit. Yeah. He gives it back. People think we're really yeah. piling on, which, look it, I would Mark's, never Mark's do. Marks lives every episode of this show to make me look bad. That's what he lives for. <laughs> <laughs> he he I would, lives. I would not do that. I yeah. would never do anything dark wouldn't want. Like, all the things that we say right. and do, he's like, he laughs and he's, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah my dick uh, was yeah, super we, small. We were, yeah. we, were, we were ripping the Dez last week when you were out in Georgia playing whatever you're doing out there. But he, uh, like, I talked to him a little bit out there while we were riding, and, and for his, whatever you call it, his dark ice, like, it's not even like that with Jamie. Like, Jamie's all on board. He's not offended with anything you guys say. He actually embraces it and has a good time with it. Yeah. But I was just kind of wondering, like, is there ever a mm. path? I mean, he doesn't necessarily, like, he'll always be dark, right? He'll always be dark. So I guess I misspoke when I said he goes from dark to Jamie Guida. Does he ever get the opportunity to just be like, oh, yeah, our buddy, dark side, you know? It doesn't always have to be, we built this guy, we, you know. No, I think it does. The little steel. No, I think it does. Yeah, I think it does. He's got his own shirts now, by the way, available on PonyPod.com. Yeah, Yeah, dark shirts. I saw that. Um, That's great. That's smart. Celebrate the man that just dipped his dog. Yeah. Dag. Dag. Times two. With I, a 50, I mean, Eddie, look, look. It, 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 reload? He, he's our friend. We like Absolutely. him. He likes us. Yeah. And he's going to get some ribbing, unfortunately. But he brings a lot of it on himself. Thank he you. really does. He, he does. brings he it. He does. Some of it on himself. I, and, and we just keep saying, Dark, what are you doing? Right. And then he's like, oh. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Eddie. Coming down here, Steve, so we can ride these blue crew bikes together. Oh, dude, listen, I am feeling so good on the dirt bike right now. I am. I. I, I don't know. I need to ride. Yeah. Uh-oh. Maybe Wednesday. Come, come down. Maybe Wednesday. Come down to GH so we can shadow, shatter those spirits. You're you go to the sphere. Wednesday night. Oh, oh that's so ride and then go to the sphere. sphere. Yeah. Oh, what a day that would be. Well, I just. What if I get hurt? Woo. Oh yeah. I, mean, I can't go to the sphere. Oh god. Okay. Thanks, Eddie. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, a couple more questions. I like Dick Cheese. Uh, there we go. Uh, Bill, you got a question for Kiefer about a YZ450? Yeah, the the current gen, uh, the new YZ450, is it? Uh, is there something, does it kind of feel funky on the initial lean-in on the no. car? No. You, hmm. Nope. Like, what do you mean funky? Like once you, well, it just doesn't feel like it wants to do it, but once you're in there, it feels great. <laughs> Whoa. Yes, it does, sir. I agree. Yes, it does. Uh, For me, no, I think the tip in on the new bike is a little better. 
Um, I'm going to say something super weird. <laughs> but uh, I, I know sometimes people don't get along with that. I don't know what front tire you're using. And, uh, it's still it's still got the stock. Uh, yeah. Whatever comes on the twenty four. Yeah, MX thirty three front is Mission not my stock favorite. Six. Yeah. Uh, so you might want to try a different front, and that will help. And then fork height is very crucial on that bike. So you would think sometimes running up higher will help you t tip in, but honestly, I found out um, just running about one oh four of sag and a three mil on the fork does help it out, kind of calm down to lean it in. All right, uh, clutch. Oh boy, I that fucking thing is. I think I've got seven hours on it, and it's slipping, and it seems like there's a few other people that have it that it's – it sounds like the spring's the weak spot. Mm. Which is great. Uh, well, well here, I mean, it is great, but it seems like it's slipping a little too soon. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a clutch guy myself, so I screw clutches up pretty quick, so I can last about 8 to 10 online, and then I have to change it out. Um, but I've tried other springs, and – I always went back to a stock spring, but I'm using hints and plates, and that seemed to help a little bit. Um, okay. Also, going to hydraulic clutch um, has helped me with plate life. Um, so, depending on what you want to do, if you you're I'm a clutch dragger, so I burn through clutches. But there's not just some remedy like, oh, now I got 20 hours. KTM has the best clutch. You're just going to burn clutches through a Yamaha if you use the clutch a lot. That is a diaphragm type on that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. new. For sure. And then yeah. one more thing. Is, uh, AC, is he going to be a victim of never switching a brand? Mm, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. His, his contract's up at the end of this year. So I think he's going to be out this weekend, by the way, in case you're wondering. Uh, I think he's going to be out until his hand heals up. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Stay tuned, I think. His contract's up. It's a big year for him. All right. Thanks, thanks, thanks man. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank mm. you. Appreciate the call. I wish uh, I was a woman so I could feel a dick inside of me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I stand by that, by the way. I stand by it. Okay. Uh, Brent's That's on, right. Brent's on three. Brent, did you think JT was the uh, the Shimoda realist? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. I have a um, – am I on? Can yeah, you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. What's up? Fuck yeah. What's up, Mathis? Keeper? What's up? Hey. Um, uh, no, I, I'm a okay. firm believer. Um, I think, uh, I think our boy Truman is, uh, okay. is 100% the, uh, realist. Okay. Fair enough. Also, um, got, got a quick question. Is there any chance that we can get about a three minute segment, 180 seconds tops of, uh, JT story time? about uh, freezy i know that'd be good i know freezy i know freezy is living rent free in jt's head yep and you know there's there's plenty of reasons why but can we just get you know well speaking of dan speaking of truman truman would also jt truman would be also great on that too because there was a brawl in the pits one time with <laughs> Vince's dad and Dan and JT and Vince. Wow. So that's a great story also. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I'm here for it. Okay. Everyone's here for it. Okay. Uh, I will I will look into um, this. I will try to make it happen. I'd like that. I don't know if JT – JT's very corporate now. Maybe he doesn't want to do that, but it's great. Yeah. So. Real quick, I got I got to give a quick shout-out, 30 seconds. First off, Kiefer, dude, if Philip – if uh, if Lewis is on – 
skip most of the show, but I will listen to every second that Keeper's on. Love it, bud. I appreciate that. Um, Thank you. And uh, and and second, I want to give a shout out to two uh, Pulp MX Fantasy players that I am uh, currently kicking their ass nice. every week. Love it. Uh, one of them, one of them, Heather's Rack, <laughs> and the second one, uh, Cold Ceiling. Cold Ceiling. Okay. You All know, right. uh, one or two of them have made more mains than I have. Um, but okay. you know, yeah. fantasy is a different game. It is, and, and I love it. Well, hopefully so. Heather's rack gets some revenge on it. Right, let's yeah. get Heather's yeah, rack like up that. there. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's a it's a glorious thing, and a, and I'm sure it's a beautiful sight sight to see. Uh, uh, but I do love uh, beating them every thanks, week man. in fantasy. Yeah, so thanks for the call. Time. No, great. Thank you for playing. Love the show. All right, see thanks. Ya. Thanks, thank buddy. you. Appreciate it. All right, everybody, we still have more callers. we got the X-Brand Goggle Tariffs coming up, motorsport.com. Uh, tweet at tits, as well as Tyler Porter's coming in from liftedtruckforsale.com. Uh, we got our buddy, Janky Mike. Janky? Is this Janky Mike? Um, hello, gentlemen. Hello, Janky. How are you? Uh, I'm well. How are all you guys? First of all, I want to clear something up really quick. Uh, yeah. There is nothing wrong with any Yamaha product. Thank um, you. There, wow. There is a man that uh, works there. Very tall guy, uh, has his shirt off a lot. Mm-hmm. He's, I would say, I would almost say he's a god. Thank like, you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I mean, I mean, Peter and I are best friends, but you know, he and I, we have something special. He, uh, he beats Stu in a title chase. Right. I mean, what yes, he, you know, that is worth something. That yeah. is worth something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're putting that type of energy and knowledge into, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. R and D, it's you're only going to get greatness. And Janky, it sucks that guys like Chris want to tear him down. Yeah, you know? he just wants to shit. I'm, yeah. I mean, just shit all over him. It's yeah. really just run it right down. Uh, Janky, so I saw you at Anaheim, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? Your lovely wife was with you, the one that you yes. called in and told yep, us that story that's about. One. Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Uh, off. Yep, that's yep, the one. That's the one. Uh, and then, uh, oh, by the way, how's the drugs? Are we good? How we, how's the drugs oh, going? Well, well, first of all, let's just say the reason I can afford to do this Jet Lawrence program is because there's no more drugs in my life. Okay, yeah, that's great. Okay, fantastic. So, I yeah. mean, kind of trade one for the it, other, but a, at least this one's not. Drugs are ruining my life. It's a crazy story. I'm glad you're doing well, Janky. Um, well, thanks. So you did the Jet Lawrence VIP thing. Um, yes. That's awesome. Uh, that's my, good. Yeah. yeah. My wife and I decided to do it. Um, for some reason, I don't know why, my son is a huge Jet Lawrence guy. Like, yeah. we've gone riding, and he's like, I'm going to go ride like Jet Lawrence. I'm like, I don't even know where this came from. I really don't. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It's a cool experience. Uh, it was expensive. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, two grand a person is yeah. it's not cheap. Yeah, but it's the same price uh, as the Star stuff, too. i got to point that out. Like, it, it is the same I know, price. No, absolutely. As and, yeah. and from kind of some of the information I got, it's not necessarily like Lawrence being greedy or whatever. It's a Feld thing, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got to um, share. Feld needs their cut, so everybody has to right, make it worth their while. Right. Absolutely. And we're like, you know, it, our kid loves Jet Lawrence. Let's just go spend the whole Saturday and do it. It was... A really good time. Like, was it expensive? Yeah, absolutely it was. But I got to do a bunch of stuff that I had never gotten to do before. I mean, we got to go down on the floor for opening ceremonies. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, all the kind of inner workings of the stadium. Got to do the track walk with the riders, which was super cool. Uh, Did you? Saw you on the track walk? Yeah, saw saw me. Uh, There's also, um, I went to the VIP program. There's video games. There's like foosball and video games. Uh, Top Golf? Yeah. uh, Golden Tee. Golden Tee. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. Thank God those were there, I will say, because I have a four-year-old. And uh, Kiefer knows the attention span of my child. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if those weren't – I'm not kidding. If those weren't there, I we wouldn't have made it. 
No way. <laughs> Don't you always uh, you get a, like a gift box or something? Or yeah, I think you yeah, do. we did get a gift box. We got like we each got uh, Lawrence jersey, Hunter jersey, or I mean Hunter and Jed jerseys. Uh, they were extra small, which I thought was interesting. But I did the math on that. I would imagine. That's because people, if they give you larges, people are probably shady and trying to sell them for mm. like full price as worn by Jet and Hunter or something. Probably, probably, yeah. Because people are um, shitty. Yeah. Uh, uh, did it, was we it, got goggles. Oh. Yes. Uh, what yeah, else? I mean, it was, a, it was a really cool swag bag. You had donuts? Um, uh, we did get donuts, yeah. Mm-hmm. I Honestly, I didn't try any. My kid did. His face was covered in blue, uh, I think. <laughs> he looked like a Smurf. Uh, did, where'd, you watch yeah, the races, looked, where'd you watch the races from? He, he looked like an X-rated Smurf. It was awful. Uh, we awesome. uh, we watched from we got seats on the club level. So okay, we were like three hundred six, three hundred seven, okay. which was not bad. The the level was awesome. It was a little bit far, kind of back. We were a little bit behind the starting line. Uh, so like viewing wasn't amazing, uh, but like uh, I mean, I would recommend it to people. Yeah, I totally would. If you if it's something you've never experienced, I've been to Supercross a couple times, mm-hmm. but never seen all of the inner workings. And I will say, Dan Truman. Has to be one of the busiest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah, oh, yeah, Dan sure. is. Yeah, we're worried about Dan's uh, health. Actually, open. yeah, he's been wide yeah. open. Okay, well, um, did yep. you? Uh, maybe you know about this. Maybe you don't. Did you know Dan had a little tumble this weekend? No, huh? no, I did not. Uh, uh, Dan crashed at full speed on a scooter while trying to go give <laughs> someone a map for a bike. A map, a, a, a get ECU. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He was going over to some privateer to try to get them a map, and he got clipped by a golf cart. And uh, oh. he, he ripped. He had to change his shoes, and he ripped his pants. Like he, that guy is everywhere, dude. Uh, I did not. I will be sure to text him. About wow, this. that's that's fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, uh, but yeah, awesome. like uh, I think it, looking at like the other experiences that they had, um, I do think this was for the money. I think you got a little bit more than what it looked like the other ones were. I didn't do them, so I couldn't tell you for sure. But I mean, like the the VIP area was cool. We got. I don't think we got as much one-on-one time with the Lawrences as I think they wanted, but I think that's probably because of the uh, format of the race. And, you know, it's busy all day for, you know, a triple crown. Uh, and I would imagine a little bit of that, too, was I don't think they were super thrilled with their bikes that day, so they were trying to get them better. Hmm. Please tell me you didn't boo them. No. Okay. It's funny, Dan. We're, we're over on, like, the little green area over by, like, on the floor, and, you know, Jet came down the stairs. Yeah. And Dan's like, hey, just so you guys know, we're going to get booed. And my wife's like, what do you mean we're going to get booed? He's like, oh, we're getting booed for sure. <laughs> and sh- sure as shit, as soon as he came out, it erupted in booze. And my wife was like, holy shit, these people are savages. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. interesting. Did they, did they get to hang out a little bit with you? Did they, they see Ollie yeah, and all that? Yeah, they did hang out a little bit with us. Yeah, they talked to us for a little bit. I mean, it was a... I can only imagine it's a super hectic yeah. game for them. Like yeah. with the VIP people and then kind of the VIP area gets a little bit busy with, you know, other, not VIPs who pay, but, you know, like Alpine Stars guys yeah. or Red Bull guys or whatever, um, which is totally understandable. Uh, the Lawrences were super nice, uh, super accommodating, wanted to know, you know, good feedback, bad feedback. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a very cool experience for people to be able to do if you can afford it. Hmm. Yeah, listen, I think they're they're doing well from what I can tell. I walked over there a couple times to talk to Dan and all that. Have you been over there, Peyton? Um, the I was over there a little bit on Friday. Like yeah. I just walked by and Dan was busy, but he was trying to get me to come play cornhole, <laughs> but uh, it didn't it just didn't work yeah. out. I yeah. was I was walking and, around yeah, seeing listen, people I had seen. If you want to meet a Lawrence brother or get a get ECU t- program, either one. Yeah, Dan's just bring your, your get in there and tune. I <laughs> get a free tune in there. Any anything you want. they have great lunch too is a uh, Buca de Pepo. Which okay, was catered. 
Uh, super good. I never had that before, actually, to be honest. It was really good. Nice. That's, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. What, there was something else uh, I was going to... I was going to tell you guys, there's something else. Uh, I don't know. Just the whole thing was really cool. Like, I had never gone in the bottom of the stadium. I'm sure, Steve, you've obviously done all that. Chris yeah. done all that. Yep. Uh, but, like, to us, it was super, super interesting uh, to see all that from the ground level. And, like, I will say the heat from the flames and stuff at opening ceremonies is yep. gnarly. It's intense. Yeah. I mean, it's Peyton's been down intense. there when they've won, so he knows. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, what, what is it? The neck burn? The neck burn. The, yeah. did, did the wife like it? Yeah, she had a really good time. Um, we did not make it all the way through the night show with okay. my little one. Yeah, uh, we made it to we made it basically three races in, and I could tell they were both fogging. And I'm like, we've already done the whole experience. This yep. was going to the end of it. We're watching, and I was like, whatever. Let's just get out of here before traffic, and okay. I'll watch it on the way home, which I did, which is right. whatever. Um, but yeah, it was it was. Oh, and I got to have lunch with Dark. Um, oh, I mean, I, geez, oh, well, that's like, a I mean, that's a two K there. That's another whole experience. Yeah. Cool guide me for a minute. I don't think he recognized me. Uh, and then remembered who I was, and he was with his uh, lady friend there. Mm, Veronica. Uh, was that pre or post uh, dog dipping? That's pre. Pre. Yeah. Oh, he was that, it was later that night the dog got yep. dipped. After the race. Yeah. After midnight. Wait, okay, but where, though, Chris? At your house? Yeah, wasn't that a subject here not too long ago of where, like, is it appropriate to do at a certain person's house? I remember that. Yeah, Dude, he's from Texas. You gotta, you gotta let him do it. So, uh, yeah, he, that's a hard no with Pookie. Hard no. Hard no. Anyone? Any, anywhere in the house? An- anyone's house. But how does she feel about someone doing it at your house? I don't know that. You have to ask her that. Okay. Oh, you're saying she won't do it at somebody else's right. house? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 No right. chance. Yeah. I, I don't really have morals on that, as you can understand. No, jerky, uh, janky, yeah, we get No we, jerky. No jerky. Hey, man, you're beating off. <laughs> we, we understand that. Uh, cool, uh, man. Yeah, it sounds good like it worked out well. Yeah. No, That's yeah, me. I just wanted to call in and say, you know, it was right. a cool time. I, and if people get a chance to do it, I mean, uh, this isn't a sales plug. I mean, I paid four grand to do it. I will say that it, yeah, I thought it was going to be six grand uh, because of the three of us. But it is. I found out it was only four because 12 and under kids are free. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so you buy it for Elise and I, and then Oliver got to go for free, which was cool. I met that VIP couple. They're private pilots. Did you talk to them? Uh, I, older gentleman and a younger wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were Super big, cool big people. listeners of the show. So uh, I met. Yeah, them on he track actually walk. asked me, Chris, we're on track walk, and he like looks over and he's like, "Dude, where'd you get that sweatshirt?" And I was wearing a Keeper Tested sweatshirt, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, I got it from Chris." You know Chris? Not yeah. Bad. It's almost as, almost as famous as Dark. Yep. Kind of a big deal. I <laughs> yeah. mean, I actually thought you were going to be there, Chris. I was a little excited. Oliver was excited. And then you just shit all did over he, him, so. Did the guy know that you were Janky Mike from the show? I don't think he did, to be honest. Okay. I just told him that I know Chris. I do a little bit of testing with him and stuff oh, like that. Oh, you didn't say I'm uh, Janky Mike? No. I, mean, been, I guess I should. That would have been perfect if he knew who he was and knew his story about his wife and his yeah. wife sitting there. He's, He's just whispering there. over to his wife. He's going to beat off on his wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, awesome. Cool, Janky. Thanks for calling. Yeah, appreciate it. I'm glad it worked out. That's great. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you guys for letting me call in and yeah. and talk about it. I mean, it was really cool. I think people should do it if they if they can afford it. It's definitely worth the experience. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's it seems like a good time over there for sure. Um, and again, there's yeah. VIP programs for Star and I Lawrence Star, Brothers. I yeah, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy D. Jimmy, Jimmy D. had a guy. Is yeah. he part of Star? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say I saw him with uh, a, a father and son uh, all over the place too. And I guess it was kind of cool. Nope. It was was that? I was wondering if Hep did it. Hep Suzuki. Nope. Yeah. Um, what's kind of cool is down on the opening ceremony floor thing. They actually lined us all. I don't know if you'll see it on the broadcast, but they lined us all up after Jet came down the stairs and kind of like two rows of people. And as he came over the railing, like 
high five my kid and everything, which oh, was it cool. was super cool for for Oliver to do. And uh, yeah, yeah, good time. Cool. But uh, thank you guys. No problem, Janky. Uh, glad it worked out. Good to see you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, good to see you. I will talk to you guys soon, Chris. I need to see you soon. I'm having withdrawals. All right, love you too. Oh boy, okay, thanks, Janky. Oh, hey, Steve, is it weird that Chris and I say I love you? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I love all my. I say yeah. I love you to Steve yeah. too. But Sounds gay. Yeah, it's hard to say. Okay. Back. Well, Chris, I, I love you, Chris. Love you, buddy. Right. Okay. Just told Preston you loved him too. Yep. I did. Yep. See, ah. see, Jackie. All right. Bye. All right. Okay. 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 Bye. Randy's on three. What's up, Randy? What's your question? So I was curious. So my kid weeded his bike pretty bad in mm-hmm. front of a like really bad to have someone who knows what they're doing help me. And he said the front wheel is totally bent and I need to get a new one. Right. So. I'm kind of looking at it, and I did the ting-ting, and it was like super high-pitched tings. And so I backed like all the spokes out to equal thread length, and the rim's perfectly straight. So is there a good process to start for torquing spokes? Like, do you skip, go one, skip two, go to the other side? or No. Um, well, I mean, we got a Supercross-winning mechanic here. I mean, maybe oh, he can tell boy. you what to do. Um Listen, I uh, get yourself a fast torque wrench, spoke torque wrench for sure. fast. Mm-hmm. Those things are great. Did you ever get a new one? I did. Oh, they did. Yeah, I did. did you? Um, no, you did the right thing. Uh, you back them out so you have the same threads, uh, thread length showing on each spoke, right? And now mm-hmm. it's all straight. Right. And then literally just go like quarter, 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 all the way around, and just keep doing it. Uh, mark your, you know, mark your just starting spot. Spoke, each one. Yeah, mark your starting spot, uh, starting spoke. Mm-hmm. Go all the way around, just a little bit, man. That's it. It's kind of tedious, mm-hmm. but that's really the best way. And then when you get near the end, get that spoke torque wrench out and uh, use that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I appreciate. I kind of if no you oh. if you start at the rim lock and you kind of do every third, right? Because it it, it yeah. swaps sides yeah. on each side of the wheel. Yep. Uh, and right. but do exactly like you said a quarter of a turn. Mm-hmm. I feel like it stays. Mm-hmm. You know, Better? pretty true okay. that way. I've just bit. done each spoke always. Yeah, yeah you could yeah. do either way, but right. I think every third is a little. I've always had better luck doing that. Right. Okay. Don't get frustrated though, because that's not easy. Yeah, it takes a while. Nah, yeah, I got nothing but time. There you okay. go. Right. Thanks, thanks, man. Thanks, Randy. Right, thanks, guys. Right, appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, MTX braking pads. Um, Porter, Tyler, let's get get you in here. MTX braking pads available in over 800 power sports dealers. So available in two compounds, one for e-bikes, another for trail riders and racers. Make your mountain bike brakes better, more power, better modulation while remaining dead silent. Inspired by motocross and power sports, mtxbraking.com. Use code PULPAMEX for an introductory code. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. And also Ethica. We've been doing really well with the Ethica code. So if you need some undies for your uh, kid, for your wife, uh, uh, for you, uh, PULPAMEX20 is the code to save at ethica.com. Since the inception of the brand Ethica and its team has been determined to live life, innovate, and work hard while staying true to the biggest asset, our family uh, made uh, there in, in, uh, in California in quality products, premium brand experience, Pulpamex 20 code is to save with Ethica. Thank you to Ethica. I love this stuff. I've been wearing it a lot. Uh, so thank you to those guys for coming on board. We got still the expert goggle tariffs. Tweet at uh, tits as well. Uh, LiftedTrucksForSale.com, your one-stop shop for premium, brand-new custom trucks as your ultimate vehicle search engine. LiftedTrucksForSale.com offers top brands, uh, all the vehicles in stock, available at your preferred local dealer. They retain the factory warranty, a super, super, super easy search engine on the website as well. Skip the, ha- skip the hassles of do-it-yourself customization, like waiting for parts, poor ride quality, all of that stuff. Elevate your own journey at LiftedTrucksForSale.com. Those guys are on, on with us starting this year, and... 
gentleman that has uh, uh, been a listener of our show for a long time. He used to work at Pirelli uh, back in the day when I first met him, when Kiefer met him too, I think it was yep. Pirelli. Uh, Tyler Porter, what's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, it's just really happy to be here in your very, very modest, normal home. Thank you. Uh, you Thank know, you. that's very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, good mean, to, it's good to see Kiefer again. Yeah, you, uh, Kiefer. I did not know you guys knew each other that well, so that's, that's yeah, good. Yeah, we go back yeah. a ways. Tyler, don't you think if I really had a nice house, really had a nice house, I would probably have a second floor? Like, don't most big houses have a second floor? You know, yeah. And what I would call this one is a mezzanine. A mezzanine, yeah. Balcony, maybe. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, I think a lot of people kind of talk about this being like a cathedral. And yeah, you know, churches I've been in, they do have, you know, like a mezzanine or a balcony, but just a normal everyday house. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Welcome in. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. It's great. Uh, But yeah, so you've been involved in the industry for a long time. Like I said, Pirelli for a while, right? How long did you work at Pirelli for? I was at Pirelli for six years. Yeah, it's a long time. Uh, and um, so now you're doing this lift the trucks for sale.com, but the, it's a Fox company. Yes, uh, Fox, Fox Factory. Shocks, Fox Factory. Fox. <laughs> yeah, there's Fox Mountain Bike, there's Fox Motocross, Fox Factory. Yes. Yeah, so the, the brothers, yep. uh, Bob Fox and Jeff Fox. Jeff. Yep. So Jeff was more artistic, all this kind of stuff. Bob was more engineering. So mm-hmm. in the 70s, yep. um, they kind of went their own way. So, so Bob did suspension like yeah. in the 70s fox shocks on your motorcycle he was, was very it? involved with with desert racing and all that kind of stuff and that's how it kind of evolved and they're you know, like t- titans in, in mountain biking and um you know over the years it gets sold into uh you know it we're a publicly traded company now and, and fox factory owns a lot of different industries mm-hmm. so um i work in what we call pvd uh performance vehicle development and fox came in um they bought one brand in 2017 i believe um called tuscany motor co and uh up in northern indiana uh and then uh when they saw the success of that they basically said hey who who are your competitors here mm-hmm. so then they bought a group called sca uh group which was also uh con- uh, had bought a couple of these upfitting brands, yep. so now we we uh, we cover we we cover most of the market space. So we have brands. Uh, I represent brands uh, like Black Widow, uh, Rocky Ridge, Black Ops. Uh, we build all of the Shelby pickup trucks, and we build all the Harley Davidson pickup trucks. So LiftedTrucksForSale.com is our search engine. Mm-hmm. So you can go to these individual websites. Uh, you can go buy some merch. We're about to do a new merch drop. Uh, we got some shirts week. today for us. Thank yep, you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we got some really cool stuff coming probably next week. Um, but uh, you can kind of go to those individual sites, and you know we've got a YouTube channel uh, at Lifted Trucks for Sale that that mm-hmm. shows all of our, our all of our products. But the big thing is, you know, I think <laughs> you know from looking at Facebook comments, you know, the price. And our trucks are expensive. Yeah. Um, and kind of when I talk to moto people, I say, hey, look, our trucks are the factory edition of trucks. And, yes, you can build your own vehicle cheaper. Um, and, you know, Fox also owns, like, BDS suspension. So we use a lot of the BDS suspension on our trucks. So it's all premium stuff. Fox shocks on, on almost every one of our trucks. But you can go to liftedtrucksforsale.com and see exactly what's available in your mm-hmm. area. So when we get into a thing where people are balking on the price there's a lot of people man they've built their trucks before they've yeah, had they, parts they, break they know the pro- the process is long yeah <laughs> uh... or you can just go to your dealership 
sign some paperwork and drive away. Yeah. And, and like you said, retains a factory warranty too. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. we have uh, exclusive partnerships directly with the OEMs. Yep. So as these trucks get more and more electronic, I guess you could say, um, all these systems have to be recalibrated. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that delays a launch. Um, and it's not just uh, it's not just on, on systems like... Yeah, uh, like the EPA, it's really funny. Uh, like, there's 14 carb states now. Okay. So there's certain things, but like... There's 14 now. There's 14. Um, they're estimating by 2027, it's going to be like 27 states. And, and it makes it difficult. But like, even the cameras on these trucks, when you lift them, yep. all the cameras have to be yeah, recalibrated. Re- re- yeah, sure. And because of our relationships, we can go in there and do it. Yep. So it's really a turnkey experience. Um, so, you know, when people get in there that much for a truck... But we're taking a factory truck straight from the factory. They come to us. We strip them down. It's pretty impressive. Um, Some of our factories can do about 20 trucks a day at full capacity, uh, sometimes more. Um, And we go through them, upgrade them, and it still rides nice. It's still, you know, a a lot of it, when you put big wheels and tires, you turn into a gas station or something, it'll scrub. We have CNC templates that we know exactly where to cut them and how to do all these things so it, it all works so um it's been really, going well it's been going well oh yeah guys. yeah yeah so yep. we build about sixteen thousand trucks a year okay so you know we're not new to this yeah. uh but this this is where i'm trying to branch out we've done a lot of marketing yeah, you're a moto guy so yeah yeah you know what i mean that your roots are moto right? yeah, yeah so um you know we're trying to branch out and make sure that we're going to new audiences. You know, when I go to a car show, our trucks kind of look, you know, a little bit vanilla because people are just building these wild monstrosities. And I feel like in moto, um, maybe NASCAR, hunting and fishing, camping, people want a good looking truck, but they have other hobbies. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're like me, I work on motorcycles all the time. I don't have the tools to do ball joints and spring compressors and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like I want somebody to do that for me. So, um, it's it's just a turnkey solution. Is it for everybody? Not really. But I think there's a lot of people in moto uh, that have their factory editions, that have their yeah. awesome sprinter vans. You know, well, like, it's a big, it's a big like when you go to the track, it's look at my bike and also look at the truck I'm rocking. Look at my excess. Yeah. You know, a lot of that is yeah. That. So you and see, especially you, in California, like Southern California, it's it's a thing. Yeah. I mean, guy like Chris shows up in a beat down sprinter with zero in the back of it, and right. he's rare. It's right. rare. He's desert rat life, but. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, these dudes take sprinters and you know do everything. I know where he can get a new one. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ken's oh, selling yeah. his. Saw that. Yeah, two hundred fifty. Hey, what? <laughs> hey, on liftedtrucksforsale.com, dot com, we Are also have vans. What? Uh, two hundred fifty. I don't know the price to be honest. Huh? I'll Stop. sell you one for three hundred. No, I don't, it's not two fifty. I don't think. It's two fifty. You sure? Yeah. Shoot, lion. No, that's a home, Tyler. Listen. What do these sprinters get up to? Fox also owns a company called Outside Vans. Completely custom camper vans based on the Sprinter chassis. Four-wheel drive, all ready to go. You can get them up about 350 if you that drive. That is in fucking You're insane. Fucking kidding four-wheel me. drive. I know that. Yeah. You don't even have a panel in your Sprinter. No. You don't have a wall. Yeah. Oh. He has nothing. What are you Dude, no. you ride in it? And he's like, he's like, hey, what's up? Like, it's not fun. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. I'm so proud of my van. Like, I kitted out all my... Oh, no, it's this like, guy can't even build a wall. $70,000 no. is all I make a year, dude. I can't afford it. 
Oh, I built my van when I made far less than that. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so on. no pulp discount on this? No code for 50% off? <laughs> no no <laughs> code. Pulp 50. Yeah, pulp 50. Pulp 15. 50% off. But, but we can do some giveaways. Like, we oh, got yeah? swag packs okay. and stuff. All right. So I'm kind of thinking, what, like, like tits. Can we do, like, four? No, no just ask Marks. He, tits doesn't care. Ask Marks. He's on the phone, dude. Four is, four is uh, would be an appreciated number that I feel like is uh, acceptable. Please, please Mark. just say four. Call her four. Please. Is that what no, four no, different four. people. Yeah. Four different people. We'll right. do, we'll do four. Like pretty we'll, please with sugar right. on top. Thank third you. Caller right, third no. caller right now gets one. Third caller at yeah. 702-586-7857. Get sizes and emails and addresses. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, third caller right now gets So we can do that. Trucks for sale. But what I would say is. And then let's do an email for the other three. So, contest at PulpMexShow.com. Whatever contest, this guy wants to do. D- d- not him. <laughs> contest at PulpMexShow.com. Focus. <laughs> contest at PulpMexShow.com. It, it's fine. We'll do, we'll I can do one, one, and then okay. you can do the other three. Okay. Yeah. Thanks yeah. Test. So, hmm. um, 250 grand, that's insane. Oh, man. The phones are going crazy. I can hear them. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, thank you for coming on the board, by the way. And I think it is something that really applies to the Moto people. You were talking to Feld about possibly doing something with those guys. So, Man, we stay got, tuned down the road. Yeah. Yeah, we got so close. And, and yep. if the Feld guys are listening, I know they do because they, you yep. know, they come after you often. But uh, they were fantastic to work with. Um, you know, budget season got to mm-hmm. us late and things. But they were willing to, to do everything. We worked through a bunch of stuff. And, and those talks aren't over. So yep. We got um, our winner, by the way. We got our winner, everybody. So, all right. Stop, stop calling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. Interrupt. Go ahead. No, so uh, they were really great to work with, and you know we were we were hoping to have a whole pit experience and 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 bring yeah. some of our trucks in from a local market and see what they're about. Uh, but uh, ridge lines. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. When I first started there, <laughs> I was going through all this stuff, and I was like, "Hey, I know some ridge line people. Yeah, like yeah, there's ridge line. There. Na- there's hmm. Ridgey Nation. They're out there. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I hmm. thought I was gonna get fired that day, uh, <laughs> so I kind of kind of backed that one down on Ridgey well, Nation. There. Listen, there's, hmm. you know, maybe something coming down the road. <laughs> Man, we can only hope. It's kind of cool though. What? Like walking What's coming through. down the road. Maybe a change. Huh. Yeah. But it's kind of cool, like, walking through the factory and you just see, like, a warehouse full of NFAB stuff so, yeah. because yeah, of that connection too, right? yeah. and stuff like that. So No, it's awesome. LiftTheTrucksForSale.com. Check it out. Uh, find a dealer in your area that does it. Uh, this gentleman here, the, the guy that works the cameras, mm-hmm. he has a Raptor. He paid $90,000 for. Why Damn. wouldn't you? Uh, what could you? You yeah. are fake news, sir. Is Paul hiring? Dude, I'm I know, sure. right? That's fake what he news. makes. That's yeah. what he makes. What uh what do we got for Raptors? Very popular. Uh yeah, so we do Raptors on currently on the for for Shelby. So Shelby American. Uh so we get in there um and just kind of make them more uh uh Marks am I saying this more right like more Raptory? Yeah, I like uh, that. <laughs> Raptory. Yeah, we'll go with it. But uh Raptorsaurus. Yeah, so um Can you do that again, Steve? But we have been building some top secret <laughs> Raptor stuff right now based around the R package and it's just it is out of this world. I don't know if the calibration is going to come through and all this kind of stuff, yeah. but I mean, I mean, it's going to be spendy. But okay. this thing See, is one insane. day when I make Steve money, I'll, I'll buy an R for sure. <laughs> you heard Tyler, modest house. You heard him, very uh, modest. Do you have? Do you make ramps and loading ramps and bike stands for people that get theirs stolen? 
Um, actually, we've been doing a lot of R and D with um, uh, a Daniel Blair. Okay. Yeah, he used yeah. to be on TV a lot. Yeah. Um, he, he has a lot of experience with ramps, and uh, just kind of coming yeah. up with the right links. Sure. So you've been working. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of demos ramps mm-hmm. and stands around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Uh, LiftedTrucksForSale.com. Please check it out. Uh, check out the website. Uh, see the truck in your area, from a Silverado to a Raptor to an F one fifty to to Sprinter. Dodge to Sprinters. No ridges. No ridges. Mm. Sad. Not yet. Um, we can get there though. One day. Yeah. Um, no, it's a big thing. I'm not. I've never been a big modify the truck mm-hmm. guy. Obviously, you know what I mean. I'm not. I used to laugh at JT because he's like five foot. I don't know six. Five foot buff. And then he would have his truck in Florida, and it would be jacked up with huge tires, <laughs> and his loading ramp would like look to the moon, and I'm like. You go riding every single day. Like, have a functional truck, man. I know you think the chicks think it's cool, but, like, your job, you can't load and unload your bike. It's not capable of it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always been a functional guy Mm -hmm. over that, you know what I mean, for myself. But when I go to Glen Helen, uh, a lot of guys don't necessarily agree with me. Yeah, (laughs) and, and, you know, I don't know what JT had. Uh, Most of our trucks, uh, because of all the testing we do uh, with rollover and all that kind of stuff, uh, we usually do either a four-inch kit or a six-inch kit. Okay. So most of everybody wants, you know, the six-inch lift and all that kind of stuff. Myself, I think the four-inch kit. I'm really super confident nice. in my penis size, so I just <laughs> like them standard. I don't need to jack it up, you know? It's good to know. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. So, yeah, I've my learned dick was so much small. being here, you yeah. know? Right. Um, again, thanks for coming in. Let's. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, or can we let's move on? No, and yeah, you, you not the, the yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've got through all the good. information. No, absolutely. Thank you for coming in. You're a moto fan, true and true, so let's stay in here. Uh, and let's do the X-Brown Goggle Tariff, shall we? Oh, boy. The X-Brown Goggle Tariff, shall we? It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Right. Do you have something to say, sir? No, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did that work? Do you guys hear that? Yeah, it's low, though. Low. It's not as blasting as it usually is. I'm sorry. Do you want me to play it again? Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. You know where's X-Brand? Chiz. Chiz does? Norin. Oh. Do you think maybe his goggles? We don't want to talk about Freddy. Yeah, we don't move on Freddy. Factory Ride Goggle from some company called FXR looks a lot like the X-Brand Goggle Lucid. Okay. Kiefer. Okay. Not aware. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. Mm -mm. Uh, Please check out XBrand.com for more information. PulpShow24 is a code to save with EKSBrand.com. The Lucid Goggle, next level. Uh, I got a a purple pair, and it just ties it all together. It just really. I mean, your setup is clean lately. It is. Yeah, Yeah, your bike is dialed. Yeah, don't go see it now. Oh, dirty bike in Didn't the garage. Didn't wash it from the last time okay. I rode. Okay, so who wins this argument? No wall in the van versus dirty bike after you get done riding. Dude, what, what do you What's want worse? me to do? What do you want me to do? I went riding. I've been busy as shit. I, I do this thing called Supercross. Didn't racing. you have a Karcher deal? I, I do, and I still have a Karcher, yeah. Uh, these oh. questions are submitted by a Roto. Moto, you familiar with him at all? What happened to the other guy? Oh, we, I don't know. Marks, what happened to the other guy? <laughs> don't ask me, bro. I think the other guy's on vacation. All right. He takes a lot of vacations. He does, dude. It's unbelievable. Wow. Wait, you it's, Sorry. You have a Karcher deal? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been washing with a garden hose this whole time. What? In oh, Utah. You can, what? Okay, so. We're good now. We're done. Yeah, yeah, you're done now, but. <laughs> garden but, hose. But fuck you, because. Fuck you for your supercross wins. <laughs> and and I told you, come by the house, pick uh, up an did. e-bike. You did. You could have picked up a pressure washer. Up a pressure washer. You could have picked up a pressure washer and e-bike and driven it up there and then dropped it off. Damn. Could have done that. Mm. Would have done it. Next year. All right. Uh, question submitted by Roto Modo. Let's do this. Steven. 
Now that pointing out isn't a thing, do you think teams secretly want their top guys to do well but lose the title so they don't have to replace them for another year? Some guys, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the best thing you can do as a rider, 250 Supercross rider, the best thing you can do <laughs> is win some races and get hurt and don't win the title. You get a bunch of race bonuses. You get paid because of your potential. You get, you get half the Supercross season off. You can just drink margaritas by the pool and then race some outdoors. But don't worry about that. Like, you're fine. You can twist an ankle because you almost won the Supercross title by racing four races. That is the ultimate best ride in our sport. <clears throat> right there. Do you think the teams want that, though? Some of them, sure. Yes. Okay. Better than JV's deal? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Kiefer, Billy Leninovich made a, f made a main. This has made a maid. Are you, oh, are we, no. Oh, rubbing off. It's rubbing off. Here we go. Uh, made a main at 40. What is your confidence level to make the fast 40 in the 250 class at 47? 0.0. 0. <laughs> are we going back to Paula? No. That's it. That's it. We're going to have two disastrous runs, and we're not going to go for redemption? Yes. <laughs> yes, he goes. <laughs> That's my fate. That's what I'm accepting. I mean... Really? Oh, it's rough. Don't you right just want to give it that? I would love to if I had the energy. I don't have it right now. Some of the build up to that though yeah. was so cold. Like yeah. when Works Connection got their UPS guy in on it, like that was no, that what was, was that? the first one, yeah. Yeah. What was that? Uh the very when I was in Hangtown, oh. uh the, the UPS guy gave me his uh outfit so I could Oh that's wear it. right. Yes, yeah. right. I remember that. Go go. In case go I brown. made it, yeah. I could just get dressed up right. and yeah. bring it right in. Alright, All right. got it. <laughs> oh lordy. Peyton. Uh-oh. If you had to wrench on the circuit for anyone but Kenny, which rider would you pick? Oh, man. Uh, Who'd you work for before Kenny? What'd you do? I uh, did some amateur stuff oh. with Grondel. Okay. Um, That's a tough one. Honestly, I would probably say... I'd probably say Chase. I've, I've gotten to know Chase really mm -hmm. well, so um, I, think, I think Chase. All right. 21 seconds. Good job. Steve, Little Red Dog debuts in five days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so who's hosting the show next Monday since you'll, you'll, you will be retiring? Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough, man. <laughs> it's not going to be good. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. Are you going to have him on the show next Monday? Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if, it, if it goes okay. Like, if it goes disastrous, or uh, you know, I'm not going to have the kid on. But, yeah. It's not good. It's very <laughs> depressing. Kiefer, Anderson looks great so far on the new bike. How much of his improvement from last year could be because of the new platform? I think it could be uh, a lot, actually. I think uh, there's more front-end traction for him. The bike's more balanced. I wasn't a huge fan of last year's bike, but, man, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this year's bike. So I think, I think he would even say a lot of it is because of the new chassis. Somebody texted me. No, someone was talking to me at the race about the new Cowie. Mm -hmm. And they said, I got to ask Kiefer. Give me his number. Hmm. And I'm like, all right. Huh. Yeah. You know who it was? No. Just give my number out to anybody? Yeah. Well, no, somebody we know, <laughs> you know. It wasn't a fan. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, it was an industry guy. It's a good bike. The engine's lacking, but that doesn't affect him. So, but chassis's good. Peyton, what's the biggest difference between wrenching on Ken's Honda versus Suzuki? What's easier to do? Suzuki. Harness. Harness, uh, just because there's no there's no battery, like, yep. Suzuki's just easier. Yep. A lot less electrical components going that on. That HRC factory ECU, 
Oh my little, god! And then you start running data. Yeah. Um, you know, like suspension data. Right. You start getting a lot of wires in there. <laughs> Space did show. you have to do his harness too then? Uh, like when did that did that come on his practice bike? Oh. It would come, but okay. like if you were to you know do a frame job or you know freshen up the practice bike, and then once you started putting everything back together, you could uh, you get some wires crossed up pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Man. And half the time it didn't even use it, right? Like it just yeah. It was there if we needed it, but we didn't really use it right. in Florida. Yeah. Um, Steve. Yeah. Other than Eli, whose contract is up after Salt Lake, which current factory rider is the next to retire? I don't know. Good question. Yep, I don't know. He waffled. He waffled hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a hard waffle. I'm he- not ready. Not ready to admit it? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Kiefer. Can some things remain private? Sure, just okay, did. Thank you. <laughs> Gonna blast it out for everybody else. Just your opinion. Yeah, we can, ma- we can still call it- the waffle. We can we can call the waffle. That's fine. Okay. Kiefer, would you rather Aiden race pro outdoors to get up to speed before taking on futures, or race kids his own speed in Supercross before going pro outdoors? Uh, if it was up to me, I'd just have him race outdoors first. So. That would uh, outdoors first for me. Safety. All right. Last we, did, we just decided how gnarly Supercross is with Phil and <laughs> RJ. Catch so. the fever. <laughs> yeah. So Death cross. It seemed great. It seemed really easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Last one. Peyton, what's one piece of advice you can give to anyone wanting to get into the sport as a mechanic? Uh, Don't. <laughs> no. Just... I mean, it's easy. You win Supercrosses. Just, with his, with just do your record. job. Like, I could go on a rant about this. I mean, like, I do. What's your rant? Like, what do you mean? Like, as a practice guy. Uh-huh. You go there. You 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 work on the bike. When he's done riding, you wash the bike. <laughs> so many times I see guys, practice guys, and race guys, which they're they're kind of busy, but just wash their boots off. That I know you disagree, probably, but guys hate washing. Uh, it, they hate doing anything other than their their bike, right? There's, you know, like if a rider comes over and says, "Hey, could you uh, just spray my boots off?" They get so, like so bent out of shape. You're already out there with a pressure washer. Just uh, he's right. Just just do it. No, okay. So difference though. Rider comes to you and says, "Can you wash my boots?" Right. Absolutely. Rider takes dirty boots and just lays them there and walks away. No. Go fuck yourself. See, I have a no. I have a relationship with Ken that, and he's posted well, on Instagram. I don't know if you ever seen it when he leaves the track. Hmm. It looks like a tornado went off. Oh really? But I do, I do everything, and I I'm willing to and I yeah. want to. Yeah. Yep. You know, you, it's not that hard. You're you're already you know washing the boots has always seems to be an issue. Just do it. I do. I pick up his dirty underwear. I feel like these I, guys should clean up after themselves. Sorry, they're all mm, adults. You work. They ride two days a week. Yes, so you can't just help do other things. They can't just pick up after themselves. Mm, most of them will agree with you, but I <laughs> I disagree. Okay, I've never. He's never asked me. I've always done it. Um, if if you if the rider says to you, "Hey man, can you wash my boots?" No problem. Like right. that. That's okay. But if they expect it, you know, they expect me to pick up pick up their underwear. 
feel like there's a little much. Mm, I mean, the washer's, fr- I mean, okay. 50 feet away. Okay. Kiefer, mm. what do you think? I'm 50-50 on this, so I'm big on human beings being nice, right? Correct. Uh, but I also know that you're, you've had your job seven years, probably because some of the other shit that you're doing, like what he, and I think he understands that. Right. Maybe he's not asking you to do it, but he sees that you're doing it, right. and that's almost a thank you in itself. Like, hey, bonuses, keeping you here seven years. Like, this guy's got his shit together. Exactly. I don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Just don't half-ass it. That's right. how I feel like. Well, that's a lot more than 30 seconds. I know, but. Okay. Race Tech rant, Peyton Stevenson. <laughs> Everybody's had a rant tonight. Yeah. Yeah, you got one? <laughs> yeah, not for air. Oh, okay. Not for air? <laughs> not for air. Big trade show here this week in Vegas, and oh. things have not been going well. You brought your wife to Vegas? I mean, yeah, big, big At, trip? You know, that's that's like where everything kind of changed with Kiefer, you know? Mm. Like, oh. he, Kiefer is the reason that Heather's over here. What? Why? I don't, what? Huh? Let's go. Let's go, Tyler. I'm not, I'm not lying about this. I'm confused. Yeah. How much time ago. do we got, Steve? Next man yeah. goggles, tariff segment. <laughs> well, I just want to do the outside. You know? No, years ago, uh, I was in a, <laughs> I was in a relationship, and I texted Kiefer about it, and I was like, here's what's going on. He was like, you need to make a change. Oh. I thought this was going to come in. You with find yourself a Heather. Oh, yeah. Okay. Find you a Heather. Wow. Any of you single guys out there, just find you a Heather. Yep. Life mm-hmm. gets easier. Mm-hmm. Find a Heather, Peyton, or no? No. Nope. I got an April. You got an April. You got an April. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine? Yeah. Uh, X-Men Goggles, choice of champions everywhere. <laughs> uh, thank you to those guys for coming on board. Again, buy an OGO Pulp Mex bag, ogopowersports.com bag. Get a free pair of socks and a free uh, T-shirt with the, with the pur- purchase. So go to pulpamex.com under the shop tag, uh, shop tag and buy that. Uh, really appreciate it. Okay, we got motorsport.com. Tweet at tits coming up as well. Uh, probably going to go deep, deep late into the night here on the show. So just stay in, everybody. Still, We're still going. Uh, Chris, factory uh, bikes. You did a Racer X um, thing. Yep. I don't think it's out yet. I haven't uh, seen it. Prado's bike's out today. Okay. Uh, so you went around all the factory bikes, talked to mechanics, sat on them, looked at them, looked at the controls, that kind of stuff, right? Yep. Any? Give me some interesting. Give us some interesting cliff notes from that. Um. So I went down. And by I, the way, who, like Cliff, like poor poor guy named Cliff. It's always called Cliff Notes. Yeah. Cliff. You know what I mean? Like the word Cliff Notes is like, what if your name's Cliff? Yeah. Like you know, it just sucks that you're also a term. Right. I mean, I don't understand what you're saying, but I get. Well, it. You don't understand what I'm saying? You know the term Cliff Notes? Yeah, but I said why? Right? Would, you why understand would, people are named Cliff? Why would that be a bad thing? Just because you say your name's Cliff, and then people are like, hey, Cliff Notes. He's, hey. he's reaching for the back, guys. You know? Chris like, Notes. Cliff Notes. What's up, Cliff Notes? <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, that would suck, yeah. you know? Um, also, by the way, got uh, four or five big guys this week at the races. So not, <laughs> well, why don't you like that? Not appreciative of that. It's a fat term. It's a, it's a, it's a fat term. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't but, like that. All right. I don't think it's always a fat term, though. Mm, hey, but when like, you're fat, it is. It's not if you're Peyton. Like, I'm sure Peyton's kind of taller. I'm sure people have been, hey, big guy. But he's skinny, so he's fine. But if you're a big guy up in, like, a company, hey, big guy, like, it's the big guy coming in. Big guy. Maybe they're talk- calling you a big guy because you're like, hey, you got the, sh- you got the podcast. Big guy. What's up? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's big guy. It's fat guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, fans called you that? Well, yeah, people have in the past. This weekend, it was just all jokes. Okay. But, yeah. But people you knew. No, no, no. Just fans. Oh, just fans. Just yelling out big guy to me in the in the, in the pits. <laughs> uh, but anyways, go back to the cliff notes. Poor Cliff. Yeah. Uh, give us some cliff notes from this. Uh, so I did six bikes. I'm going to do more later in the East Coast. But um, yeah, I try to mix it up every year where one year I sat on the bikes and 
told everybody what it feels like, clutch, all this. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me. I'm a big football fan, so I'm like, I wonder what the field feels like. So, You did a track walk after a main event one time? Yeah, I really want to yeah. do that more. Yeah. Um, but this year I kind of went over the bikes with the mechanics, um, asked them more about, hey, what's your rider like, dislike, oh, okay. yeah. um, do you think, um, how much testing time has he had, all these different things. And then uh, I got with Jade. Jade was really fun to do with yeah, AP. He's got a good personality. Yeah. We talked about AP's lack of testing uh, ability that he says he's gotten better this year. Um, so we, we talked a little bit about that. We talked about uh, AP setup and how he's really, really specific on his rear end of his bike. Um, I talked to Zim about Chase's bike and how he changed um, some stuff after a one and just how they were chasing some things. And then I talked to Carlos. Carlos was really open with me, which I thought was really cool. I said, hey, I want to ask you some questions. Like, ask me anything you want. Um, So it was kind of fun. And I did like three yes or no questions because I know you ask these guys. Like for me, I want to know specific things. Like, hey, what's the measurement uh, from the swing arm to the – like they're not going to tell you that kind of shit. But we make fun of some of that stuff because it doesn't really make a difference. Because you can get that measurement, and it's still not going to make or break how that person rides. I remember at Yamaha, strict rule for photographs of our bikes had to turn the handlebars. Because there's programs out there, even back then, where you could take the bike, photo of the bike, look at the trail, the rake and the trail. Yeah. You know, the pivot and everything. And people could figure out your setup of your bike. And it's always like... Okay, sure. Yes, they can. Do they have these forks and these clamps right. and this right. linkage? No, they right. don't. So fuck off. But anyways, yes, we had to turn the bars of a bike yeah. all the time. Yeah. So then I asked some like fun questions like, give me a yes or no. Is he on stock offset? Yes or no. Yeah. Um, Did everybody answer? Or was Yeah, they actually had a good time with it because they're so used to having guys come in and tell me about what you're using from the front hub to the rear hub. And it's just like fucking boring, right? right. So yeah. I try to make it a little bit more fun and more about the riders and what they change and what they like. And then, then at the end of the videos, I talk about how they started um, to become a mechanic and how it is, mm-hmm. um, how now they're, they're the elite of the elite of the Supercross world because they're wrenching on yeah. factory bikes, right? Sure. And um, so, yeah, it was just a fun overview of each bike. Did and anything stand out uh, strangely or differently for you or like anything? Uh, I would say Prado's bike was interesting because Kyle... Uh, I've never spent much time with Kyle, but he's a pretty good dude. Yeah, what and a concepts guy. Was he? I believe so. Well, he's PC guy from what I've known. Him. Yeah, but then before that, Motor Concepts. If you survive MCR, you know it's you can survive anywhere. Yeah. Oh, then he was at KTM last year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, was he Motor Concepts? Yeah. Started at Concepts. Right. I thought so. Yeah. yeah. Then went yeah. to PC. Yeah. Uh, PC. Then KTM. And then KTM. Oh, then KTM. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, he was Marv's guy. Yeah. He was talking about how how in tune Prado is with his engine and how he tried. Um, a, that different frame and how he Kyle actually knew what Prado wanted and uh, how much he is very very picky about his clutch mm. so just the disengagement starter, right yeah yeah, yeah engagement starter, yeah. so like we talked a little bit about that um, so yeah it was just kind of cool to uh, hear these guys inside on on their riders okay yeah so it's it's on race tracks yeah Prado's is up okay. today I think uh, AP's will be up sometimes later this week so yeah I think it was like 20 minutes and Something a little bit different. How People, are how are we on Prado? Is this a is this a success? Um, yeah, he didn't get hurt for one. Uh, he's in the top ten most of the time, which is another win. And I think it shows the rest of the world, like, hey, these guys can come in and learn our sport. 
and and be decent at it because we're so used to the geysers yeah. and the hurlings of the world that you know yeah. if geyser comes he's breaking himself off yeah lots of kawasaki rumors for him next year prado hmm. at factory cali so i'd look for that to happen um i don't think it was a resounding success like a lot of people thought like he did go backwards or looked okay you know but I think he deserves props for coming to try this and jump well, into it. Here's and a I couple think, things. And he's, he's a really good guy. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. One A one was dry, ish. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, second round, third round, mud. Oh, really? Okay. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, why wouldn't you think it's a resounding success? Like, you can't really judge him. Like, he did pretty good. If it was dry, he did really good. He won a heat race. And then why would you think it wouldn't be that great? Do you think he crushed it? I think he did great, yeah. Okay, all right. What, what about DV's take? Did you see that on social media? No. DV was hot. Like, was it good? DV's got some hot thoughts. Yeah. yeah. He's got a podcast now. He does? Yeah. 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 Man, Holy like, shit. one of my dreams is, like, to elevate myself to a level where he cooks for me because, like, mm. his Instagram and yeah. cooking yeah, is just like, just like, it's great. What was but his yeah, take? Um, man, I'd have to look it up again. Okay. I don't, I don't want to quote anything, but it was, uh, like, was a it? lot of holding up traffic and all over oh, the yeah, track and stuff like it, that. His his thing to me was just okay. He was just okay. Wasn't bad. It went better than I thought. Ah, I thought it went okay. But I I wasn't I'm not shocked. Sit here like Chris. And I just thought it did, pull, he did good. Below the dude. Yeah, no, he did good. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm with Chris on this one. Okay. Like what it, we all said this when before Supercross started, where do you put him? Top 10. Well, okay, That's our fantasy okay, he never got a top 10. Yeah, you're right, he didn't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I thought he was 10th, but he was 11th or 12th, yeah. wasn't he? Our fantasy experts put him at ninth at the opener. They were off. Yeah, I didn't take him. I didn't take him in fantasy. Right. There's an example of uh, you know, the three, three experts. Hmm. Anyways, uh, okay. So that's on racerx.com. Um, Skimming over. No, let's announce our video. Ooh. Oh, boy. let's do this. So <sighs> we know life swap hasn't happened. Oh God, you're starting it out like that. And Man. we know that some of you people listening, oh boy. Maybe, there's going to be a call from Piedmont. Maybe in any aren't sure that yeah, he's fast asleep. <laughs> uh, maybe you're not sure this is going to happen, but I assure you this is happening. <laughs> I don't know when, but this is happening. So Chris and I were at Glen Helen a, about a month ago, uh, riding, and Dubok was there. God knows why, but Dubok was riding a, a super mini. Yeah. Why was he riding a super mini? Uh, GYTR okay. right stuff. Yeah. And why Dubok? He's small. He's not that small. He's kind of small. Okay. So I'm like, what the fuck? Dubok's on a super mini. <laughs> Anyways, that got me thinking. Like, could I beat Dubok at Glen Helen with him on a super mini? Probably not, but maybe. 450 hills. I don't know. Dubok's also got more laps at Glen Helen than any human alive. So then that got me thinking, my friend Chris here. Could Chris... Um, could Chris beat me on one? And then I'm like, wait, that would make a funny video. So I'm putting myself, I'm reaching <laughs> down into my pants, whoa, whipping out my balls, yeah, and putting them out there for everybody. Uh, this is uh, balls on the handlebar because I could, <laughs> this could go terribly for me. Yep, this could go terribly for me, and I'm I'm willing to do that in order to make people laugh. I want to make Tyler laugh. And so we're doing a video. We don't know whether it's Mesquite or Glen Helen. We got to work out the, the, the details on that. Um, but we are going to do, I am going to race Chris, my 450. 
I'm going to race Chris on a modern. First off, I'm not racing Chris on a 250F or 450F. I wouldn't even see him. Okay, so we're not doing that. I'm racing Chris on a modern YZ125. Chris will be on one. Then Chris will drop down to a 1990 YZ125 that I have. And then Chris will race a YZ big big wheel. Yep. Are they 85s or 105s? They're 85s. But the big wheels. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I'm. can I beat Chris on any of those three bikes? We're going to do drop the gate and just three laps. I don't know, four laps, whatever number we, we decide. we got to determine that. Yeah, yeah. we got to determine that. And then you want to do lap times too, which I think is kind of dumb, but whatever. We can figure that out. Right. But, yeah, so that's going to be the video. And so if three Chris, motos. If Chris beats me on the 85, I might be done. Bone stock 85? Right? Bone. Yeah, I, I guess. We're going to have to have a wager on this. We didn't talk about this, but I feel like whoever wins has to do X. Or, sorry, whoever loses has to do X, right? Okay, so, if I lose, I get to spend a week with Heather. If you lose? Yeah. That's like a punishment? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Do that. I don't, I don't know about that because, I, I, look, I, I think it's going to go poorly for me, and I think people are going to laugh at me. you so, got to think of my track record here. My track record hasn't been good when I done the, when I did these little videos. Yeah, he's he, under pressure. Well, yeah. and I, I haven't been great. We, our Western Raceway speed uh, speed yeah, check. I, I lost. Uh, you lost. I was within whatever seconds of you. And think about how much. Although you've we been... may have fucked up the lip pros. Yeah. Did we fuck up the lip pros? Yeah, you had me. It was with A Ray. Yeah, me, you, and A Ray. Yeah. Yeah, and he it, almost died. Right. Yeah. I feel like it was off. And you have been trusting the process, Steve. Like full uh, trust. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've been mountain biking, uh, road biking, uh, riding my dirt bike a lot. Riding with Kenny. Uh, riding with Kenny. Teaching, oh, yeah. yeah. Working with Kenny a lot. First of all, there's uh, no chance. By the way, um, uh, this is DV's thing. Prado is the definition of a mobile chicane. And on top of that, he rides like an asshole. <laughs> Guys are nice to him. He would have ended up in a hot dog stand 20 years ago. So that's DV's <laughs> Told thing. you that was hot. It was hot. Wow. Okay, so we're going to do this video. It's going to be Racer X Online, YouTube, all of that. Yep. Uh... Peyton, what do you think? Initial thoughts. What is he? What has he got? I think he has me. I think he's got me on the new 125. Yep. And I got him on the old 90, and I got him on a super mini. Boy, I'm gonna go the new 125. Kiefer's got you. I think on the 90, he's. Hmm, I think he's got you. It's really slow. He wrote it. Really slow. I know. But How fresh is the crank trout. in that? Oh, bad it's boy. all brand new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, it's amazing Bradshaw won anything on this on this bike. <laughs> but the eighty-five, I might give that one to you. Okay. So I'll give you. Mark, you have any one out of the three wagers on this? You ever any thoughts? Nah, I'm pretty much where Peyton's at. I think. Okay. How long has it been, Kiefer, since you've been on Super Mini? I feel like. Like Aiden is on a 250F and has been for a little while, but I feel like at some point within the last three to four years, you have been on a super mini. I'm not going to disclose that right now. Oh, 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 oh. oh. see, uh, I need to know how much keeper weighs. Would it 170? Okay. Would it be different if it was at GH with the more hills? Like, should I should I try to get this at GH? Either it doesn't matter where you go. Oh, it, it would benefit you. That's a wrap. I think it's. A, You're going to beat me on all three. What what do we do? Do we do a majority wins? Two out of three wins? Yeah, I think okay. so. I, don't know. I missed how long these races were. Uh, three or four laps. Yeah. Unless, like, somebody's gone, then we'll just pull it in early, but I don't know. Like, if you're if you're on a modern 125 and you're out in front by, like, half a lap, then we'll, then we'll no, call you got to finish the race. Oh, okay. We, three laps, we do three laps. Okay. What okay. kind of start are we doing here? Gate drop. Gate drops. Steve. Oh, gate drop. I'm good now. Oh, you're okay. Right. Gotta, Dude, gotta, here's gotta, the thing he doesn't understand. Let's say... I get a wheel on him on the 85 and I cut him off. 
I am fucking Vince freezing the shit out of him for three <laughs> laps. He's fucked. If we do it at Mesquite, like up the hill, that's good. Good spot for me. That's fine. You go right, I go right. You go left, I go left. What are you gonna do? Oh, so there's gonna be like some gamesmanship. Yeah, here. of course. I, I'm underpowered. It's racecraft. That's fine. That's okay. Fine. Okay. So we're because the last time it was lap times. Now we are we we're are racing. racing. We're gonna race. Can I we each to, flag it? Sure. We're It'll be in your favors to do Glen Helen. Yeah. Okay, we're sure. gonna do this for sure. Ah, the way he knows Helen, 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 that's a bad move. But I feel like Kiefer oh. could ride it blindfolded too. So yeah. I don't know. It's ah. a bad move. If you don't think you could take Dubok on a super mini, yeah, uh, we probably need to think about this a little bit. Listen, let's. Uh, Randy Richardson, what's up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> it's twelve thirty. Come on. In the morning. Hey, let me just tell you this. One. <laughs> what the hell? Are you going to sleep with this show on the, in the bedroom or what? Yeah. Well. Well, first of all, let me tell you this. Nothing will put you to sleep quicker than the Pulp Mech Show. (laughs) I listen to it. I listen to it on the janky old app that we keep hearing is going to be upgraded. Any day now. I listen to that any day now. So I listen to that, and I go to sleep. And I went to sleep at about 8.45, 9 o'clock. At my age, you have to get up and pee during the night for sure. So (laughs) my first pee of the night, I get up, and I hear... Tyler in the back. I'm like, I think I'm dreaming because I didn't know Tyler was going to be on. Is that Tyler on the Pulp Mech show? (laughs) So I finished peeing, and I hear you guys talk about this pathetic excuse of what you're trying to substitute for life swapping. No, no. No. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. No, listen. I'm awake now, so listen. (laughs) No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly, Heather. Thank you. So I hear you, Mathis, say I'm fast asleep. First of all, yes, I'm fast. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I, and I was asleep, but now I'm awake. And uh, this is pathetic. <laughs> uh, on behalf of Pulp Nation, this is absolutely pathetic. For, for I heard the word. I heard the word. Uh, Tyler heard you say gamesmanship. Um, no, this is lamesmanship because Ooh. you guys are trying to substitute. Hey, let's take turns riding a different dirt bike. And that's supposed to be the substitute. No, life one swap week. is gonna happen. Life's this is not in lieu oh, of life swap. It's gonna happen. Oh, it's in yeah. lieu of life swap. People. Hey, the quad national was gonna happen too. The quad national. We didn't really was push happen. that that much. We didn't push. Yeah. It. Yeah. When you when you say in lieu, are you talking about Lou Lopez, like in lieu of, and oh, what boy. do you? No, I did text him the other day, but um, no, this is yeah. just an add-on. This is like. Life swap is the appet is the dinner, and this video is going to be the yeah. appetizer yeah. for people for life swap. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. be the appetizer. Sounds to me like the, like the crappetizer because it's just more excuses for things you guys aren't going to do. The life we're swap. doing. No, well, we're going to surprise you then. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you think well, that we're not going to do it, then we'll pleasantly surprise you. You won't be let down. Well, if it happens, if it happens, uh, wake me up. Because I look forward to being that. <laughs> hey, hey, Randy. Uh, th- yeah. Number one, thanks for calling in, and glad you know yeah. your kidney functions are good and everything. Um, mm-hmm. Like you've known me for what? Has it been ten years? Too long. Probably? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too long. Like <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, probably so. Yeah. Like, you know, you've probably seen me through some ups and downs. Do we, should we do something mm-hmm. kind of wild tonight on the show while I'm here? You do whatever you want to, but I'm I'm surely not watching because that that takes way too much of my Wi-Fi to watch. I'm just listening to that, so I don't know what you got planned, but go okay. ahead and do it. All I know is uh, neither one of them go out with you afterwards. Uh, no, no, we don't. We don't. There, no, we don't even want that. Yeah, if the pony if the pony was there, you you could take it out <laughs> on the town, but 
Chris threw it away. That's, that's another <laughs> that was a, that was major letdown. That's, yeah. that's another major life letdown these two have given me. But anyway, hey, I'm glad you're. Right, listen, I'm, I'm glad you called in, buddy. Go back to yeah, bed, Randall. Probably, Thanks, Randy. Yeah, I probably got one. I got one more pee before the night's over. So, uh, <laughs> okay, let's get old, fellas. All right. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Later, buddy. All right. Life swap. Hey, hashtag life swap. Hashtag never. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what, after that, can we, can we do something like? Can what? we do like another giveaway? Yeah. Sure. What do you want to do? I'm feeling good. Okay. And like I, I stayed away from the knack knack <clears throat> beer, but I'm still feeling good. Okay. Let's give away a truck tonight. A truck. A truck. Let's give away a truck tonight. A truck. How, what, 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 Chris's truck, or what are we doing? No, no, no. <laughs> You're okay. from liftedtrucksforsale.com. Lift okay. Let's give one away tonight. How do we do that? Uh, and what truck? What kind of truck? The Raptor on the street? <laughs> uh, I will pick from our inventory. Okay. Um, you know, we're probably looking at retail of $90,000, Let's do it. Let's call my wife. I don't know if this is real. I don't, I don't know if this is real. Yeah. real. Ninth caller. Free truck. I feel like this is life swap. Like, <laughs> Tits, are you on this thing? Ninth caller. Ninth I, caller. We will be, and bring them on. We'll be blowing up for six hours, but yes, I will. I will get let's the just, ninth caller. Yeah, ninth, this, ninth caller. Uh, LiftTheTrucksForSale.com. I'm not there. sure what's happening right now. <laughs> I think he's giving away the Raptor on the street. You better watch out. He's got the valuation all wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Seven zero two five eight six seven I want to talk to the winner. Okay. Ninth caller. Here we go. It's like this magician trick. <laughs> Something's going on. Yeah. Poor tits. He ain't getting out of here. <laughs> I have to answer and hang up because otherwise I can't get to nine, just, just so you know. You so gotta... I'm doing my part. Okay. Let us know. Put him on hold. Here Told we go. you I want to make a big splash. Th oh, this wow. is a splash. I mean, are you going to get fired for this? Uh, I have budgeted for a certain level of, of ambassador vehicles. So uh, I can probably just include it in there. But, hey, if I get fired... Yeah. Uh, Kiefer testing might need a social guy or something. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Okay, fantastic. Tyler Porter, everybody. Wow. Damn, we're giving away a truck tonight on the show. Have you I guys text done my it? wife? I hope she got the text. She's calling. Oh, yeah. Heather, call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is Aiden Kiefer yeah. from Georgia. <laughs> Get the Mandarin voice on. Hurry. I got to yeah. go outside for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, check your check your truck. No, I'm going outside. Imagine <laughs> if there was like a, like a tow truck taking your oh, Raptor away. <laughs> I'm just going to go outside and call in. Yeah. Oh, that, that part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, go, we're we're doing this, people. Uh, in the meantime, let me read the. Let me read no, the, we're ready. Oh, no, line okay. three. Line three. Line three is the winner. All right. Stop. Holy crap! <laughs> I'm getting nervous now. What's the, caller, who's this? Tyler has regrets. Did, did I win the truck? You got a truck? Uh, yeah. you, you got a bike? You got a truck? Oh, I got a bike. I got a bike. I got a truck now too, huh? <laughs> yeah. What's your I'm, name? Uh, name's Chris. 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 Uh, where are you from? Long Beach, California. Long Beach, California. <laughs> Big Supercross fan? A little bit. Yeah. Favorite rider? Uh, Adam St. Cirillo. Oh. Is this Chris Betts? Hold on a minute. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> are we? <laughs> are you kidding me? Scout's honor. Chris <laughs> Betts. Stop it. I, I mean, if he was a ninth caller, he was a ninth caller. <laughs> who? So I mean, come on. Like, who calls in ninth caller and it's Chris Betts? There's no way. Who knew he even listened live? Yeah, who knew he listened live? And the ninth caller. Sports agent to the stars. I mean, I didn't know. Also, it just worked out that he's Adam Cirillo's caller as well. It's all coming together. <laughs> well, what's funny to me is like, so I have a connection with Chris too. Oh. 
I DM'd him when we first moved to Alabama because he played for the Montgomery Biscuits, and they were coming to Birmingham. Okay. And he got me tickets. Wow. What a guy. He got, Yeah. And so I'm honored. Does he get this a truck? like a fair trade. Yeah. Um, now, Chris, I'll, you'll have to email me. we got to go through all kind of legal stuff and all that kind of stuff, but I can have you one in about a week. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, hey, my. Steve, yeah. uh, Ty- Tyler's company actually just bought the uh, the company that makes the bat that you're holding, too. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're really getting in a bunch of different industries now. You guys bought Marucci? We bought Marucci. Jesus. <laughs> What's going on I don't know here? what the fuck's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is- I was, I, all I know is I was sitting in my office one day, and I got a text from Tyler asking me about Marucci, and I got a text from Marucci asking me about Tyler, and, and I was just as confused as you guys were. Uh, are we really giving bets the truck? Was he the ninth caller? Tits. He was indeed the ninth but caller. But it doesn't say his name on the caller ID, so you had no idea. No. It doesn't say no, his I, name. I, I answered. Right. And I, just want, he said, I want people Chris, to know that this wasn't like a... No. He, he answered and he not said, a my name is Chris, yeah, and I put bit. him on hold. It's not... Betts' name is not on the directory of, of, of who's calling in, because some people... Yeah, have you don't even have my number saved? No, yeah. not, not on this, not on this there, phone. There were other num- names that popped up that actually right. looked very familiar, but yeah, his yeah. is just a number. So I got no th- idea. Yeah, this is it. Betts wins the truck. How are you going to use this thing, Betts? That's what I want to know. What is it? You allegedly, you allegedly ride, right? I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to take it back out to Kiefer's house. Yeah. Ooh, we'll can back. we get a video of that? Yeah, that, that would help. Yeah, we do. Steve, we should. Uh, we. Sh- you, I need to get uh, some professional filming of of me riding a dirt bike and make it look not as bad as it really is. Yeah, we can do that. But you, your, your bike's at at Connor's place still. Like I you, got shit everywhere. Yeah, I don't. Uh, the truck. I got bikes at, at the house. Just bring your truck. Oh, oh, okay. What are we going to get them? Do we know? Like what? what, oh, uh, what? Probably what I've got in the fleet right now. Probably going to be a Ram fifteen hundred. Okay. Um, nice. Probably like a. Mm, I'd have to look. I think I had some bright blue ones, some dark red ones, stuff like that. Okay. I'd have to look. But yeah, red, we'll dark, get some dark red, the red bandito, Chris uh, Betts. Yeah, but I mean, blue Dodgers. He's a Dodger. Oh you know? no, the Dodgers are not. We don't no. like the Dodgers. No, we do not. I was just a fan of whoever signed my checks, and those oh. guys didn't do the best by me. But <laughs> listen, if it's free, it's for me. Okay. Is hey, what can you give it away to Prado? Can you <laughs> can you can you drive this thing to a spring training start soon? Can you drive drive it over? I will happily uh, chauffeur Manny Machado and Fernando around in that truck in Arizona. Look at this. There we go. Wow. Yeah. Look at this. Listen, look, can we, get, we, can we get some social from you bets on this new truck when you do get it? Absolutely. Oh, wow. You, you know, you know I, I follow up on my deliverables. You do. Yeah, you do. You're professional. I cannot believe this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> of all the people. Yeah. No. <laughs> Man, Randy right now is looking at his T100 and just like, it's like a, just a single tier. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He woke up love, five minutes too early. Something, something as much as that man loves that truck. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing you can. He's got hey, sweet Everybody, by, by the way, stop calling. We have our winner of the truck. <laughs> the, the phones are going. Yeah, nuts. we've been talking to him for five minutes. Yeah, we have our winner. It's Chris Betts. <laughs> and Chris, you could now that you have this truck, you could fill the back end with all the stolen meat. <laughs> oh, I actually, I have not hit my dear friend Nick up. We've actually just been explain, exchanging pleasantries and Christmas cards and no no free things going back okay, and forth. So, I, I see that your shipments are still coming in, though. Well, there's a little bit of a problem. So oh. I don't know how to talk to my dear friend, but I need another shipment. We're out. Oh, it's one of the, you, you got one of those problems. Do I hit him with like a, 
hey man uh like say he posts an instagram story right do i just said hit him with a bunch of laughing emojis like great story and then we start a dialogue that way always that's how everybody in the industry works yeah you see something you remember you need it and then you want to go through about a half a day yeah like checking up on them yeah you're just checking up you're just checking yeah my dear friend Nick. hey by the way yeah how's those sirloins looking yeah right. hey i've got i've got cattle connections too if anybody right. you know okay <laughs> um, tell me i do need to buy a half cow so yes that's a the way half to go cow? Yeah, or, or you get some friends, like, you don't have a big family or anything, you get some friends to go in and split a half, so you end up with a quarter, just have a deep freeze, you're good. Um, oh, Marks, people on YouTube are mad? Yeah, you've got a conspiracy on your hands here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, people, his number, it is not does not say Chris Betts, it is just his area code number. Tits had no idea. Uh, that this was bets. I'm telling people. Did, did he so. even say it was? This bet? is he, correct. He just said this I, is Chris. I said he said Chris. Because otherwise, Tits would have put this is Chris bet Betts. On, yeah, no, the, it was. He said channel. Chris. No, listen. I just, answered it. That was wait, the ninth. He caller. is the winner of the truck from LiftedTrucksForSale.com. <laughs> this is wow. Unbelievable. This is unbelievable. <laughs> it's an honor, honestly. I I I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so now we got to get the truck to the high desert, the dirt bike, and go. And we're oh doing all of God, that. Dude. Yeah, I'll take this thing. I'll take this thing wherever wherever you guys need it to go. I've also <laughs> been looking for an excuse to get away from my life currently, so right. I'll happily go to the high desert. Okay, that's a great way to get if, away from your life. If my baseball problems follow me to the high desert, I'm going. I'm going to the moon next. What did your guy think of the race that you brought to uh, um, uh, Anaheim? Oh my God, he loved it. Did he? he? Uh, okay. Yeah, no, he loved it. He was really he he couldn't wrap his head around the fact that you're you know like the Adam Schefter, Ken Rosenthal of moto. Like oh. he he truly <laughs> like with what whatever we were bantering about or fucking around with, he he couldn't wrap his head around that like you're the guy in the media. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it is tough. Which is just really it really kind of shines a light on like yeah. how yeah absurd your guys' our our sport is. Um, but yeah, he liked it. And then when I was flipping you off in the press box, yep, he, he just equated it to like he's like, "This is like a, a semi-pro basketball player flipping off Ken Rosenthal, and Ken Rosenthal coming over to say what's up." Yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. It just didn't land. He was trying to draw parallels, <laughs> and I told him he's going to be able to enjoy Supercross a lot more if he stops trying to compare. Yeah, you to can't a, uh, to a real sport. sport. Don't put it to a real sport. Yeah, There's so not. yeah, the, the, you know. I, how about, did he like the fact that I told him how to get Vlad out too? <clears throat> How to get uh, yeah, he, yeah. I, I think he kind of blacked out during the baseball advice part. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that brings this guy. A yeah, he's a pitcher, oh, and he's boy. like he's going to make the majors. He's nope. really good. Uh, center, center fielder. Oh, I thought already he played in the big leagues, but it's okay. I thought he was a pitcher. No, he's like five nine. Ah, oh, fuck. Hey, well, Betts, no wonder what why. What are, I thought he was a pitcher. He looked at, probably thought I'm an idiot. Hey, when I had to sell this whole sponsorship <laughs> deal to my uppers, I just said uh, he's the Joe Rogan of motocross. Oh wow! Yeah, that's there a good go. one. Yeah. That's probably more accurate than Ken Rosenthal or Adam Schefter. Yeah, Rosenthal always wears like suits and bow ties. Yeah, I'd love to see you in a suit on Race Day Live. Yeah. That's the next step after a jacket. Yep, absolutely. The jacket's already there. Uh, all right, Betts, uh, I don't need to get your info. Cause yeah, congrats. And, yeah, yeah, congrats, buddy. Yeah, I, I got your number. Thanks, thanks guys. Kiefer, I'll see you soon. Well, we, uh, I, I need you to do like a riding school with me or something. I'd actually like to get better and maybe safer. I, yeah. I kind of feeling like I almost died every time I'm way home. I'm help. I'm here to help. <laughs> Chris All right, Betts. Fellas.
Dodge Ram winner from liftedtrucksforsale.com. Fuck. What a great show this is. We had somebody call in in disguise, and we gave away a truck. Yeah, we had a voice disguiser. Yeah, it's a nutty night. Yeah, it's like full moon out. Travis Preston called in. Yeah. All right, Bets. Thank you, buddy. Don't forget Randy. All right, guys. We'll see, see you later. Have a good one. See you, Bets. Enjoy your truck. Yeah. I will. Got a truck? <laughs> you got a truck? <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I, I uh, mean, look, I'm telling you, people, it's he not planned. See, he did huh? seem a bit shocked, right, when you when you put him on air? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, if you go yeah. back and listen, like, he sounded a bit stunned to yeah. me. Yeah. No, absolutely. No, so people are mad. I'm telling uh, you. Yeah, you, it's not great on YouTube listen. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say out of that Hey, one. any comment's a good comment, right? Uh, <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting your advertising uh, right now, though. That's for sure. Lift the trucks for sale.com, everybody. They support the minor league baseball players, everything. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, Tyler. That's awesome. I, you didn't tell me you were doing that. You I told you, you I was going to get crazy. You did. Yeah, but I, I didn't think you were giving away I sat over there in the cheap seats this wow. whole show, you know, just yeah. kind of doing right. what we could do. Yeah. And, Jesus. That was wild. That's insane. <laughs> People are still calling. They're probably angry. They want to win a truck. The phone uh, hasn't I stopped, don't know. Uh, ArenaCrossUSA.com. Uh, please check it out. Those guys, we're going to do the Daytona webcast coming up as well. Uh, Kyle Peters and Ryan Brees are going at it for this championship. It's the AMA Arena Cross Championship. ArenaCrossUSA.com. They're also on um, uh, TV as well uh, with the uh, Mav guys. So please check that out. They got two stroke races coming on. They got a, uh, the indoor national championship is in Guthrie, Oklahoma. AMA Arena Cross USA.com. Please check those guys out. AMA Arena Cross title. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Moto Money Shootout too. Pax Track, Peyton. Been there. You've been there? Oh, yeah. Uh, big race Wednesday before Daytona. Uh, you want to get Ken there? Or? Mm, Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday? Maybe, maybe we get the semi there too. Yeah. MotoMoneyShootout.com for more information. Huge contingency. If you're a privateer going to Daytona, you've got to hit up this Pax Track race. MotoMoneyShootout.com to learn more, learn more about it. Contingency card payouts for amateurs and all of that. Thank you to those guys uh, for coming on board, and, and I'm still trying to soak this in. That's where your guy J.D. Beach trains at too. Oh, does he? I saw his, his new bike. Decal Works did his bike up and stuff for yep. all that. Yeah. Uh, yep. great, good to have JD. Signed a new deal with a, uh, a BMW oh, Superbike yeah. team. I just thought about So at one point, Tyler wanted to do a Pulp MX show for Flat Track mm-hmm. way back in the day. And he did, he did a little podcast with Flat Track guys. I uh, never really. Well, I did some live shows. Oh, did you? Okay. Um, at Daytona and Sturgis uh, when there were nationals in town. But, yeah, I had a site called yeah. FightForDirtTrack.com. Yeah. And, you know, I was a... Uh, I had a pro card, like the mm-hmm. point where you just pay the $200, they give you a yeah, picture with your yeah. face on it. Um, if you're watching Supercross and you look in an LCQ at like the eighth place guy, that would have been like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but to be able to afford racing, I basically, I looked, I literally took your model and was like, okay, I'm going to do a blog every week on this. Mm-hmm. And I ran around the pits getting the story and it worked out really well. It never paid any money, mm-hmm. but lots of product. And if anything ever went wrong, somebody's there to help yeah um but it really it really taught me a lot about you know now doing marketing it taught me a lot about that and how easily you can screw up unfortunately too you also made some enemies of some riders oh yeah a (laughs) hundred percent um took my model a little far sometimes um there's still people that don't speak to me but that's fine um but yeah i wanted to do a podcast i was going to buy some of your used equipment yeah and uh I, uh, one of my, one of my sponsors said, Hey, you know, you're starting your career in sales and it's actually going well. Yep. You can keep doing your blog and a podcast, but you're probably going to lose out on your career. And so I was like, 
I'm not going to do my podcast. So, but I've, like a yeah. couple times I've hit you up. Yeah. I'm like, come on, come on, let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. But flat track's in a tough place right now. You've got a ton of flat track listeners. Yeah. It's, uh, a ton well, of when them. We had JD on and we've had um, Jared Mees Jared on as mm-hmm. well. Uh, we've always got good response from that. People yeah. have really liked it. Uh, so it's cool to have those guys on. And like Jim Hawley was teaching me a little bit about talking about oh, yeah. he loves flat track, right? So those guys are gnarly. And Weege? Weege got involved? Yeah, Weege was a big, big AFT guy for yeah. a little while. Yeah. Uh, we got a call on three from Blaze. <laughs> Uh, Blaze, are you going to yell at me for giving bets a truck? Blaze on. No, 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 no. Not even. No, okay. Not even about the truck, and to the least of my concern. Okay. Um, but thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, Kiefer. Uh, second of all, Mathis. Yeah. I just listened to this, uh, to that, well, actually recently listened to that podcast you put out about from years back with uh, uh, Super Hunk. Oh, yeah, Super Hunky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know. Maybe not my place to say this, but I wanted to camaraderie you for, you know, be, I, I've been a listener for a while and seeing your journey kind of then seeing, uh, you know, I, I honestly was kind of shocked. I didn't even recognize your voice in that, in that interview because you know, that was quite a while ago and yeah, listening to you now, man, you just sound so much healthier and, and so much, you know, more well and, and well-spoken and, you know, you're not gasping for air every five seconds. And I just wanted to say, man, as a dedicated listener and, Someone who admires your work, uh, just wanted to give you, you know, a good old pat on the back for that, man. Thank you. I mean, some of it, honestly, is just better audio equipment over the years. Like, really, like, you know, I have a machine now that uh, cuts off the volume of the sound at low levels, opens a mic up as soon as you reach a certain decibel, and then also taps it off when you're yelling and screaming. It cuts it off. So it's all part of, like, getting better equipment. So when I listen to some of those old podcasts, it's not that I'm like, well, I am obscenely fat back then than i am now you're in way better shape i now, am brother. but but it's not it, it's not me going but i can hear it go like that you know because mm-hmm. it's just my equipment my equipment's so much better now so some of it some of it is well, that i'm just telling yeah yeah one way or another man thank you, you you've done such a great job and keep up the hard work you're thank welcome. you buddy appreciate it thank you for listening you bet thanks uh this channel's been on hold for an hour 47 minutes mm. he has rock talk mm. like michael rocco no Oh, like we used to we had a little segment called Rock Talk for a little while. It was a huge hit. Oh. Uh, but let's get to him, uh, Max. What's up, buddy? Sorry for keeping on hold for so long. Max is asleep. Oh, oh no. Hello. Yeah, Max is gone. He had a Rock Talk story, dude. I stayed oh. over uh, by Disney. They had like a rock convention. Or oh whatever. yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Like uh. Was dark there? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that was my question, dude. Lots of darks, probably. It was like an '80s hairband party of like eighty thousand people. Yeah. Dark was oh. there. It was, was there, yeah. Nam. It was called Nam or something. I don't know. National. I don't know. It, okay. was, it was gnarly. <laughs> uh, all right, motorsport.com. Tweet at tit segment. Let's do this. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from motorsport.com. It's the tweets at tits QA segment where your twatted questions find answers. Motorsport.com. Great guys. Great prices. If you want some fly racing, you want some works connection, you want some rental. All of that. X-Brand, it's great prices, great shipping, free shipping and everything over $79. Dedicated team of gearheads over there, except for one. And uh, great return policy, motorsport.com. Go through the banner to help us out. That great. If you go to the pulpmex.com, after you buy the OGO bag, click on the banner, take you to Motorsport, order something, and then we get a small slice of that. And I can afford to pay Peyton and Kiefer and, and Tyler and everybody else to come in. So thank you to those guys for helping us out. These questions are submitted at Pulpamex Show on Twitter. Titspec takes the best ones. All the best ones, and asks us only the best ones Tits, as well. What do you? I didn't. Uh, Mark's bailed on. Mark's waffled on it. But do you think I have Kiefer beat 
on any of those bikes? Uh, if it was at Glen Helen, I think that there's a better chance just because of those climbs and stuff like that. But at Mesquite, with the one single uh, hill there, that doesn't help you. The only thing is if the mini is fast enough to do the jumps, that would be kind of the, the difference maker, in my opinion. If you can't do some of those, that's where I think Mr. Mathis See, would Glen uh, Helen doesn't have any you. jumps, so we don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mesquite doesn't have big enough jumps to worry about either, so we're good. Well, Steve just now started doing all the jumps, so well, I, uh, better late than ever. Again, this could be this could go terribly for me. This could go terribly for me. I could be mocked roundly, but I think it'll be funny. It will be funny regardless. Yes. All right. Either way, is this going to be? Are, are we just going to the finish line, or is this going to be Lit Pro? Or is this going to be Heather stopwatch? Not uh, Heather. We don't we don't trust Heather yep. stopwatch, especially Heather's with out. her husband. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> especially with her husband. Yeah. In, in a competition. So. Yep. All right. All right. First one is from Forkner's Temper. Uh, which current 450 Pro do you think would benefit the most from riding a 350? Uh, Barsha? I don't know. Peyton? Kiefer knows know. more about 350s. Than Church of 350, baby. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, Barsha, because he likes to rev the shit out of it. I'd say that's a good one. Yeah, you you really going to give that truck away? <laughs> I would not. Okay. I said I was going to do I, it. I know. I just it's kind of like a lease program. Just checking it's a, it's it. a lease program. Okay. We're good. Yep. Okay. There's some taxes involved and credit checks and things like that. Uh, <laughs> next one is from Tyler George. Um, DeCoster is known for, quote, forgetting people. Does he currently know anyone at Rockstar Husky 450 right now? It's been oh. rough. I mean, RJ's doing his job. But, yeah, yeah. Christian and Malcolm, it's been rough for sure. You see RJ tonight, he was like, I don't want to say too much. Yeah. Meaning, like, bike stuff? No, I just think he's probably, the riders are probably not happy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't have been happy in that onesie. <laughs> Pack. Uh, from Jimmy G, uh, thinking of Anstey and J-Mart, who is the oldest ever 250 champion? 250 being four strokes. Yeah. Um, oldest ever. 250, 250 champion. 250 Lights class. John Dowd. Yeah. Um, well, that was more than 25s. Mm. No, he... Oh, okay. Then Dowd, yeah, 32. I yeah. thought you meant it like in the four-stroke era. Huh. Uh, Nate Dogg would be kind of old when he won his. Um, I can't think of anybody else up in the head. Yeah. But, but Dowdy, okay. yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, from Tyson Stegall, any chance you have some live shows planned this year? Asking from Indy, hashtag yep. Irving Theater. Indy's tickets are on sale now on PulpMX.com. We're going to do Indy, St. Louis, trying for Salt Lake. We got Vegas booked for SMX round. Live shows are coming. Triple. You're, you're going to do some of them. Both so. triple crowns, so too. What? Both triple crown. Uh, Indy and St. Louis are triple crowns. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Not if that you, it matters, but I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys haven't been to a live show, I highly... Highly recommend it. It's they're a fun. lot of fun. It's a fun time. Heather and I have been to two. Yeah, we, we have a good time. We I'm glad they're not all recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next one is from Kyle. Marks was on, Marks was on stage for the Vegas one. I'm not sure why. Damn. <laughs> you ran the, the, the sound Yeah, effects. but like I just sat there awkwardly and like looked looked ugly and like <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're fun. Basement. Ton of basement fun. Like hard. An, like an ugly statue pushing buttons somehow. Uh, from Kyle, he says, clearly Sexton has some sort of advantage on the start that is more than reaction time. One would think maybe he can hear the pressure release. Uh, question mark. If that is true, how is he the only one to figure out after 
many years of using the pneumatic gate. I mean, he didn't get starts this weekend. He only right? did it yeah. once. Yeah. Yeah, he did it in, in yeah. whatever race, San Francisco. Yeah. And he told us it was just pure luck. Did he really? Yeah. He, oh, he didn't hear anything? No. Oh, okay. No, no. Yeah, okay. I was he said somebody flinched and he just went. Yeah. And then. Yep. Uh, next one is for you, Chris. Uh, in Saturday's race, it looked like Kenny's forks were softer than most of the other factory bikes. Did you notice that? And if so, what do you think? I didn't notice that at all, honestly. But uh, I don't know. You would know more about this one. I would. I don't. Uh, Kenny's normally not too hard of a front end type such of rider. A great rider. His bike looks pretty neutral all the yeah. time. Like you know? we haven't touched those forks in over a year. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like it was a bike change and I don't right. I didn't see anything that looked soft okay from Chev Joe uh, there have been many racers that have been rejuvenated or have had their careers rejuvenated by switching teams is it time for AC to move on a lot of AC piling on like uh, it, it, I mean, Craig was the guy for a little bit now it's Adam because he missed a race I mean he he's got problems with one arm nerve stuff yep. and he broke the hand on the other arm so he can't really hang on i mean could he use a switch sure maybe yeah you know um yeah we'll see from cody groves what are the odds you get a couple of arena cross guys on the show before daytona other than the top three uh well we got supercross going on right now i had kyle peters on i had ryan Brees on i mean i felt like that was pretty good um Cody Groves is something else, though. Cody Groves? Yeah. He's something else? He's something else. <laughs> You've seen these guys' interviews? Yeah, some of it. Yeah. I had He's ta- fired I had, up. I had Flying Taco on a live show not that long ago. Really? Yeah, Taco's a good dude. Uh, honestly, Supercross is so good right now. There's a lot of storylines. I'm trying to help out the Arena Cross guys, but, yeah, I'm not sure. From Toby, uh, for you, Peyton, what color power band does Kenny prefer to run for Supercross? Purple. I don't know what that actually means, but maybe you do. Mm, purple. Purple. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Yeah. <laughs> From Jason Valento, has HRC, quote, unfound whatever it is they found off the gate last season? Uh, no. That was my question. <laughs> it's still a lot of technique yeah. stuff. It's not. I know guys think that, you know, it's the gates are easy, but it's still, it's, you still got, you know, how many guys that can start pretty good, right? So right. then that really affects everything. I think some of it was me talking about how I think Honda's had those starts figured out. But yeah. maybe maybe there's nothing there. Their electronics package is, is next level compared to a lot of teams. That's good. And on, on the broadcast, they went through and, like, really zoomed in on the gate, and there was a ton of wheel spin. So I think to your point, there's still a ton of technique there. From USA Motocross Superfan. Uh, hey, Steve, what do you think of making each Triple Crown gangbang worth five points to the winner? That way we don't get people settling for a second during the final race. Sure. NASCAR yeah. gives people a point just for leading a lap to avoid complacent drivers. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. These teams are risk-averse. They don't really want to do that kind of stuff. But absolutely, the, the fault of the Triple Crowns is the dudes just in the third one checking up. We've seen it a lot. Um, so, sure, give them heat race points. Give them gangbang points. Uh, I'm, I'm all for it. Full yeah. points? You think? No, no, no. Oh. Just five, oh, okay. two, I, I don't know, something. Yeah. Is full too much? I think full's too much. It's I too much so. of a penalty. Yeah. Well, and, and two, wasn't that in the rider agreement this year? Because the like the betting stuff and all that stuff that they had to give 100% effort at all times? 
I don't remember seeing that. Okay. I think that's. I mean, I know there's a gambling there. stuff. And I all think that, I've but, heard yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from Jake, uh, for you, Peyton. Skidoo snowmobiles turn the magneto into a start motor by reversing current flow and utilizing charged capacitors. Eliminating an external starter and battery is this technology that can be adapted to the Suzuki. Pass it on. Wait, wait, pass get it right on? on that. I got no idea. Uh, Chris is going Chris, on. Chris, big into the ski do <laughs> snowmobiles. Huh? Yeah, I got no idea. Uh, Suzuki. <laughs> attention, Chris Wheeler at Suzuki. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Flux capacitors. <laughs> the technology's there if you want an electric starter. Is what he's saying. Why not? It's been a weird show. Dude, I've been a part of the show for a long time. Yeah. This has been a weird show. <laughs> it has been. <laughs> Hope it wasn't me. I'll come back anytime. We got a truck. Yeah. We got questions. We got uh, voice disguisers. We got Randy up at 1230 in the morning. <laughs> we got Preston call it, wanting to talk about booing. Yeah. Uh, we got RJ and Phil. Janky Mike beating Janky over Mike? wife. Janky yeah. Mike. Yeah. It's rough. It's, yeah. It's already past 10 o'clock oh as well. Oh, my God, it's 10.06. <laughs> I can't even believe I let it slide that far. Uh, next one is from Shane Borden. Did you guys hear that they are getting rid of all Dragon's backs for the tracks this year? Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, from Scott McElroy, for you, Kiefer, best and worst part of LA driving boy. to the East Coast? Uh, <laughs> There's nothing... <laughs> There's nothing uh, good about it. No. Um, Dude, every time I think of, I want to drive to Canada, okay, I want to bring my mountain bike and my dirt bike and go to Canada. Yeah. I really do. I think that'd be fun. Go visit my old riding spots, visit my family, and then I do the math, and it's 36 hours. Mm. Dude. And I'm like, no. It was 32 hours. Yeah. It was gnarly. No. And it was black ice. It was horrible. Black guys? Black ice. Oh, black guys. Yeah, you got to clarify on that. Who thought he said black guys? I no. for sure like, did. Black like, ice. he was a hard no on that one. And I'm like, <laughs> like everywhere, cars just... stacked up everywhere. It was Dude. bad. Black eyes. <laughs> were, the black, were the black guys on the black ice? <laughs> no. I was like, whoa, I'm going to okay. take the headset yeah. off. I'm out of here and on this pull one. the sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> let the truck stock up. No. Uh, so black ice, yes. It was bad. Yes. Yeah. So. It's good to see the countryside and, like, looking at it, but past that, it's... When I drove to Canada to get that 500, yeah. it was 18. And I'm like, that's peanuts. Yeah. Yeah, like, 10 in, 12 in, I'm like, this sucks. Sucks. You know? So... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not good on that. From Jake Torg, uh, Kiefer, are water-based air filter oils like no-toil safe to use? Sure. Safe to use, but I prefer... Uh, something a little bit thicker for me, just so it catches dirt better. Better FFT is really good. Maxima, Bob twenty safe. From Terrence Edwards, uh, for you, Steve and Chris, um, and maybe Peyton as well. What is the most outrageous thing you have done or tested on a bike? I.e., holes in the frame, weights in skid plates, etc. Hmm. Chains in the skid plate, Steve. Well, I was going to ask actually what I was going to, yeah. <laughs> I told this story before, but yeah, we showed up at Yamaha track one day and Heath Voss had a chain between his skid plate and his motor and said the bike turned better. And this chain was just flopping back and <laughs> And Jimmy Perry is like, get that fucking chain out of that bike. That's why wow. in the fuck. Yeah. I mean, he lowered the center of gravity. <laughs> uh, I've added like we've added like putty and things like that, like JB Weld to certain parts of the frame to yeah. see. 
but I think yeah, yeah, we sealed off those honeycombs on a two-stroke back in the yeah. day. Yeah, I think I don't know if it's crazy wild. Maybe there's something to it, but like a um, hard mount on the exhaust over over like a rubber grommet, uh-huh. you know, to prevent um, some of the, the the back and forth. All the flat track guys take their head stays off their bikes. Yeah. I think there was a thing for like KTM at one point. Wasn't it like one of the bolts? Yeah, one of the bolts. You still do that. You can take the top right off and it yeah. helps flex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from Terry, for you, Peyton, what's the main thing Kenny, see, sorry, Kenny focuses on when he's racing, or does he just put the laps in for an overall performance? The uh, main thing, I mean, for starters, it would be the start. Um yeah, I don't know. I would I would say the main thing would be get a good start. Is he uh, really frustrated, or is he okay? With this no, shit? I think it's okay. Still. He's okay because he knows the riding is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he knows that he could be forty points out already too. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but with the way, what is he right now? Twenty two. Okay. You know. Um, so I think he knows he's riding really well during the week, and um, it's just not clicking on the weekend yet. Yep. Uh, maybe this weekend. Um, yeah. Huh. Wish I, I wish it would have clicked at day two. He could have been sitting with Kiefer sitting. He would have been sleeping by now. Oh, he. Yeah. You, well, <laughs> we, we, already, we already said if he was coming, you were not staying all show. Yeah, we wouldn't have been no able chance. to stay the whole time. Yeah. Right. Uh, from Zach Kiefer, do you think Craig and Mookie's results would be any different if they were on the updated frame? Oh, no. they chose it. Yeah, they chose. That's what they wanted. Yeah. So, no. Uh, Steve, if social media had been around since the start of the sport, which writer's image would be the most different? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't know, because I feel like McGrath was real. You know what yeah. I mean? He was a real good dude, always that way. Nothing's going to change that way. Emig was a bit of a partier. We know that back then, and we would have known it in social media days. Um, what about going back to, like, late 80s, early yeah. 90s? Yeah. I mean, Dogger? <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, maybe Dogger. I, I don't know. Yeah. Good question. From David Besta, uh, thoughts on what Dungey is signing with Pitt Byer? Yeah, you guys see that? I, uh, I don't know. Dungey Byer. Dungey's had a contract with a pen, and I don't know what he's doing yet. A what? I always... A pen. There's a oh. picture of him signing something. What? Oh, really? This just says U.S. Tour. This looks like an American flag. Or something? Yeah. Didn't see that. Yeah. It wasn't for a try. Um... Are you – where are you at with the Sphere this Wednesday? Where am I at? Yeah, like are you looking forward to it? Oh, yeah. You're in. I'm in. I'm in. I've been looking forward to it a long yeah. time. I've been okay. looking forward to seeing you too. Never saw him. Right. So I'm happy. Okay. You think you're going to like it? I think I'll like it. Now, to live up to the expectation of what you're saying might be tough. A lot of hype. Yeah, you might be overselling it. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 sir. No, no, no. No, no. I can't wait. But I am looking forward to it. You're going to – Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Man, like I've got I've got uh like PTSD from it. We were filming a truck down here in October mm-hmm. and we wanted to drive by the sphere when the emoji was like looking down on it. Yeah. Right when a concert let out. Oh. I was stuck there in a prototype vehicle. Sensors were kinda like fluttering on me because everybody was walking around. Yeah. And it's all prototyped with a custom bumper and we hadn't calibrated it yet. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm having to turn the truck off, turn the truck on, two hours sitting mm-hmm. there. So I like I went by there this morning and I'm just like no. I, I don't know if I can ever love this again. You did you um did you see the happy faces of people coming out of YouTube? 
I don't know. Like, I couldn't focus on it I, at I, that point. I'm thinking at the end of the day, so they close with Beautiful Day. That's their last song. And it's amazing. Don't You're ruining that. No, no, no it's fine. You're, so then normal concert is you just get up and leave, yep. right? You're just going to be slumped in your seat. Like, yeah. you're not going to be able to get up. Just exhausted. <laughs> exhausted from what you've taken in. What is What is the proper attire when you go into somewhere like that? What do you wear? Uh, shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> Flip-flops? No. No, I put socks on. Huh. Yeah. I'm just ready to do it. I'm ready to get this over with and do it. <laughs> how long? How, how I've been I've been piping this up on our group text for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every day is a little emoji or something. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm ready right. to see a concert and I'm ready yeah. to see it with you. And I cannot wait to get a wave of emotion yeah. over me. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, if you don't like it and you want to talk shit on it, that's fine. I'm okay with but that. But you're confident. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm, you know, but now you're going to be one of the believers. So you're going to see it and be a believer. And then now in the pits, people will ask you about it and you can tell them. Can't wait. Okay. <laughs> All right. Last question. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. Is from uh, James Britton. Kiefer, do you think the beta team is struggling more because of the riders or the bike? Will we see improvements in their finishes when Colt 45 returns? Uh, I think it's just part of development. I think the bike needs some more work. They obviously. did get an ECU. Sorry, no, you're all right. They got an ECU from from Italy. Okay, so that's why they went back to the HGS stuff. Uh-huh. You know, they dished FMF. They got this is map for HGS. HGS. So mm, call bullshit a little bit on okay. that. Like I feel like a muffler is not going to throw off your ECU setting that much. Okay, well, call Peter. Uh, but I did ask to do one of their factory bike walkarounds, and and they just said, "Hey, man, uh, we we appreciate it if you come back at a later time." <laughs> It's just a walk around. I, I know, mean, it's... but maybe they just weren't quite ready for me to okay. to look or whatever but and ask questions. But And that was I Carlin? Mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all part of it, right? Like, yeah. we're going to see and Triumph's coming Triumph's up come in. We got Ducati. There's a lot of, I mean, there's going to be growing pains with anything. What do you so. think of Triumph making a debut? I think it's going to be great. Yeah? You think it's going to be great? I think Jalik will do good. Okay. Bike? I think the bike will be good. Huh. You do? <laughs> what? I do. <laughs> When, think, why do you think the bike's gonna be good? Uh just might have some insider knowledge. Oh, oh, really? Not. I'm just saying <laughs> I might. Huh? So I'm just saying that's odd. The bike is. I I like the way they're doing. They're not talking about the bike a lot. They're just gonna let it happen. Look, and and like I said, something could happen. We never know, right? Yeah. So they're doing a press launch at Gatorback. On yeah, the it's the coming F. up. Yeah, it's coming up. Yep. You were invited. I'm invited. Yeah. Should I go? Yeah. You should ride it. I'm more of a 450 rider. I think you should uh, let, her, let your inner Barsha come out. I'm a bigger gentleman. Why you know? is there press re- press after their first race? I don't know, man. Marketing's hard, dude. <laughs> yeah, listen to it's, it. It is, uh, it is hard. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If only we had someone who knew anything about Triumph yeah. to talk to. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Hopefully someday. One day. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Motorsport.com. That's right? Tweet at Tits Segment. So. I mean, I got more to talk about. But Dude, I, I gotta go. Okay. What about KAD? Yeah, we wrapped that. We can't do that. <laughs> Such dicks. Dude. <laughs> it's been a real emotional show. That, and I've got an early call. I thought we were going to be wrapped at 9.30 and do KAD, but no. Yeah. I thought, when I saw the lineup, I'm like, oh, perfect. We can do it. It's a mellow show. Dude, I, I didn't know Travis Preston was calling in, or Will Hahn, the Schmoda realist. Yeah. I didn't know we're giving away a truck. <laughs> like, there's a lot going on, dude. There's, there's a lot there going a lot. on. Yeah. 
and 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 Peyton, you got to drive back tonight too. Yeah, I'll uh, be right. Whew. Well, <sighs> good times, Tyler. Uh, thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for the support this year. I do have one more question. Oh boy. I got asked to ask you this. Okay. Mm. Riders at the end of the race, goggles around their neck. You're you're taking podium goggles down. Yeah. Yep. When did that start? I can remember in the late nineties, but it was like from the race. They yeah, didn't have they, like yeah, podium they, goggles. Yeah, they took their own goggles off yeah. and put on their necks. Yeah. Uh I want to say they started sometime in the nineties and but it was with the race goggles. I don't know when the goggle guys started carrying goggles. Now we when I did the X brand service, I didn't carry goggles to the podium. Hmm. Not really, you know. Thinking we were going to get on the box. <laughs> we did get two out of the top three at Southwick one year, though, in 450 class. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. All right, that's all I got. Yeah. Thanks but honestly, for I think, I think uh, uh, and I have an opinion on this, I think those giant goggles that 100% does that are gold with the sticker on them yeah, are yeah. gaudy. It's horrible. I think it's yeah. gaudy. It's yeah. just like, yeah, man, we get yeah. it, dude. We get it, you know? So, I don't know. Outdoors, I started giving them, like, sunglasses. Yeah, right. like yeah. Oakley. And, yeah, Chase was the Oakley's big on the glasses. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. of those goggles that Eli and Chase wore. You're like, no, that's kind of yeah. weird too. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't do that. <laughs> um, okay, uh, thanks for coming in. Thank you for the support. Thank yeah. you for giving away a fucking truck. Wow. <laughs> Good job, Chris Betts. <clears throat> yeah, unbelievable. Uh, it's uh, it's it's different in the auto yeah. world. Like it's we get to do some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. No, absolutely. And if anybody has any questions, I can direct them to you on Instagram, right? If people yeah, pissed yeah, off. It yep. is uh what? it's Chris. Pissed off. No, I don't even mean I mean like for real like if you're looking to buy a truck like yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah. if somebody is uh, I mean the website kind of does it themselves, but if they have any in-depth questions, yeah. I can yeah. I can help with that. But uh, yeah, if you're if you're wanting a free truck, just email chris at keyforinktesting.com. <laughs> 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 I don't got any of that. Um, Best interview tonight. RJ, uh, Schmoda, Realist, Chiz, Phil. We got Chiz. Chiz? RJ and Phil together. Yeah, I'm going to go with Shmoda, Realist. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Tyler? I'm going to have to stick with TP. We okay. we got to yeah. stick together. Yeah. Anytime TP comes on and throws massive digs at Chris. <laughs> I, I, That's I, an enjoyable I'm segment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mark's best interview tonight? Uh, Shmoda, Realist. Tits? Phil. Okay. Uh Peyton, thank you, man. Thanks, Thanks for coming for out. You did me. really good. So thanks. Let's, you sure? Yeah, okay. you did. I, don't, I was going to say let's do this again, but now you're going to be back in Florida. So Yeah, but we can find time if some sometime. Maybe like after Salt Lake. He flies private. Yeah. Shoot. Maybe like after Salt Lake. You're in Salt Lake anyways <laughs> or something. We watch the race. That's true. Out here. Maybe Kenny clinches the title there. You know? I'm in. Like that. I'm in. Uh, no, thanks for coming up, man. Good yep. job. Thanks thank for you. having Peyton me. Peyton Stevenson, everybody. Yep. Great guy. Uh, Kenny Roxon's uh, guy uh, behind the scenes. And uh, Chris, as always, thank you. Thank you. I cannot wait till Wednesday. It's going to be awesome. We have dinner, wives, uh, the four of us. We have yep. dinner planned close to the sphere. Then you and I will go into the sphere. <laughs> and the wives, I don't care about what they do. You're right. And we will go into the sphere. And we may never come out of the sphere. And you know what? It's been a minute since you've been in there. So it's like you're ready. Yeah, I haven't been in there since um, uh, December. Yeah. It's like a dude. It's like a year. Dog dude, years for you. I was there last year. Yeah. You know? It's been a year. So I'm ready. And... Uh, yeah, wait till we walk in, like in the, in the and you, you see these AI robots, you yeah. know, and then this music, this music's awesome. playing, and seventy three dollars for two drinks. Can't wait to buy that for you. <laughs> we get some other bands in there. I we got, we got a fish. Trip. We got fish. Yeah, I got. I got to have something else other than. You imagine fish. Creed in the sphere. Oh, that'd be great. I don't know what's going on. I feel like they sh- would have already announced it. It's super weird. They haven't announced it because U two's ending and fish is coming up. But fish is only doing four days, so. Yeah. Where's the other bands? Maybe they're just going to do concerts in there. That'd be sweet. Yeah, where's the other bands? 
don't know. That's what I'm saying. Can we get like, the Sphere guy? You would tell us. I'm. All, I follow Sphere on all the accounts. There's been nothing. Nothing launched. So Sphere Insider. Yeah, I'm, I'm Sphere Insider. We don't got time for wives and chicks on the show. We're gnarly. Yeah. We we don't even know where they're going though, do we? Do we care? No. I don't mm. care. Like Pookie's <laughs> like, hey man, I'm going out with the Hell's Angels tonight. I good. I'm at Sphere. Right. Enjoy yourself. Right. I'm a Vago. <laughs> what? She's gonna be a Vago. What's that? It's another oh, yeah, cycle yeah, yeah. gang. Okay, to Porter's like, no, stop it. Don't talk about okay. them. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening, everybody. This has been a really fucked up show. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun. It's it really fun. Yeah, good times. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Marks, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, tits, way to hang in there, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, Heather, shout out to Heather and the other Heather. And Pookie. And Pookie. Get and yourself Debbie. a Heather. And Debbie. And, and Debbie. Roto. And uh, Swizz and everybody behind the scenes. Moser. Uh, no, no thanks to Moser. <laughs> Augie. Augie, thanks to Augie. Yeah, Lissa Moore. Liss is Liss here. is here, yeah. yeah. Liss is here. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, next week we got a whole jam-packed studio because there's AIM shows in town, so I don't even know who's showing up. Oh, shit. Oh, it boy. should be good. Uh, please support the sponsors. Use the codes. Uh, save some money. Thank you to Pulp Mech Show sponsors. Thank you, people, for listening, watching, all of that. We gave away a truck tonight. Congrats to Chris Betts. He's, re- <laughs> he's the real winner of tonight. That's opening oh, life. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next week. There's something, there's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. and I was totally nude and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Yeah,